Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by Decal Works, Motorsport.com, and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, February 21st, 2022, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Lots to talk about, man. Minneapolis Supercross has come and gone, and what a shocker that was. We got uh, three points now between uh, Eli Tomac and Jason Anderson. And uh, Chase Sexton is minus one win uh, that he should have had. There's no doubt. Lots to talk about when it comes to there. We had a, a Yamaha Fly Racing live show as well on Friday night. Chris Kiefer came out, and I have a lot to talk about when it comes to his travel. Uh, so we'll get into that. We have grillyourassoff.com. Kiefer after dark tonight, too. We have a lot to get into tonight. And I love my two co-hosts here because... Uh, they're going to have story upon story upon story uh, of this race and what happened in the past and more. And it's going to be great, man. So, again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Pop Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherbys, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleNurseryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, Suspension Direct, Manscaped, CTI, Wisco, Pistons, all on board. We're going to announce a, a contest um, later tonight to uh, win yourself a $50 Amazon gift card. So we'll talk about that. We've got the Yamaha LCQ page is up, and I want to get in more into that. And you can get a chance to win at a 2022 Yamaha YZ450. And all the money goes to privateers. So we'll talk about that. We announced it last week, but we'll get more into it. Uh, don't forget Amazon Widget on PulpMX.com. And PulpMXShow.com takes you to Amazon, make a purchase. We get a small slice of that. So uh, looking forward to tonight's show. Chase Sexton will join us. That's awesome that Sexton's made the time to uh, come on and, and join us. Uh, so Chase Sexton will come on and talk about that near miss. Uh, Marvin Muscan will join us. First podium of the year for the Red Bull KTM rider. He will be calling in. I wasn't going to have our buddy Filthy Phil Nicoletti on the show, but you people demanded it. He uh, he had an incident with Austin Forkner. He uh, almost got taken out by Jordan Smith. And all in all, he rode great to get a 10th. So we'll have Phil Nicoletti on as well. And uh, Fucking cheese dick radio. And we'll have lots of things to talk about. My two co-hosts here tonight, two gentlemen I've known for a long time. Uh, one of them is a former Yamaha factory rider. He's a world Supercross champion. He was the voice of Race Day Live forever uh, when it comes to Supercross. He's been around uh, a little bit this year helping the folks at Feld with some track walk and everything else. He's come in studio one or twi- once or twice before, but... He's also my, one of my childhood heroes from racing, uh, coming up to Winnipeg, battling the rollerball. It's Jim Hollywood Holly. What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Hey, you know, the, the new studio, I love it. I mean, you've been here, what, about six months? Yeah, you six said? or seven months. Yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, uh, nice, nice studio. You yeah. Know, so, uh, it's good to be back in Vegas. Good to hang out. I've never done one with Kiefer, and I'm looking. 
Kiefer after dark. Oh, <laughs> boy. I was talking to you a little bit about that, and I'm thinking, yeah, I got some stories. Okay, well, you can bow out if you'd like, no, but we'd love no for you way. to join in. No, okay, I'm joining in. Uh, uh, um, I'm, 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 I'm going to try to keep... The, uh, uh, the the questions about rollerball to a minimum tonight, Jim. Okay. okay so I promise right. I won't get too in-depth. But okay. uh, uh, we will talk about that and more. Uh, also in studio, Kiefer Inc. testing. Pulp MX, Racer X. He just did a, uh, a series of videos on Racer X Online where he goes behind uh, some riders' bikes and talks about what he saw, uh, what their setup is, and all of this. It's Chris Kiefer. What's up, man? Good to see you once again. It's only been, what, uh, 48 hours? Not even that. Not even that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you came out to Minneapolis. Daytime program has yeah. fit my schedule yeah. just right. That did not stop you from complaining about being tired, though. I was tired. I'm you not going to lie. You were tired. That press box is was something it, else, man. Was it the carbon monoxide? Or Might have been a little bit. <laughs> uh, so lots to get into. Uh, um, we got the live show on Friday night. Yeah, it was fun. Mr. Guida. Jamie. Jamie. Yes. Had a whole new look. We got to talk about that. Yeah. Too. We got we got to get into that. There's a lot to yeah, that. Yeah, there is a lot. So we'll get into that. Could set the record. We shouldn't even have any guests tonight. We'll just talk about the, the Friday about show, the, the Saturday, yeah. and, and Jim Some Holly. Some of those shows are the best. The right. Jim Holly stories are going to be one show for that. Dude, <laughs> a legend, Jim Holly. Right. Uh, absolutely great to have Jim back in Question studio. Question before we go yes, further. Yes, Who would you save in a fire, rollerball or ferry? Mm, both of them. I feel like rollerball could get himself out of a fire, like just bust through a wall. Just yeah. charge He's through a, the He house. was a big man. Yeah. He was a big man. Of course, there was a rider poll uh, back in the day uh, in Motocross Action Magazine, Chris, and the two riders that were voted the hardest to pass by everyone else in the pits were Rollerball and Jim Holly. No shit. Yes, and they loved it. All they right. posed for a photo arm in arm. Yeah. Board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, lots to get into tonight. Uh, directing the show, holding things down over there, uh, deciding which angles to look at. He's busy working on the app. Should be released any Friday now. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? You're unbelievable. I just want you to know that. Thank you. I like How's it going? I like the cubic footage in this house. It's nice. How's it going? It's good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm good. Yamaha Raffle is ready, right? It's ready. Yeah. Yeah, so go get your tickets. So what is it? Pulpamex.com forward slash Yamaha Raffle? That's it. Okay. Yep. Uh, go there. Uh, buy a ticket. Get a chance to win a, uh, a brand new Yamaha and 20 other prizes. All the money goes into a privateer pot that we are going to have a race in Denver. On Friday, a six-minute plus a lap race. The Feld is giving me a race. Can wow. you believe it? That's awesome. Yeah, so we're going to give all the money there. Uh, this comes from a man who, as a privateer, chased every dollar he could. So you yeah. you appreciate that. All, all over the world. Yeah, yeah all over the world. Yeah. Uh, taking your calls over there, holding things down. Oh, I totally forgot about that, too. It's going to be a great show. The Talent Taylor, what's up? What's up? I'm I'm more nervous for this one than, like, my first show. First show I ever did. <laughs> we don't have the cameras pointed that way, but... Talon did bring a special someone in. It's a little late for a Valentine's show, but yeah. he did. Talon's bring. life right now couldn't be any better. Shorty says, yep. I heard you were fast. Yes, that's one. Cha-ching. He okay. meets the lovely Yari. Cha-ching. He decides to race again and, and wins. It's, it's Talon's world right now. Just going off you the charts. Are just, uh, you I'm know. peaking. This yeah. might be my peak. Yeah, this could be it for you. Hey, so, don't let it slip away. So you, Talon brought his <laughs> friend, yes. Yari, in, Air and quotes. she is going to join us for Kiefer After Dark. Oh, my gosh. And we're going to get to the bottom this of this. This could be the best one. Jim Holly. Fuck my ass. And Talon's. And Talon's. Friend. Friend. Yes. Right. right. Um, I think she's more than a friend, though. We'll get to the bottom of that. Break all yeah. this down. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask her. I'll tell you what. I like her already because I think the name, the name Yari is cool. Yes. That's awesome. That's a good name. Yes. Yeah. So we'll get into that and more. Sexton, Muscan, uh, Phil Nicoletti. Jim, have you ever, uh, well, Kiefer, this applies to you too, but Jim, have you ever lost a race with like a lap to go like Chase Sexton did this weekend and crashed out and DNF'd? Have you ever had that? 
Yeah, Mammoth, 500 class. Okay. I uh, was ahead of Mike Fisher, had, had it in the bag and come into a lapped rider. And I'm, I'm watching the lapped rider, and I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go to this side. He actually looked back, and he saw me, so he figured, okay, Jim's going to come on the left. But he went left as I'm going by and just clipped me and took me out. Oh. I ended up getting second, but I just went. But you did get up. Oh, I did it get up. It wasn't a Sexton thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I felt so bad for uh, Sexton. Yeah. I mean, it was almost like, you know, you, you see it going away, and, and then, man, if he could have just pulled that bike down low-sided before he hit that jump. The suspension is so stiff nowadays yeah. that, I mean, you saw what it did to the front wheel. It just tacoed the thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just like that, hundred grand gone out of his gone. pocket, and thank you very much for yeah. uh, Anderson. Yeah. 100 grand in his pocket. Yeah, Anderson pulls within three points now of Eli Tomac. Yeah. Tomac goes down with Ander, uh, uh, Ferrandis early in the race. Yeah. That, I think, so the shot of Sexton's wheel, yeah. uh, that is from the crash, not from before. Uh, there's people talking about this on Twitter and such. Right. Like, it was from, from the torque of the motorcycle hitting the face of the jump. But Jim brought up a good point, and this is what I was going to say is like, the suspension is so stiff. The fork is so stiff in Supercross. When you have that trajectory going up the face of a jump, and that torque leaning the tire and the rim all in that angle, all the force is going straight into that rim. Absolutely. So it's going to take the brunt of the force first, and then that yeah. stiff suspension is going to compress. It's not going to be the other way around. With softer stuff, that fork would have compressed first and or, got you, that energy, and then the wheel would have hit it. Yeah, and, and you know, a, a lot of things, Kiefer, like from when the day I rode, you know, everyone scrubs now. Right. I'm sure they changed the spokes and the rims a lot more than new because when you scrub, you, you come up to the face of that and you're scrubbing. You're putting a lot of torque on that front wheel also. So I wouldn't be surprised that the mechanics are changing those mm -hmm. front wheels more often than uh, before. And then also, too, I don't know if people knew this, but and I don't know about the fact or what Honda is running for, for wheels, mm. but on the production size, there's a 32-spoke front mm. wheel on a Honda and everything else is 36. Right. So mm -hmm. I don't know what Honda's using, but there right. is some of that. You almost think it would be back to a 36 for Supi, right. you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. You know, what? It, what uh, I think I was saying this to you when we left. Um, seeing Sexton crash out there with a lap and a half to go, basically, uh, reminds me of just like kind of, and you two know this, how gnarly the sport is. Oh, yeah. Like at any time. Don't like it. They guys no. make it look easy. They make yeah. it look easy. They do the laps and you're like, okay, like this one's on, yeah. this one's on lock, right? No one was pressuring Sexton. He was going to win. And then that happens. It just gives you an idea of how gnarly the, the, tra the, the sport is and that that shit can happen anytime. Well, you, you have to be focused for 20 minutes plus a lap. Yeah. If you lose that focus or anything happens, just a little thing like, like, you know, you saw it happen. Oh, he's going to lose it. But look what happened when he hit the face of the yeah. jump. I mean, even if he was able to pop back up, he wasn't going to finish with the wheel damage that no, he had. No, so no. Yeah, it, it just makes you appreciate yeah. just how much you have to be on your game. But, no no, no slacking, no mind wandering. Or I will anything. say this one thing. I don't know what they showed on the broadcast, but he tried to get up yep. very wobbly. Tried to get his leg over the bike, couldn't do well, it. Well, before that, he fell down. Yes. Fell down. On, but after yeah. all this, the yeah. race was pretty much over. Yep. He literally tried to run away from the uh, – that's what oh, it looked like. Yeah. He was, he was yeah. literally running away. like or, hey, or walking very briskly. Yes, yeah. like yeah. Ricky Bobby, like he was on yeah. fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm on fire. No, you're not, Rick. You're not on fire. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. You're like, yeah. so, I'm on fire. I'm, not, I'm on fire. He wasn't like – I don't – he was a little bit out yeah. of sorts. Yeah. And well, – 
I, I don't know. This is my speculation. With everyone kind of, not everyone, I should say, with some people getting sick with the carbon monoxide thing that's going on. I know RJ was sick. Mm -hmm. uh, Starling was sick. Uh, Jamie had some eye issues up in the press box. I wonder if some of that, he's maybe started getting a headache and starting losing a little bit of focus. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The, we'll talk to him. That's an interesting thing because I had a friend of mine. Her name is uh, Jodie Foster. Mm -hmm. not, not the actress, but right. she, she was working selling alcohol. And uh, after she'd been there 12 hours and she got a migraine headache and she goes, I was sick. Yeah. The carbon yeah. monoxide. Yeah. But I, I've never felt it because I don't, I don't know why I haven't. But You watched a lot of in the people. press box. You were yeah, yeah, in the press exactly. box. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, I mean, I, I think that. That is a big issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems to be an issue from this weekend. Something with the building and the ventilation for sure was, is, is going on. There's right. no doubt. Um, but, yeah, it, uh, what a race it was. And, and Sexton loses, like you said, $100,000 and a win you right You think it's there. still hundred grand for a win? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, and Jason Anderson wins again. Yeah. Three, three now. wins now. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. That's three more than I thought Anderson would win before the year. Right. I, I got to agree with you. Yeah. I was thinking, I don't know if he's going to adapt, but, you know, the Kawasaki team, those guys uh, yeah. do a good job, and the bike's a great bike, and, and he's been putting in the time. Yeah. He, I, I've heard from people that he's staying late, he's putting in the work and everything, and, mm -hmm. hey, he's got a wife now. He's got to make money. Yeah. I think it's yeah. wife. I think it's air quotes. Oh. I don't know if it's wife, wife. Oh, I don't know if okay. it's calling her wife. All right. Well, th this is going to lead into our question later on. Okay. Well, it only helps me then. I, yeah. I want to go back to that carbon monoxide thing for one thing because mm -hmm. I did experience it. I, I, I threw up, and this was in Guthrie, Oklahoma, one of Mike Kidd's arena crosses, mm -hmm. and it was so cold back there that the exhaust vents had frozen. So they, And this is back in the two-stroke days, yeah. not the four-strokes yeah, yeah. oil and everything. So I, I did get sick, and I, I had to go outside and throw up before the race or whatever. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, exactly. I, I don't know with Minneapolis, with uh, U.S. Bank Stadium, yeah. I don't know if uh, they had a problem. Yeah. Maybe they were frozen shut. Who, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Uh, Anderson wins. Tomac obviously fights all the way back up uh, after, after crashing. And uh, um, uh, Marvin gets his first podium. And Cooper Webb is on the box, too. After three straight eighth places, Coop gets on the box. And, like, I get it. It's a, it's a second. And mm -hmm. anybody will take a second when they get it. But I, I'm still not convinced that he's – Fixed, quote unquote. I mean, he was leading, and he was in fifth. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and that second was handed to him by Sexton, or that well, yeah, would have been Sexton, a third. Sexton and Mookie go down, right? Right? Uh, right. So I guess he was fourth. He did get freight trained a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. so I'm not like, you know, we think he let Michael Byrne go. Yes, we don't think he's working with Michael Byrne anymore. So that's a change in his program. And the, so, like, great job for Coop for sure. I just, I'm not sure what I saw was a vastly improved Coop. I think if we're going to see anything, Coop's fired up. He got second, got a little bit of taste of what the podium's like. Again, yeah, right. you know, yeah. even though it's yeah. been, what, yeah. round one? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, yep. that's a long-time dry spell for him. I don't think we're going to see the dominance that we did last year, but he's going to get a steamroll. He's going to... Well, he's going to win some. Uh, so you don't think, as if you're him, you're like being, well, I got second, but I was not the second best guy here. Well, right. let's right. face it. Coop's honest with himself. Yeah. Like, we yeah. know this. I, right. He will say that, but he's like, hey, you got to be in it to win it. And he yep. was. Yep. He didn't crash. He stayed yep. up there. It doesn't yep. matter what Roxon and Mookie did. They crashed. Well, Roxon he was ahead of, but but uh, uh, Sexton and Mookie. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying, the, right. all of these guys crashed, right? Right. And he didn't. Yeah. So people say, oh, but, but he so got so passed. Crap. He got passed. He was leading. The old web doesn't get past there. He just gets stronger as the race goes on. 
But how, I, I thought he got know? a little bit stronger as this race went on. Yeah, I kind of watched him the last uh, yeah. couple. Yeah, he pulled away from Marv. Yeah, he did. So yep. I, I was watching that because yep. at one point I thought, well, Marv's going to come up and pass his teammate, but that didn't happen. Yep. yep. And then when Mookie passed him, he did get back up to yep. Mookie. Right. So, uh, uh. so yeah, we'll talk about that and more uh, tonight on the show. Uh, Jim Hawley, Chris Kiefer here. We got we got phone lines. People are already on the phone lines. Uh, Kenny wants to talk about. Washugal 86, so we just got to go right to there, of course. Kenny Watson? Kenny, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. You want to talk to Jim? Uh, I will talk to uh, First of all, I just want to say this. Uh, I've been listening to you for about five years, and uh, it's my first time calling, and I just want to let you know that um, we all appreciate all the great content you guys put uh, out for us who who have been who have been into this sport for so long and don't get a really good, a good look behind the curtain. Well, you guys you. Uh, give give that to us, and that's really nice. So, well, thanks. Yeah, so we I'm, try. I'm an older guy. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm an older guy, so um, I I, my, I was born and raised in the Tri Cities, Washington, Washington State. Hi, Des. Keep our I like that. Yes, sir. And uh, I used to go to Washougal all the time with my dad, and I remember one year specifically, 1986, and. Uh, when Jim Hawley, I, I looked it up earlier, he he got a ninth place on the Big 500, and I was mm-hmm. just kind of wondering how much of that race he remembers. Uh, I remember quite a bit. I remember standing on the downhill and getting mud splashed all over me from them guys, and I wouldn't let my mom watch my clothes for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Jim, do you remember Washougal 86? I mean, you've done a lot of races. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, uh, right? those were, you know, the 500 Yamaha at that time, uh, actually the 490. Um that was a yeah. big beast, and I remember it was – I don't know if we went up Horsepower Hill and then, you know, how it crested the top, and usually they'd turn left if it kept going up. Yep. I know one year uh, we kept going up, and then it got really dusty back there. I, I had a fifth place sewed up, and uh, I sucked in uh, on the last lap uh, the dirt because it was so dusty yep. back there or whatever. <laughs> and, and I remember the start. The start was always – to the right hand, and now it's changed. It's yeah. on the other side of the track. This is the but, third star we've seen. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, but yeah. uh, I always Washougal's a little bit deceiving. You, it has great dirt. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes it's greasy in Shiny. some spots. Yeah. It, it looks uh, like tacky, but it's not. But uh, always a good time up in the Pacific Northwest. So yeah, Kenny. To make long, short, short, uh, long story short, he doesn't remember, and he Jim, Jim has done six hundred <laughs> races in his life. So yeah. you know, right. I mean, you know, but. Right. Uh, um, well, one more quick question for Jim. Jim, um, so you talked a little bit about the the soil, the dirt there. Um, in your opinion, um, what do you think the the main change has been from the dirt then to the dirt now, and if there is any change at all? I know you haven't ridden the track, but yeah, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I really can't comment for the, the newer riders going up there and everything. But I just remember that you know it it the dirt depends on a lot on if it's overcast over there, if it's sunny. Um, that that played yeah. a big factor back when I was racing. I remember that. If it's overcast, they put a lot of the Huffmans put a lot of water. Ralph is out there watering, and and uh, if, if it's overcast, it stays moist. But if that sun comes out, it dries out and it gets hard and slick in some spots. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do remember gotcha. that. Yeah. 
Thanks for the call, yeah. and the whoops, yeah. and the whoops, yes, sir. the yeah. whoops. Yeah. They were still there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for calling. That year that you talked about how dusty it was, they actually lost their national for the next year because it dust. was too dusty. And I then remember. they got, and then Ralph yeah. took over after right. that, and they got the national right. back on. Yeah. But there was a ton of DNFs that day. Yeah, yeah. I was so pissed. Yeah. It was the last lap. I'm in the back. You know, it's just it's like a desert race. Yeah, it was just so bad, and talent would have killed it. Locked up. Oh yeah, talent would have killed yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. We got David's on four. He's got a question for Jim Holly. Well, go ahead, David. Hey, Jim Holly. Hey, I was at the Lake Whitney 500 Nationally. It was 125, 250, and 500, 1983. I believe it was the first few laps of one of your motos. You hit that that jump. It's kind of a kicker jump that Magoo was getting crazy off of, and you backflipped the bike. Uh, nearly. The bike went straight up in the air, and you jumped off the track kind of into the edge of the infield, and you got lucky and hit the back brake hard with your right foot. Your left foot was hanging back, and you locked the back brake and dropped that front wheel enough that that bike was straight up and down. When you landed, the front wheel went down, and we couldn't believe what we saw. And I think you were in shock and probably don't even remember it. You're the first guy to ever do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that I don't remember. Uh, David Bailey, he had sent me uh, uh, from Hangtown, one where I hit yeah. a hole, and I, I came off the motorcycle, and I ran alongside of it, and I jumped back on it. I don't know how I saved that one, and I don't know on that one you're talking about. It doesn't really come to mind, but, I mean, you were there watching it, so I'm sure it happened. I, I've had a lot of them. David remembers yeah. 1983 you've given him a memory Jim. yeah yeah gave him a memory. Well, i'm yep. glad yep. i mean right. I, i've had a lot of memories on the the those bigger bikes and uh, stuff thanks yep. david thanks you, for the call you were the guy yeah. this was before omara and bailey and started doing that stuff yeah we didn't know it would work well he was, that just, was, he was that just trying to survive well, about the rear yeah. brake yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but you were done for and you saved it yeah oh, nice. well, yeah i've saved a lot of them and, and that's probably <laughs> from you know like you said you know before all the guys yeah. came in freestyle Dirt Bike Magazine and uh, yeah. Rick Hunky and Tom Webb and all those guys, you know, we would go out and do a test and I would just do crazy stuff on a bike. So I, I maybe yeah. I had a little experience on doing that stuff and it helped me if how, something came. Kiefer, how about all the time seeing Jim in magazines? Okay, so that's just, about to say. We, we have all these racing memories, but all my memories are from Jim the test rider in the magazines. Yeah. I used to get all the magazines and I would throw these. Jim would do these cliff jumps, like at least from the pictures of the angles in these magazines. Oh, they were gnarly. Just cliff jumps. He's going straight up to hell, yeah. right? Just yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, it's insane. Or just, well, and, and you know, back then when I did those, I was thinking, man, if I get hurt, I'm screwed. I'm with, There's no ambulance around here. Yeah. I, I could die, but I just went for it. I just, I, I had a good time. And, and, you know, like Danny Chandler, the one that he did, God rest his soul, Danny was a yeah. good friend of me. He did a Mako, and he did the jump without the gas tank on. You remember yes. that one? And he's whipping yeah. it. He, he just had enough in the float ball to, do to, it. To, yeah. to, you know, I only got this much of a run, and I, I can do it. So What about Jim Hawley jumping the cop bike? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping the gold wing? Yes. Yeah, yep. yeah, I did yep. that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there was one with the guy from that's Chips. Why I have, that's there was why I have uh, the uh, surgery on my back. <laughs> there was there was a guy from Chips. Was in yeah, Larry, Larry Wilcox. Yeah, he, started a, he started a clothing line yeah. called Wilcox, and he made gear, and uh, that's what the thing was. And he was riding. The blonde guy from uh, Chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Rick, yeah. Uh, Rick's daughter, a ticket. She was on a little KX 
80 or something yeah. uh-huh. and it was a road jump and they're all like this and yeah, I, yeah. I came over and just whipped it you know but yeah, uh, yeah. had some good times legend so much yeah. it's legend uh also speaking of legends talon voland uh, cherby's uh, usa over there he's a big part of that cherby's is an industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories with over 40 years of experience jason anderson's running the cherby's and just one cooper webb ac barsha uh many others at cherby's has fine-tuned its pro- products to offer the highest level of performance and protection in the industry, bring your bike back to life. Full line of replacement replica uh, kits, hand guards, discards, frame guards, axle block, front axle block guards. Do you mean? Lugs. Oh, uh, lug covers. Lug covers. Oh, boy. Mm. Yep, you remember those. Uh, a Cherbies USA, at a Cherbies USA on social. Uh, I love the love the guys from a Cherbies. Uh, they, that stuff fits really good. You know you never got to drill it. You never got to file it. I, Grab a Cherbies and put it on. I gifted you that for Christmas. You did. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Right. Nice. Uh, hey, so you you mentioned uh, uh, Talon. Uh, yeah. Max, did, did you find out what uh, happened to him? I hurt a shoulder, and he's going to go get some more information this uh, week. Bomber way to start the series. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Uh, Jet Lawrence, though, a great way to start the series if you're him. I felt like he had more in his tank if he needed it, but he didn't need it. I felt like he did just enough yeah. to win the race yeah. And, yeah. and kept Forkner, uh, you know, behind him. And and I just thought it was like a veteran move from a 19 year old kid or whatever. Yeah, I, I think you know, with uh, Johnny O'Mara over there helping those guys and keeping them calm, you know, like, hey, look, this is the start of the season. You can throw this thing away, take it easy. But I don't know if you saw Kiefer. I, I pointed out to Jason Wagon because he was sitting next to me on the press box, but where Chase Sexton had made that crash, yep. they have that little short shoot, yep. and then they had that first jump. Mm-hmm. He was picking his rear wheel up and lofting over that and dropping it in and then hitting that next section. Mm. Uh, he was making a, mm-hmm. a tenth there. There's a little bit here and there that he uh, uh, he's picking up a tenth, a tenth, a tenth, a tenth, and that equals a half a second yeah. faster. But yeah. definitely uh, He just Jet looked was, in control. Yeah. Just looked. He was yeah. really good in the whoops. Yeah. He was yeah. consistent where some guys were trying to fight blitzing and then they would go to jumping. Yeah. He would consistently get through those things and the entrance speed was better. Right. Yeah. Uh, that line down the middle, and the v- that looked jacked. Yeah. Like yeah. usually it's pretty good. The guys can get through. That one looked like it had some developed some squares. And well, dude. what happened on that is, like you said, normally you could just go through. It's like a rail. Yeah. But some guys would get outside, yep. and then their side knobs would chunk that side out. The other side would be chunked out. And yeah. if you got into that, it was dancing. Maybe because it was so out of a turn, you're still turning. Yeah. So yeah. the guys couldn't. Because normally, yeah, you just go right through. Yeah, you got to get know. the bike straight up and yeah. down and go through right. it. But. Uh, you're right, Kiefer. That those those things gave some guys problems. And we yeah. we bitched about it earlier before the race started. We're like, oh, there's no whoops, but those whoops actually caused a lot of problems with yeah. them. Oh, yeah, the races. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see Tanner Ward, Canadian Tanner Ward? It's amazing. He's jump not off up. of the triple. Show Jim if you can. Yeah, I'll show him. Um, and did you see Troll Train jump into the other lane in front of Cade? Oh, I, I did, I I did see. see I think I did see. He came it, on the like. Lucky nobody was going. Yes. So yeah, Troll got uh, out of shape it, in the yeah. whoops. And jumped into the other lane. Jim, you got to look at this. This is Tanner Ward in practice, uh, a Canadian Kawasaki kid. He oh, got man. square. He got uh, cross-rutted off the, the triple, and he got up from that. He was fine. Lucky he hit that wood and slid. Well, what about you know the, what I mean? lucky the guy, the yeah. lesser? Didn't yeah, that guy's riding off this GoPro just getting off yeah. the track. Right, right. He's just riding. But so. yeah. in practice, uh, um, KTM rider we talked to, the Hunter or – Minnesota kid. Henry Miller. Henry Miller. Henry yep. Miller. Yep. Yeah. Exited stage right on a pile of dirt works ha- dirt. Tanner Ward went stage left. Yes. Yeah. And Henry he literally Miller landed on a pile of, of dirt works dirt that they were using to, to fix the, the track. Holes, yeah. Just landed right on it and yeah. soft and just cartwheeled. 
Yeah. Like because and made the main though. And we made the main. Just like I said, the whoops yeah. were hooking people left or yeah. right because they're leaning back yep. and then right out. It was old school, Jim. Yeah. Like no, it, it was good. Remember the old school days when they had a set of whoops and a triple and people yeah. had a shift? Yeah. That's kind of what it, me and Nick yeah. Way we were talking on track walk. This reminds us of like old school yeah. triples. Yeah. yeah. Just, I thought it was a good track. I, yeah. I thought it was a raceable track. Yeah. I think, you know, it gave problems to uh, a lot of guys. I, I like tracks that, you know, there were six or seven guys were quadding. On, yeah. the, on a step off, step on, step on, step off. I love when we see an obstacle or two where the elite dudes can do shine. It. Yep. I like that. You know, yeah. uh, I just want to see the best in the world show me that how badass they yeah. are. Right. So, I thought that was pretty good. Before we get to Chase Sexton, let's go to Ash. Question for Kiefer. Go ahead, Ash. Hey guys, Kiefer. How you doing, mate? What's up, man? Hey, um, I got a bike question for you. I sent you an Instagram message, but this way you can't avoid me, so you have to answer. <laughs> okay, good. Um, <laughs> cheers, mate. Um, so I've been RM Army for about 10, 11 years now. I'm on my third RMZ 450, and I've always loved it. I know they're a bit behind and that sort of stuff, but they've served me well. That being said, just looking for something different. I think I want to go blue or green. Uh-huh. Um Knowing what you know about the RNZ and, and how I'm so familiar with it, what what color would you recommend would be a suitable changeover? I recommend blue. Yeah, there's nothing wrong, but he's you know he's so used to Suzuki and how how well it turns and how linear it is. The Yamaha is a big jump for that. It's a bigger bike, has a lot more power. The Kawasaki is more of a manageable power like the one the Suzuki has, where your Suzuki, your Z, like you call it, that's what they say in Canada too, the Z part. Yeah. Uh, is linear feel. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of RPM response, but there's a lot of torque. That's kind of how the Kawasaki fits, but the Kawasaki isn't as sharp turning as the RMZ. So you'll get a little bit more stability, a little little um, less rigid feel with the Kawasaki. So coming from where you are, I would recommend a Kawasaki. I recommend a Yamaha, Ash. Okay. That's just and, me. And I recommend... And, and I, I recommend if you have a buddy that has a Yamaha and you have a buddy that rides a Kawasaki... Ride both. Ride both <laughs> and see what fits you. Yeah. All right. Nice. Um, just in, uh, hey, Steve. Yep. Just, I just want to pick your brain on one quick thing. I know you've got guests coming up. Um, how would Craig have done on the coast this weekend? Like... I reckon he would have smoked him. I know Jet uh, is amazing, and he was holding a bit in reserve. Yeah, that's tough. I Craig feel like quick, I feel mate. like Jet had more in the tank, yeah. and I, but I do feel like Craig beats Austin Forkner and McAdoo and those guys, you know. Uh, but I feel like yeah. Jet could take it to another level if he would have needed to. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah good, cool. good question. Yeah. Can't wait till yeah. Atlanta, yeah. East West, East West. Yeah, See what be, happens. That'll be great. Hope so, there's a, yeah. Thanks, I, Ash. I honestly hope there's a whoop section like Minneapolis at Atlanta. So it's not so long where Christian has a huge advantage. Right, right. It's just enough to right to get you know. There's what eight right of those things this week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you to the folks at Renthal, uh, the winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century. Renthal continues to lead the world at the very top level of sport, amassing more titles than all the other brands combined. Thanks to the hard work and dedication to detail, the Renthal factory has been helping world class riders achieve their goals way back in 1969. Factory Honda has been using Renthal since 1986. Think about that. Renthal.com for more information. Grips, chains, sprockets, uh, fat bar, fat bar 36, twin wall, 7 eighths. Renthal.com. Speaking of factory Honda, speaking of Renthal bars, let's bring our, our first guest in of the night. Uh, this man was the talk of the uh, pits afterwards for the um, the near win and the great riding that he had. It's Chase Sexton. What's up, Chase? How are you, man? 
Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. I appreciate you after a, you know, a crappy night like that, uh, willing to come on the show, man. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. It's nice to be on after. Uh, well, it's always nice to be on the show because usually you did good the weekend before, but right. You know, it's an honor to be on after I didn't win. Ah, oh, man, I can't believe it. Just uh, so close, so so close, and and watching the, cl- the the crash back. Do you remember much of it? Do you remember everything that went on? Oh yeah, I remember the whole thing. Okay, that's why where everyone's kind of like, I mean, everyone is kind of freaking out because I didn't stumble getting up, and but it was almost like I was in shock because I was so like, I don't know, I was just so like mind blown that it happened. Yeah. But I remember the whole the whole night. I pat like they took me to the health evaluation, the semi after the in the ACR semi, and I passed everything they they tested me with. Right, right, okay. But they ended up the, the medics that came back that met me on the track are the ones that said that I had a concussion. But I think I was just so caught off guard, and I don't know honestly. Like I remember everything, so I don't, and like now I feel like perfectly fine. I don't feel like I have like any like symptoms of a concussion. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have. Anything right, really. Right. So, what people don't understand is he's, yeah. he's raced for almost 20 minutes. His heart rate's 190. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. And then you crash, it goes up even more. Yeah. I mean, you'd be I mean, a little stumbly too. It was a hard hit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was tough. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the, the, the force and the torque of your wheel, uh, uh, you know, of everything that went through the wheel, like that's gnarly. That's, a, that's an yeah. insane. So, yeah, I'm not sure what happened with the wheel, the whole thing. I don't, I don't know if it was. I cased that table or the I cased that on off over clotting. I cased it once behind Cooper, and yeah. I don't know if I loosened it up or something because that should I don't like. I don't know. It's just weird that the wheel would have broke right, right there. But um, yeah, I don't know. I was well. I was talking. I, I was talking was, to John. Tough. I was talking to John Anderson from W. And he had reminded me of Blake Baggett had the same thing happen to him at Anaheim a few years back. He was passing for the lead. He came in. He stuck oh, the fr- in the split section. Yeah, he stuck the front end, and his wheel folded from the crash. You know, um, really? so I was like, "Oh yeah, really like, yeah, I remember that." So, um, yeah, and you know what sucks is like, okay, so mistakes happen, and and you know, like just if you just had pushed the front end and just dropped the bike, get back up, you're still probably leading. You know what I mean? It's one yeah. of those things. Yeah. You you have a split second to decide. Front end's going. What do I do? You know? Yeah. There was yep. there was no say. I mean, by the time that by the time I knew the front end was going, yep. I was already going off the jump. So yeah, there yeah. was no like there was no reaction to what was going to happen because it happened so fast and I hadn't had like like I said I was twenty laps in, twenty minutes into the race. I hadn't had that. It hadn't happened before that, so I wasn't expecting it. And yeah, it was. I wish honestly, if it would just slid off the face, and like you said, I would have fell. Like mm-hmm. obviously, I would have fell over. But I at least could have got to a, a podium or something. I mean, not yeah. not DN, not pretty much a DNF. <laughs> I mean, I did DNF, but I ended up 16th because it was that late in the race. But, right, right. Um, it's just unfortunate because that was uh, that was a big a big moment because I mean, I lost a lot of points, and you lost so, a lot of money um, too. I know you lost a lot of money yeah. too. Also, I mean, I don't even, honestly, at this point, I told people, like, the money does not bother me, but the win, like, yeah. I train I train my ass off to win races, and then you come one lap away from it, and it doesn't happen, it's just, it's, I wanted to, there was, there were some dark moments that night, man, I was, I was very, very frustrated, I had to walk, I had to walk through the pits, mm-hmm. and then up and kind of into the crowd, and people were like, 
like asking me like what's going on and like people are drinking in that point so they're kind of loud and i was just dude i was wow i was so mad that i'm like just please get me out of this place and i was <laughs> yeah oh, i was so fired off oh, like, snapped at any moment like but. walking up the ramp you mean out there like outside well no i oh. went up the elevator and then it like takes you basically to the main concourse trying to get oh. out oh shit oh yeah so, because, like, right right yep yep yeah <laughs> it's not that it's not that it's their fault i mean no. i was in a bad mood because of what i did so um yeah it was, yeah. I, it was a it was a dark night that night because, man, it was. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had a really good day overall. Like my riding practice. Yeah. I mean, I only, I only missed the first. I was went pretty much fastest free practice, fastest first qualifying. I was second in the second qualifying, and I won my heat race. So it was yep. pretty much almost a perfect night for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yep. I don't know because there wasn't really. I mean, I was so in a, like a good flow and was actually having fun and then that happened but um you know we're we're able to fight another day and yeah. there's another race this weekend so that's that's exciting the G- the Giselle is what I say. Oh, the Giselle. The yeah, Giselle. yeah, right, right. I, I was actually going to ask you, what does that, is that does that mean? Okay. What does that mean? Okay, so I typed about this in my my column, which you probably don't read because you don't give a shit about it. But Giselle Bunchen is super hot, right? You know, you're familiar with her. So I relate Giselle to your riding style. Like when I watch you ride, it's it's unbelievable. It's the best riding style out there right now. Like I watch you ride, and I think if every any other amateur kid watches you ride, they could pick up a lot by how you ride. Yep. So your style is the supermodel of Supercross, but it's like taking Giselle home sometimes, right? Yep. And then she farts, and you're like, yep. I cannot believe she just did that. She's so beautiful, right? It's like <laughs> you when you crash. You, when you crash, it's so yeah. unexpected because you're perfect, yeah. and all of a sudden, yeah. bam! Just like just like in Minneapolis, you were walking down yeah. the runway, hot as hell, and all of a sudden you let one go, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? So for me, that's the Giselle <laughs> thing. That's where that comes from. I've seen the comment a few times. I was wondering kind of what it was. I think someone tried to explain it to me once, and I was, I kind of. Like, <laughs> You're just like, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought I, that's that's what I was kind of getting at. Like, I thought that's what it kind of meant, but I wasn't 100 percent sure. But yeah, it caught me just as much off guard as it did. I think everybody else. Hey, Chase, uh, Jim Holly here. Uh, you know, like Kiefer said, you remind me, and you have the number. David Bailey had the number. 23 and he rode for factory honda uh and, and you remind me a lot of him uh as far as your mannerisms and how you go about and how you break down the track and everything i just had one question after something like that happens do you go back and look at the footage and go how can i fix this so it doesn't happen again in dallas yeah i mean i've analyzed pretty much every one of uh every one of my crashes especially like even last year last year the ones that I did crash. I those things like I, I had no idea what was happening. This one, it was just a. Uh, I actually what happened I think was I set the corner up like better than I had. Like that corner I actually was struggling in a little bit because I was kind of standing it up and the corner was like. It turned, but it didn't turn like a 180. It kind of turned and then it went like, kind of turned off the face of that jump. So you never were really going straight. Right. And I was actually kind of coming in a little bit too hot from that jump, so I'd almost like stand the bike up but i was i didn't have that much lean angle and that lap particular i i landed the jump perfect set the bike up how i wanted it and i went to just like lean in more and get on the gas like i guess a little bit sooner because obviously the sooner you get on the gas the faster it is and the more lean angle and it just wasn't the right combination i got on the gas made it a little bit too hard um the the front end got a little bit light and just started skating across that uh 
that dry slick stuff. So um, I think it was just because I set the corner up better than I had done all main event, and that's what the result was. Right. So, like, in practice, you know, I told you guys, always oh, quad net on off in the corner. Yeah. Was he, was he the first guy to do that? Was Chase the first guy to do that? That's the first guy I saw. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I think yeah. you were. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, yeah, I was the first one to do it. And then, I knew I could do it. But, yeah, so and then yeah. everyone else, like everyone else, the few guys behind him started doing But what's cool about Chase is he actually stood up and quadded it. The other guys had to seat bounce it, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they saw, oh, shit, well, I'm getting a little bit more air, so I got to start soaking it up and quadding. And that's right. what Chase started doing. He yeah. never really seat bounced it, you know? It's, yeah. It's impressive, dude. Like, your style is very impressive yeah. to watch. It's very beautiful. And it's, I'm jealous, like... Yeah, we talked about this last time you're on the show where you got it, and man, it's uh, a lot of riders are looking to his style now to yeah. Yeah. how they ride. Keep doing what you're doing, well, buddy. That, yeah, I, I'm definitely not gonna. I mean, like that that little mistake was uh, it wasn't great, but it was very minimal. Yeah, that I did actually did wrong, and, and it ended up being a big crash, obviously, which is not good, but. Um, yeah, I, I feel like my riding's in a good spot, and like I said all day, I felt good. I actually, I wanted to go into that corner. If the corner was ever, the corner never really formed, I felt like that great, but I wanted to go into the corner, quad in, 180, and seat bounce quad again, right. out. <laughs> but I never yeah, felt like yeah. the corner was kind of, the corner never really gave me the option, because right. by the time we got out there, it was kind of already super rutted, but there was definitely more quads out there. There was a quad in the other rhythm section. At, so there's there's more out there. At what point in time do you decide, okay, this isn't a step on, step off anymore, I can actually quad it? Do you decide in track walk or is it something that you feel when you're riding? Uh well you point it out in track walk. Okay. Um you could you know, I mean honestly nowadays the four fifty can jump almost anything if you if you really want to, which is kind of it's kinda of scary but it's it's cool at the same time that how advanced the bikes are. But so you kinda of point it out on track walk. Um, like the one in Phoenix, I saw that on press day because I went, I was watching, and I could see how they were jumping it. I'm like, okay, that's doable for sure. And then this one, I was watching them ride press day again. I'm like, okay, well, it kind of looks like it has a pretty sharp transition, which I don't know if you're gonna get the lift. But then when I rode it, I'm like, okay, you can definitely do it. And I actually yep. watched Tomac go over the tabletop, so I started going over and just kind of messing with it a little bit. And then on my one of my fast laps, I just decided I was gonna do it. And I ended up making it pretty good, but um, it's just it's just kind of a feel thing, like and, and also looking at it because you can go, yeah, I always go on track walk, and there's so many jumps out there I feel like I can do, but I never end up doing them. So right. it's just kind of a feel thing. That's where we walk around track walk and be like, that's stewable and that's stewable, and we you know we yeah. discuss that kind of stuff, right? Um, Stu was good at him. Yeah, he was. Did you ha- have a lot of family and friends there? This is the closest race to uh, where you're from. Um. Not really. Okay. I usually, my home, so I have a few pretty close races. I have that one. That was like five hours for me. And then I have um, Indy, which is three, and St. Louis is three, too, from oh, where I used to okay. live. So we'll have, there will be more at those two races. I have press day at St. Louis, which is, I consider my home race. Oh, okay. Uh, because All that's right. why I used to go, I actually used to watch St. Louis every every uh every year when i was younger and also indy a few times actually indy i ended up having my meltdown there because i think so when i was really young i was a really big fan of ricky mm-hmm. and i think chad beat ricky there maybe oh six or something like that 
I don't know. It was, it was one of those years, and yep. I threw an absolute tantrum in the in the stands, like crying, <laughs> super mad. And then ever since then, I became a Chad fan. Obviously, uh-huh. Chad and Ricky, but more. Yeah. I was a huge fan of Chad, and that's kind of funny, though. I threw, I mean, when I say a meltdown, it was yeah. a meltdown. Jeez, wow. <laughs> that's funny. No, I was uh, very passionate. No Tim Ferry love at all? Couldn't, 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 deal, couldn't dig deep for uh, Red Dog? I mean, no, I, I, I love Timmy, but that was, Chad was, Chad was my guy back okay, in the day. Okay, all, right, I mean, all right, I get it. It was, uh, um, it was a very strong. Did, did um, you, did you get any goggles or jerseys from guys after the races? No, oh. I was too shy. I was very, I was very shy growing up. I remember, yeah. I remember going out that Red Bud, and that was the year Baggett, I think, was winning the two fifty championship, and he ended up winning that uh-huh. year. Yeah. Um, I went to his pit. Maybe this is the year. No, it was the year he's winning. I went to his pit, and I stood there for maybe, I don't know. I felt like an hour, but I was probably there for thirty minutes. Uh-huh. And his wife actually came up to me because she saw me standing there, and I asked her. I finally got enough courage to ask her for a pair of goggles, and I didn't end up getting them. But it, it took me that long to ask for something. So, so I was kind of shy. Dude, back in the day, yeah. like to ask for a jersey and to get one was huge. It's not like today. Like yeah. everyone just can I have this? Yeah. Can I get that? I asked Stanton for a jersey at Millville one year, and he was just like he snapped him. He's like, no. And I, like I, that's scary. <laughs> it, it, like it left such an imprint in me. I'm like, wow. I'm never asking for a jersey right. again because yeah. I'm like these guys. Like I didn't know, right? I was whatever year he's that was. By, he probably got beat by Bale. Yeah, yeah. Pissed. He probably was pissed, but yeah. I was like, okay, six time. Like, and now he's like the nicest guy ever. Yeah. But back then, when you were a little kid, you, right. yeah, scared scared me. So. Now they ask for everything, yeah. dude. I know, right? Jesus. I know. I, yeah. I I remember, you know, getting back as a mechanic, getting back to the pits, and and they were just swarming you. Can I have that? Can I have that? Can I have that? And you're just like, wow, jeez, yeah. no, even like Mister or anything, you know, like nothing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Renthal bringing you Chase Sexton on the show. Renthal.com. Please check that out if you can. Uh, the leading handlebar and sprocket and chain company out there. Uh, great guys. Renthal.com. We got a we got a uh, question for you, Chase, from uh, Christian. Christian, go ahead. What's your question for Chase Sexton? All right, Chase. Like, I know you absolutely wanted it this Saturday, but like, how does it feel to like be in competitive, like being competitive in this huge class and like. All these guys, I feel like this year's just getting really nutty, and like, I don't know how you guys do it. Like, everybody's jumping quads and these weird lines, and like, how do you not crash like that? Like every week when the level's so high. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, Chase. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean the level is very high. I think every year I've raised, it just keeps getting higher and higher. Um, I'm pretty new to the 450 class since this is my second year, but. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Being able to race like Eli and Jason and Kenny and Mark, all those guys that I've grown up watching, now I'm in the spot where I'm capable of beating them and racing with them. It's it's, uh, it's a real I, – I actually I love going to the races and being able – because last year was – it was kind of like I was frustrated because I wasn't quite to their speed, but this year I feel like I have what it takes to win straight up. And um, it's exciting because every weekend I go to the race, I'm – confident i'm excited and it's just fun racing those guys like i said the, the the level is so elevated and it's just cool to see and um and on any on any weekend guys from that got eighth weekend before can win i got seventh in anaheim three almost won this weekend um so it's just cool to see like the flip-flop and uh everyone races pretty pretty clean I think it's uh, it's been a little aggressive at the beginning of the season, but yeah, Bars is clean. Kind of, Bar- Bar- Bars is clean. Wow. He is. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I don't I don't try I don't mess with like I don't really 
No, you you can't. You don't, you don't fuck with Barsha, dude. Don't, don't fuck with Hey, hey, hey. I love Barsha. All right, thanks, Christian. I gotta go. You can't argue with the with the guest, right. Christian. Um, yeah, you don't want to screw with Barsha. Like, you don't want to get him going. You just just get away. Yeah. If you, you got to pass him, get away as soon as you can, and all of that. Right. Yeah, I actually don't have a problem with him. I just, I try and race him clean, and I think when you race somebody with respect, they kind of give it back to you. So, I just try and like obviously race with respect. And Kenny and I, I think he he tries the same thing too. And it's just Tomac. I actually really like racing him because I like racing all of them, but Tomac especially. Like you know what you're going to get with him. Like if he's faster than you, he's going around you. He's not going to ride you dirty. He could he can obviously run you high in a corner, but he's not going to put you on the ground. And yeah. it's it's just fun racing those guys. So to answer his question, it's just it's cool to be a part of such a intense year of racing. I guess you, I, you I got, should say you got the win. Of course, you just talked about you know you're almost fastest in every session in Minneapolis. You won your heat. You you got behind Coop. You look like you he's you led know, the most second most led second, laps. second yeah. most laps. Uh, Jim, you raced at a high level for a long time. Best result in a Supercross was fourth. Yeah, uh, Kiefer, you raced as well at a high level. Must be a pretty cool feeling to be the fastest guy at a Supercross out of anybody and you know uh, yeah I mean Chase is doing an excellent job I mean like I said it's a joy to watch him ride and the way he dissects a track and you know figures things out and and like I said he's Last year was your rookie season. You made a lot of mistakes that you you said yourself that you really didn't know what happened. But now you're maturing a little bit more, and now you know what happened. Uh, you know, last weekend in Minneapolis, and I look forward to this, be on the top of the box here in Dallas, man. Does he remind you of Dogger at all on the riding style? No, no way. No, Bailey, 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 yeah, Bailey, Bailey. yeah, Bailey. Yeah. Okay, Bailey David didn't Bailey. have as much elbows. Like Chase has a lot yeah. of elbows yeah. in his yeah. riding style, right? Um, yeah, Dogger wasn't Trust as good. If, if my elbows aren't up, I'm hearing it from my dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I bet. I, I, it's uh, it's awesome to watch for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, look. So this week to race this week, you're gonna have to pass a concussion test, which you know you, you'll be fine at, right? You feel like you'll be 100. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I said, I mean, I did a I did a cycle today, and right. I had a I had a call with um, his name is Doctor Burkhardt. He's actually based out of Dallas, but he's a guy that um, he's a really good neurologist and had a FaceTime call with him, did some tests with like eye stuff and whatnot. Yep. And like I that's what I said. I've never I haven't been nauseous. I haven't been dizzy or anything since the crash. Like even at the crash I wasn't like dizzy or anything. I mean I was stumbling when I got up but I feel like I was more in shock. So um I did a bike ride today and I felt like normal, perfectly fine. So mm-hmm. uh I'm just gonna ease back into riding this week and um hopefully get a triple crown format done before I go to the race. And then, yeah, hopefully pass the test. But I think um, I'm in a good spot. I don't – like, I, I'm not one of those guys that's going to lie about um, my condition because especially with a concussion, like, you don't really know. Like, you are the only one that really knows how you feel, I guess mm-hmm. I should yeah. say. So I'm, I'm not going to, like, risk put myself out there if I'm going to be in danger. So that's kind of where I'm at. And like I said, when, I feel, when I'm telling you I feel fine, I do feel fine. What were you running from? When you were running away from the from the medics, he was running from Anderson. Well, they, I was trying to get. I was well, so I was trying to get up, and I was like, "All right." I didn't know my wheel was all tacoed, so I I was trying to get to my bike. I'm like, I literally told the guy, "I said if I if I sit on the, if I don't finish this race, I'm going to lose a lot of points." That's mm-hmm. why I told him, and I was like, "Dude, I got to get back on the bike. I got to finish this race at least. Just let me go to the let me get to the checkered flag." Right. And they weren't letting me because I was. They saw me stumble, and I wasn't really. Um, I guess probably I probably shouldn't have I mean I felt like I was fine like I said but 
the race was pretty much over, and at that point, my wheel was already done anyway. So they were trying to get me to not ride my bike, and then I was trying to get on the bike, and they won't let me. And then I was basically arguing with them, <laughs> telling them that I'm fine. <laughs> and they're like, "No, you're not fine." But I was like, "Dude, I feel like I'm not lying to you. I feel fine. I can't like." I got to finish the race, and obviously I didn't get to finish the race. So that whole thing was – I was kind of the same way last year in Houston. I was arguing with them, like, no, I didn't hit – I'm fine. Like, my shoulder hurts, but I can walk off the track by myself. And they're just trying to do their job, and I was wanting to finish the race, obviously. So it was kind of a heated moment. But I said I was sorry after that, and you're acting like a jerk. Uh, You're back in Florida now? That's nice, right? You're going to enjoy that, but more than California, you told me? Yeah, yeah, I'm back in Florida, um, so that's it's good. I've actually it's, it's nice only driving 25 minutes to the track instead of an hour, and it's just nice being back in a slower paced um, area because California is just. I feel like I'm always pinned out there. I never have like time to kind of relax. Obviously, you do, but you always feel like going to the track. Everyone's driving crazy on the highway, and then. Um, here everything's relaxed. Yeah. I'm actually the one that is kind of driving like an idiot here, so <laughs> it's just it's kind of it's kind of funny. But no, I I just enjoy being back here, and it's, like I said, slow paced. And me being from Illinois, I'm not used to the wide open traffic and whatnot. So um, yeah, it's nice to be back on East Coast dirt and just riding with a lot of my buddies at Tyler's, and the track gets rough. So um, I, it almost paid off this weekend. So yeah. hopefully uh, we can try and finish the job in Dallas, and I, I always enjoy Dallas. The dirt's good, and right. decided to hopefully get another chance at it. Yeah, absolutely. Triple Crown stuff. Uh, I mean, we saw you win the one in Glendale and uh, probably would have ended up on the box overall if not, if well, with Eli, for, run, uh, Eli riding so damn well at that thing. Yeah. Uh, how is Tyler's? Who, who do you ride with there? Who's who's currently with Rattray's uh, program that you're at? Yeah, it's just there's nobody – like I think it's just a lot. It's a lot of privateers, a lot of yep. um, guys I've actually grew up riding with in Illinois. There's um, Jonah Geisler. His his dad owns that Rise yep. Limited team. Yep. Um, his brother rides there. A buddy from um, Illinois, but his name's um, Patrick Murphy. He's an amateur coming up. Okay. And then just like a lot of yeah, like privateers, and it's just it's cool to ride with them, and it's just it kind of keeps them. Um, it keeps it mellow, but also like for me, my, my biggest focus is the main event obviously because the track is the roughest and that's where I feel like I struggled last year so mm-hmm. if they can get if the track is rough and I can go out there and do my moto I don't feel like I need the I don't need somebody on me like at, say at Baker's Factory where there's five guys out there doing motos together I yep. just need the track to be race like replica and just me be able to, being able to go out there and do the motos and put in the laps and being able to adapt to those conditions so that's that's been really good. The loops have been getting chewed up and the turns and everything like that. So um, yeah. it's just nice to have that because I didn't really have it last year, me being by myself at Stewart's pretty much. So it's just nice having that and having people to talk to at the at, at the practice track is cool. Right, right. Anything else for Chase Sexton? Just good luck in Dallas and try to win all three main events. Yeah, which which he can. <laughs> yeah, he can. <laughs> He's he can. been getting great starts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good yeah. starts. Yeah, the starts were actually not that great last weekend, but the – the outcome was good. The start, I yep. wasn't really comfortable with that whole drop-off thing. I don't, I don't know why, but my starts were actually not that great. I just seemed to come out of the gate or come out of the first corner good. Yeah, yeah. you started Probably. second in the main, so that's yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah, that was all right. Um, no, I know, but Cooper actually got He pulled the whole shot, so it made my start feel, like, really bad because his was so good, but I ended up coming out good. How's your bike setup? Have you changed it much since you won? Uh, I actually did change it a lot. And now I'm back to something similar because 
I kind of got those. What was it? It was A2. I ran pretty much the same thing. And then I went and tried to change and kind of reinvent the wheel a little bit for, what was it, Phoenix after that. And I didn't really feel that good at Phoenix. I didn't feel comfortable. I definitely didn't feel comfortable at Anaheim 3. And then I went, I just told myself, I'm going back to what I basically won on because at least I know there's something there. Yep. So that's why I raced this weekend. And it, it was uh, it was pretty good. It wasn't obviously perfect, but mm-hmm. it was uh, something I'm familiar with. And at the end of the day, with the 450, it's something that you know what it's going to do. It's not going to be perfect, but at least you know what it's, it's um, what's happening. It's not going to do anything funny on you. Yeah, it looks like it's really yeah. balanced when you're riding it. Yeah. Like, and it could yeah. just be you and your style. But I mean, just well, I'm, do, super, do, I'm do, super sensitive to balance, so that's yeah. that's yeah. my biggest thing. I can't have it too high in the rear. I can't have it too low. I have to have it somewhere in the middle because I'm. I don't like when it's off. like obviously people like Kenny. He actually likes it a little bit higher in the rear, which I'm not comfortable right. with, and mm-hmm. so I'm super sensitive to that. Well, yeah. do me a favor. Don't change anything. Just change that front <laughs> wheel and go to just, Dallas. Just more hot Giselle <laughs> yeah. and less of her faults. Just yeah. more hot Giselle, please. Yeah, there we go. I'll remember that on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Good for you. He's gonna be on the line. Awesome. For uh, yeah. Thinking yeah. of Giselle. <laughs> uh, thanks for calling in, Chase. I appreciate it, man. I know it didn't go the way you wanted to, but. I, I know that people, our listeners, wanted to hear from you, and and, uh, and yeah, bummer. But I got a feeling it won't be too long before you're back up on top of the podium. That's for sure, riding the way you are. Yeah, it's all it's all good. Um, yeah, live to fight another day, and yeah. I'm excited to keep moving forward and keep learning. So thanks awesome. for having me on, Steve. Thanks, Chase. All right, see, see, you. see you later. Yeah. That's Chase Sex, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Renthal.com. Are you running Renthal right now? No. On one of your bikes? No. no. You're running the new one. Did you, uh, did you get I'm the running AC? PT. The ACF or no? ACF, yes. Oh, yeah? You still, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, Renthal.com, please check those guys out if you can. Of course, uh, uh, Factory Honda, Factory Kawasaki, Red Bull KTM. Uh, use Renthal. Um, yeah, great interview. Uh, always inter- always interesting to talk to him. And I mean, he's pretty adamant he was feeling fine. Yeah, I, I think you what, know? you know, just talking to him and listening to him, yeah, as a rider, when you go down, you know, Chris, you, you want to get back on the bike. Yeah. And I'm sure the track crew and the officials saw that the front wheel was tacoed. He didn't know it was tacoed, but, you know, he just wants to get on and finish the bike. And, you know, he finished up 16th. Uh, yeah. You know, he lost some it's, points. It's but crazy that he's led the second most laps and he's sixth in points right now. I know. Yeah. Right? Well, you know? it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty wobbly. Like, I agree on the, the side of not letting him him ride because he tried to get on the bike he couldn't do it he slipped yeah. and fell a couple times he's burning on fire somewhere right. you yeah know, so yep yep uh Kirsten Kiefer brought to you by the folks at CTI the man once tried to ride without CTIs and, and <laughs> look what happened to him. did not well. work out where you did it <laughs> no it did not uh since 1983 you wore CTIs <laughs> yeah yeah the the the, the custom ones mm-hmm. yeah yeah from when did you first wear CTIs like were you early, uh, early guy? Yeah, early, early. If yeah. you were like Jim Castillo measuring the... you early, like that's yeah, that, that early. Yeah. Wow, yeah. dude, when you had CTIs back in the day, wow. Yeah, you were somebody. Yeah, yeah, you were a big guy, big deal. Yeah, I mean, I I had to uh, do it. I I blew out my knee. Uh, I was going down to uh, Costa Rica to do a, a race down there, and and I actually went with my bad knee because yeah. the start money was good, and I needed yeah. to go. You Gotta know, do it. But uh, I was coming down a, a downhill, and about three-quarters of the way, it, it had a nice turn and went back up. And the rear wheel stepped out of the uh, mm. groove, and the left leg was out, yep. and it just went like that. And, and I mean, just, oh. uh, yeah, but. Uh, well, since 1983, CTI have been remained the trusted choice of professional athletes like Jim Holly, like Chris Keither, 
and leading physicians around the world. A rigid carbon fiber frame is streamlined and lightweight, helping to provide functional ligament support and stabilization of the knee. Adaptable cell, With their adaptable subshell, CTI provides a custom-like fit that conforms perfectly to your leg. Purchase CTI off the shelf now or uh, contact your physician for the CTI custom stuff, store.oser.com. Store.oser.com for more information from the folks at CTI. Be like Jim Hawley, Chris Kiefer, and myself, too. We're, we're uh, CTI. And Firepower. I want to thank the folks at Firepower. Uh, you know who uses Firepower? The Club of Mex team. Cheers. Cheers. Go for Dunes Honda. Cade. A-Ray. Firepower batteries. Uh, firepower chains. Chains are made in Japan. And uh, the, fire, the Firepower batteries are featherweight lithium batteries. With over 50 years of experience in the industry, don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains. When you can get the firepowerparts.com, you can use the same chain and battery that Phil uses, uh, Phil uh, Nicoletti, that is, at Firepower Parts on Instagram. And uh, speaking of Phil Nicoletti, he's brought to you by the folks at ORW and motorsport.com. Of course, motorsport.com, on board with Phil. 79 bucks, free shipping. Great uh, dedicated team of gearheads there, whether it is a. Uh, street bike parts, dirt bike parts, whether it is a, uh, um, a mountain bike, whatever it is, motorsport.com will carry it for you for sure. And thanks to the folks at ORW as well for bringing you our buddy, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? How are you, man? Holy Steven. How are you? We got the legend Jim Hawley here. <laughs> you got a banger night lined up then. Oh, dude. Well, we're going to get into Kiefer after dark. Oh yeah, you want to stick around? <laughs> and Jim's gonna Jim's gonna help out with that. Give <laughs> 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 you some real kinky stuff. Uh, <laughs> Phil can't even yeah. can't even talk. He's just laughing. <laughs> um, Phil, I wasn't even planning on having you in on because we just had you on. But our listeners, yeah, whether it's Instagram DM or Twitter or whatever, they're like, you have to get Phil on. So here you are, Phil, uh, on the show yet again. Phil. So Phil, we're up in the press box, right? And these two numbnuts, Weege and Steve, they see it coming, all right? So they see what happened oh, <laughs> during, just... during – they see it, right? And then they see you gassing it down the side of the, the track, right? They're like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> They're freaking out. They're like, yes, the phones are coming out. Yeah, and they I'm, had their phones. Yeah, and I'm like, no. what the, what's going on? They're like, oh, it's coming. It's here coming. It comes. It, oh, and it comes. And then all of a sudden you get in there and they're like, yes, yes, he's back. He's back. <laughs> because as sure as the sun is coming up in the morning, Phil yeah. is going to have you, some words you, with you, Austin Forkner. Oh, my God. You made their night, dude. That was the night right there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Phil, I had one question. What did you say to Forkner when you got to him? Yeah. I Honestly, I, <laughs> everyone thinks it was so bad. But it really – I mean, I was, I was really pissed, but – um, I just told him, you know, you know, there's a few f bombs in there, here and there. But I told him, you're a fucking championship guy. I said, you had the fucking chill uh, skill. You need to chill. And then uh, that was honestly pretty much the extent of it. <laughs> oh and I, I, I might have yelled at him a little more down through the tunnel. Yeah, but, I heard uh, that. Yeah, but uh, but for the most part, that that was it. I just told him, like, you're a championship guy. With the, Whoa, <laughs> why are you doing that to me, dude? You, you see, know? you well, see, uh, nigga. Yo, fuck no. You got the skill. You need to chill, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to hear in the video. You know, Supercross Live obviously put me on blast for it, but that that's so, what was said. It so wasn't anything Pookie, like Pookie swears that you said, "I'll get someone to kill you," like you're a hitman. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "No, baby." He said, "You're gonna get us killed." Not like yeah. I can get someone to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> she she said, I listened back. It sounds like Phil's going to hire a hitman. 
No, <laughs> no, no. I, just, I, I told him, I said, dude, yeah, you just need well, to chill. You have the skill, man. Like, well, well, it's cool. He, he actually, was mad that he he was mad that Phil passed him straight up. That's why. Yeah. That's why he did. And, and honestly, and if the, the only thing that really made me calm down is like. He owned it. You know, he said he was sorry. You know, right. as oh, soon as it happened, he said he was nice. sorry. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, he, like, he didn't mean it. He said it was, he was stupid. Um, so I was like, so yeah, that was fine. That's a know? tip for every fucking kid out there. Yeah. When you fuck up, own your shit. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. all you got to do. Right. And it diffuses everything sorry, right man. away. Made a mistake. Jim, yeah. I know you've been yelled at and have yelled at people after races. Do you, yeah, you, a few you, times. Is that what you, I mean, do you agree with that? You, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just like, hey, yeah. man, yeah. my bad. Like, if you hit somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. Like I gave the kid a pat on the shoulder, and then that was it. You know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, right. Whatever. And it made it a little awkward. His pit was right next to mine, and <laughs> oh, know, was, the PC guys are pretty. I mean, <laughs> Robbie Rayner was just sitting in his chair. No one was saying anything, and I heard Austin literally say, "He's like, you think I forgot? I forgot, or you think I forgot how to ride that heat race, or not? <laughs> you know, which he he kind of did the first Dude, couple laps because I was wondering what the hell was going on. Yeah. You're right though. Like he, okay, like he he's doing the rhythm that you're not doing. It's a little right. faster. Opposite, right? He knows what you're going. Like yeah. he's behind you. He knows that rhythm. He yeah. knows what you're yeah. going to do. Like, right. bro, and, yeah. and also. No offense, he's faster than you. So, dude, just it's a heat race. Yeah, like, right. yeah, no, like I agree. 100%, yeah, 100%. Like, he, I mean, there's only two rhythms that entire day through that section. Obviously, right. I never did the fast one because I'm out on that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I had the race line. Everyone was cutting to the inside. Yeah. Yep. Either you doubled into the corner or you singled to the inside. Like, right. it's one or the other. And, yeah, he just landed on top of my shoulder and arm. And, yeah, somehow both of us didn't go down. Um, well. Yeah, okay, that, uh, that was to amazing else. to me that both of you guys yeah. didn't go yep. down. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I saw I, it getting no teed idea. up, and I was like, oh, shit, here yeah. it comes. Yeah. Well, you want to talk yeah. about us getting excited over the Forkner thing when he was racing up to catch a Forkner. Yes. <laughs> How about Wygant when Phil is yelling or, 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 or going after Corey Karsten, Barry's kid, oh, yes. in practice? I mean, <laughs> oh, Wygant I loves Barry. Oh, I didn't see that He's one. New He's Jersey like, legend. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And now his buddy Phil is, is throwing his hand up at Corey Karsten. Like, yes, that was good. Right. He's like, is that is that Karsten? He's like, oh, no. No. We just like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, Wygant was very uh, conflicted on that one. But that corner, that corner, Phil, for you, even in the main event, you, you had another problem in the main event. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I was next, and, and, I, and I saw Jordan coming. Like, I heard his bike, so I, like, you know, used racer instinct. I kind of looked over in the air, seen him was there, and I kind of checked up because he was coming in like a bat out of hell. And next thing I know, he's flying through a tough block and just cartwheeling. And I'm like, what the hell? And I, like, try and check up. And next thing you know, I'm getting clobbered by his bike. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> I've never seen a bike go straighter and so fast in my life. It was going to the right. I also went, nope, not going that way. I'm going straight out. Phil, yeah, I'm, Phil, just making a yeah, hard left, yeah. right? I, yeah, I, got, I don't I, even know. So I was just, laughing because I'm like, can you imagine if, if Phil's just riding his race, he's doing really good, yeah. and a cartwheeling Honda takes him out. Right. Like, welcome yeah. back. Well, Could you imagine know. is that Tanner Ward kid tripling, and, and it's Phil on the downside on the – you know, car or the. Did yeah. you see the that, Phil? Did there? you see Tanner Ward? Oh yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I just, I don't know why we were still going to jump the triple. I don't know why we just didn't hit the brakes, but 
He looked like he got shot out of a cannon when he came out of the woods. <laughs> and then his arm caught the cable. You saw that from yeah. the other? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't and, even know. And Henry Miller, oh. I just retweeted Henry Miller's crash right now. Oh, Off did? to the right. Oh, no. oh, I didn't see that. Did you see? Well, obviously, everyone saw Alex's little uh, yeah. detour through the groups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's death cross, Phil. I'm telling you, it's bad. I, I honestly, I can't. It, I was in B practice this week, which is, I mean, I was kind of bummed about, but yeah. I was honestly, I was like five minutes into practice and I was getting word I wasn't going to get a fast lap in because I came around two laps, red mm. cross on the finish yeah. line. Yeah. Come around two laps, red cross on the, <laughs> uh, on the super cross trip. I'm like, fuck man, I'm screwed. Wow. You know, I um, I tried to get yeah. Julie to put you in C practice. I tried everything I could to put get you uh, in C. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Julie came up to me right before we were getting ready to go for I don't know the last right. time B practice, and he goes, hey, "How do you like being in B practice, man?" And I'm like, "You're <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, fuck you, Julie." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I told him. I said next week, no more. Because you got to put in a fast lap. I'm like. What do you mean a fast lap? Like, there's guys in A practice that I feel like, I don't know, that are seven seconds off of jet. I said, how is that right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, now you did good in B. You're only really, really close to kitchen. You were so. uh, 1.6 off of one, 1.7. Then the other one, you were 0. 0. 0.7. 0. 0.7 or yeah. something. You got better. Yeah. 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 Made, a, made a couple changes and got a little more comfortable and stuff. But overall, it was, uh, I don't know, it's a pretty good weekend. I, you know, besides... So, a couple little hiccups in the heat race in the main event, but uh, the main event one kind of blew me up a little bit. I kind of didn't recover um, mm. after Kitchen after, and Enzo went by. Yep. Um, you but, mean after uh, Jordan? Yeah, Jordan. Jordan's yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I don't know. It took me a little while to kind of re- regroup, and I was trying to latch on the Enzo and Kitchen, um, and I was doing okay for about two laps, and then I swapped in the loops, and I missed the missed the Supercross triple, and then it was it was over. I I mentally exploded and. <laughs> I just couldn't get it back. Uh, so you told us on this show that you know you're not a cat. You don't have nine lives. But I we're feel not cats. We don't have nine lives. I feel like you used two two of them up in Minneapolis. Yeah, I used, yes, I used two of them up. So how many roller races do I have left? Yeah, yeah. I think you have eight races left. So no, seven lives to go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start rationing them out here. Uh, and then you also said on the show that uh, whoever builds the whoops, you'd like to duct tape their hand wide open to a 450 and send them <laughs> through the whoops. And the Dirtworks guys had some duct tape for you this weekend. Yes, they actually. That was actually pretty funny. That <laughs> that that made my day. That people actually have a sense of humor still nowadays. Right, so right, yeah. I come walk come walking by to so the it's literally at the end of the whoops. Two two of them are sitting. I don't even know who they were. I think one of them might be the Corey guy that does build the loops. Yeah. And he goes, hey, Phil, I got I got something for you. And I walk over. He goes, here, he hands me a fucking <laughs> a roll of black duct tape. <laughs> that's <laughs> great. Yeah. Like, all right, let's go get you boys a bike and saddle you up. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Um, but, but overall, yeah, though, good. like, yeah, 10th is good. I think uh, you got to be happy. You rode well. Um, you know, and it's your first race. And I heard from sources that you were acting weird all day. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't acting weird. I just uh, staying away from people. I just didn't want to hear all the fucking bullshit chatter all day. You know? Can, you, can like we say much. what he listens to before the race? Can we talk about that? Yeah, go ahead. So this is what we heard from our sources. Yeah. So sources say, and you know, he's this source has never seen you put headphones on ever. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're putting headphones on, and then the source asks you, "What are you listening to?" And Phil goes, 
Nothing. It's white. I'm just white noise. <laughs> it's just noise cancellation. <laughs> noise cancellation. Oh. Yeah, just just white noise and noise cancellation. So I don't have to hear people. I don't need music, and I just don't need to hear people fucking talking. You know. <laughs> 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 it was, uh, and it helped a lot, actually. So wow. I'm gonna do it at Dallas as well. So oh, our yeah. sources said it was a weird vibe from you all day. A little nervous, maybe. A little, you know, a little. I, w- I was a little nervous, but I mean, do you blame me? I mean, it's oh. been four years since I've been surrounded by like tough blocks like that and stuff inside a dome so it was a little nerve-wracking but uh we survived and yeah i mean overall joking aside i i I felt okay i I was a little bit bummed in the main event that i lost the 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 kitchen enzo um gap there Mm. after everything kind of uh unraveled but that's where i feel like i should be right in there um on that pace so uh, we'll get back to it this weekend um see how qualifying goes i gotta be top 18 but um it should be okay. Have you uh, ridden a, a triple crown before, Phil? Uh, yeah. yeah. When did we? Um, in 2018, I think they first started them. Yeah. I don't know where it was at, but uh, yeah, I have done one. But yeah. they're like six, eight, and ten minuters. But now they're all ten. I, I think. Yeah, they're right? all ten. Yep. Yeah. All, yeah, all 10. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how, how do you um, prepare yeah, for something like that? Like in your, you know, training I up mean, to it. No, I mean, well, probably, you know, most likely tomorrow we'll do a triple crown simulation day. Right. But, I mean, it's okay. really not, I mean, 10 minutes really not that hard. Um, you know, the first two are kind of basic, but the third one I could see getting a little um, a little more physically demanding. But um, 10 minutes for us is really not not that difficult, you yeah. know. So the Pookie, first two are pretty basic. Pookie just clarified that she thought you said, I'll have you killed. Right, <laughs> like a hitman. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have you killed, man. Like, start your car and a car bomb will go off. <laughs> no, don't don't no. get in your rental car tonight. Yeah, yeah. No, pretty, uh, pretty, okay. pretty. Comp- on the whole other opposite end of the spectrum. Right, right. So, um, what right. what improvements do you feel like you need to do? What's your uh, weaknesses right now? No, I mean, like I said, I, I mentally blew up, and I, that made me almost physically tired. But now that I'm thinking, I, I think I might have got physically tired because I had carbon <laughs> monoxide poisoning. But, <laughs> um, because I was kind of struggling the last four laps. I'm like, what the hell is going on? It does um, seem to be a problem, right? It does. It does. Like uh, RJ Hampshire, yeah, was, RJ is yeah. struggling. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. I don't know. And the whole next night, like you know, Saturday night, I didn't sleep. I had a massive headache. My eyes were all bloodshot. Like I just smoked pounds of weed and yeah. Yeah. I was all I was yeah. all jacked up so mm-hmm. um yeah it took me a long time to kind of recover on Sunday it was, it was definitely more demanding than what I thought it was so mm-hmm. I think that kind of played a little bit of a role but um now what I need to I don't no I don't really need to change a whole lot so I just need to um stay away from the the, the errors that happen and uh, just stay in the hunt so I mean like I said I was doing fine for Nine, ten laps, clicking off laps, and then um, yeah, things just come unravel. Um, yeah, I think it was you know, also too. It was also funny, and we're we're getting so much enjoyment already. Phil's one round in, and we are getting so much enjoyment. <laughs> but it was also it was also funny to Enzo Lopes to say he was behind you with the Forkner thing and behind you with the George Smith thing. He's <laughs> yeah, like he's he, like I almost saw Death Cross kill Phil. Fucker <laughs> <laughs> pass, fucker passed me twice in the same corner, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, is that? actually kind of funny because in the heat race like when i blew off the track when i came back on mm-hmm. 
I I purposely it's kind of jacked up, but I kind of like kicked the hay bale out for whoever was like right behind me. Um, <laughs> I didn't like so good. That's veteran <laughs> shit, it, right that's, there. That's that's Jim yeah, Holly yeah. move. That's a yeah, Jim Holly yeah, move, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, what was funny? Well, it kind of sucks, but it was Jace Owen, my teammate. He goes, "Man, when you came back onto the track, he's like your your leg drug out a tough block." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that wasn't on accident." Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, like you, Jace, and Enzo were in the heat close. Yeah. We're in the main close in. Pro- Qualifying, yeah. like you guys yeah. were so close. The three guys uh, were all so close to each other. Yeah, like uh, the, our heat race kind of it sucks because yeah, it was me, Enzo, Jace, and Marcel Well, and so it was all four of us yeah. who practiced together all the time, and we're all in the same heat. We're just like, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> we couldn't split it up a little bit, um, right. but we all lucked out, so it, uh, it worked out good. Any changes to the bike going into Dallas? Um, no, not really. No. Uh, my chassis worked really good. My my engine was really good. So, um, I did a couple tire changes um, from press day to the uh, to free practice on Saturday. Yeah. Um, but that that was really it. I honestly, I I don't need to change a whole lot. So, are, are, are um, you a big fan of the the early? Days like I mean the track no. walk was like it yeah to be there at six thirty in the morning yeah. or seven, seven in the morning. You know? I love no, it. that that whole schedule is fucked. I don't yeah. like it. Uh, so good. Um, and, and it just sucks because like you're in there all day. It feels like you're in a time warp, and you still leave the stadium and it's eight thirty at night. You that's know, nine yeah. o'clock. That's right. what I was I'm telling like, Pookie. I was like, it, by the time we got back to the hotel, it was the damn same thing. Like as, a, yeah. as a, just a little bit earlier, a little bit. Yeah. 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 Like I didn't get I didn't get back to to the hotel or. Um, whatever to like 9 30 i'm like jesus dude oh. like i'm smoked i don't know how they can take something that's you know somewhat short a day program and just it's just dragged out yeah yeah it's crazy um, you know? well and i know for denver they're gonna have practice on, on friday, friday yeah yep. so they're kind of listening yep. to you guys hey let's get the practice out of the way but then how are they gonna do it they're, they're gonna, gonna have one to practice have, on friday they're, on saturday they're on saturday. gonna have to have but, one yeah, yeah. One, get, one, one minute or something yeah, yeah. yeah. okay good uh, phil thanks for coming to the live show as well uh, our, our our fans loved it they, yeah. that was yeah, great, so. that was actually amazing I, I was i was pumped on how many people actually showed up for it on the freezing cold night so that was uh yeah. that was cool a lot of uh, a lot of uh, true fans did, so. did you stick around to the end or did you see jamie's new cut or did you leave before then no i i was i was in the back when you guys cut it oh okay um, and then he came back with his you know ponytail like hanging or what you know in his hand and i'm like dude that's creepy fucking throw it out dude you know? <laughs> he's putting it in a fucking coffin yeah, yeah that, that's key for it's, it's on it's on your mantle it's Keeper, on my right? mantle right now right, yeah. ah that is so weird dude. yeah it's super weird dude uh, so fucking weird we uh we have phil nicoletti in the show brought to you by the folks at motorsport as well as off-road warehouse the uh club mx team is running the off-road warehouse butt patch right now they got stores in temecula san diego corona vegas arizona georgia offroadwarehouse.com get your bike to the track with style and performance from off-road warehouse uh, stop in to check out the latest in truck jeep overland utv racing products for the industry's leading brands uh they have they uh sell install they sell everything that you need for these and they install everything you they sell as well so please check that out the best part is the code pulp mx saves you money at orw offroadwarehouse.com so we did tell you earlier that we had a source uh and we'll bring it we're going to bring that source in right now actually phil uh alex martin welcome to the show <laughs> What's up, fellas? Good evening. Um, he he 
Alex was our source for the headphones, Phil, in case you were wondering. Uh, yeah, I, t- I actually called Big Al earlier. We are talking. He's, it felt weird. I didn't. Even, I hardly even talked to him or really seen him all day because, obviously, I was in B practice. So we're on completely different time schedules. So, Troll, kind of before we get into your practice thing and your night, uh, what did you think of Phil was a bit nervous, Alex? He was acting a bit weird. Oh, dude, it was, it was hilarious, guys. I've never in all my years of our friendship, I've never seen Phil so nervous. Like, he, he had his headphones on. He was on the spin bike. He wasn't talking to anyone on the team, just staring at the ground. He wasn't smiling. He wasn't. <laughs> the weirdest thing. I'm like, I told my mechanic and my wife, I'm like, there's something wrong with Phil. He must be so nervous right now. That seems weird. <laughs> I wasn't that fucking nervous. I just didn't want to talk to anybody. (laughs) I guess there's a difference. He didn't want no distractions. Right, right. Yeah. Well, he was just prepping for the fourth battle later in the night. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Troll, though, 10th is pretty good for our guy, Phillip. Yeah, actually, Phil Phil surprised me. He's usually, over the years, he's always been good during the week in practice. So, you know, and he was riding well coming into the season, so... I, I was expecting – I had high hopes for him. You know, I know you guys last week were saying like 13th, 14th on the show. Mm-hmm. But I figured he'd be in that range, you know, and obviously he finished 10th. But I think he's got the speed to be a little bit closer to that, that top five range if he – he just needs to get a start. Yeah, well, that would that would definitely help. Uh, and, yeah. and qualifying the top 18 this week with the Triple Crown it has to be – has to happen also. Yeah, he qualified 12th. He's yeah. fine. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. We're, we're good. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what yeah, I mean. I should be okay. The speed – was pretty good. I was actually pretty surprised. Like he was in B practice this week because he's a three-digit guy this year. Yeah. And uh, before A practice went, he was P four, and I didn't realize that A hadn't went yet. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? It's still really fourth overall. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh shit! Like, wow. Shit. Yeah. Uh, Troll, can we well, talk? That good. How many? How much did Phil make fun of you for your practice jump into the other lane? No, to be oh. honest with you, Steve, I didn't even want to see it during the day. They tried to show it to me, and I'm like, I don't even want to see it. I don't want that fucking negativity in my, like, in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I still got a race out there, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Troll, that was gnarly. Yeah, yeah, we actually got it. It's in the Troll Train vlog that just launched tonight. So um, we, we actually, because my buddy Briar, the filmer, he didn't actually get it, but someone else got it, so we airdropped it, and it's in the vlog. But it was definitely a very, uh, very sketchy moment. I have to say that I had 0% control of my motorcycle at that time. <laughs> yeah, I must have missed this because it was in the whoops, and he jumped on their side. Of yeah, the... it's on Cade's Instagram. No. Okay. No, okay. Yeah, go to, hey, go to Cade's Instagram right now, Keith. All right, I'm Because <laughs> yeah, remember, Cade, Cade took out Alex, right, at, yes. at Anaheim 1. Yes. So he, he's, Cade yeah. is claiming that Alex was uh, going for him to get revenge. <laughs> Which chances that Cade happens to be there, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's what's funny is that yeah, it's actually Cade right there. Uh yeah, that's that's dude, that's oh. that's sketchy. Oh. Big Al's had a couple close ones in the wow. week this year. Yeah, we're definitely not for lack of trying. We're sending it, boys. <laughs> we're sending it, boys. <laughs> dude, for the love of I told you, for the love of God, put your finger on the clutch, dude. So when something goes south, you can hit the brake. Absolutely. Hey, people you know, talk yeah. shit on that tabletop. That actually saved Amar right there. The tabletop did, yeah. Tabletop it was a double, did. yeah. It, yes. was a, it was a double. He's yes. right into the face of it. Yes. Right. Into the yeah, backside dude. of it. Um, Troll, how was your race? Were you happy? 
Yeah, honestly, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Um, granted, my start from basically starting dead last to get up to 14th. Um, obviously, I got gifted a position with Chase crashing. Um, but for me, yeah, P14, that's the best main I've had so far, mm-hmm. um, especially coming from the back and just going forward the whole time. Um, you know, I feel like I could be closer to that kind of Dean Wilson heart pack. Um, you know, not to say that they're there every weekend, but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm kind of getting closer to the top 10, which is where I would like to be and where I think I belong. Um, but yeah, we definitely got to get the starts figured out, but at least the speed was there this weekend. And honestly, I was just happy that I was able to race because last week with the the finger, I mean, right. I know it's just a finger, but it's, it's kind of a pain in the butt. And it was, I wasn't sure if I was going to build a grip to handle bar. So, um, I was just happy to be out there, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, I think it, uh, yeah, the fingers looks gross, by the way. I know Phil's probably making fun of you because it's just a finger, but it does look gross. It does yeah. look hard. No, it looks nasty. I, I don't like yeah. it. Right. Um, <laughs> Amar and Kyle going at it in the main, dude. Just, just, uh, yeah. Um, it was like literally you guys were getting blue flags, and it would be up to who would charge back up to the other guy the most. Yeah, like, yeah. They were way too nice. You know? Both of them <laughs> yeah. were way too nice getting I, lapped. I, I was actually genuinely enjoying that battle with Chiz in the main because, like, he, it's really, you don't realize until you're out there in this 450 class, like, if you're not in that top 10, like, you're for sure getting lapped right. in the main. Yeah. It's going to happen between, like, 12 and 16 minutes in. And when if you're battling with someone, like I was battling with Bogle and then I was battling with Shiz, it really is like a game of chess. Like, okay, I, if I can get to this spot, then I can pull over and I only lose a couple tenths. You know, but then – so then Shiz will gap me, like, five seconds, but then he has to pull over. So it's like a yo-yo kind of thing going on. I was watching this whole thing go down. exactly the, how he said it. It was the immovable object versus the irresistible force. Yeah. Chiz and Troll yeah. just, just going you at it. You see him look back. Okay, yeah. there they are. They'll time it just right. And then right as soon as they pass, they haul ass yep. and try to get as close as that, that leader as possible. And then Chiz would have to look back. And then Amar would be right there. And then Chiz would be like, oh, shit. And then just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Please tell me, Phil. We have a caller wanting to ask you about this, but I'll just I'll just throw it out there because it's in my notes. Please tell me, mm-hmm. Phil. You saw Michael Lessie's Instagram comment that you are the most unprofessional rider in the sport. <laughs> <laughs> troll, Where was this? Troll, did you see it? <laughs> Where was this at? Uh, the Supercross <laughs> Live Instagram when when they had uh, Phil talking to Forkner. Uh, yeah. Mike chimed in with the most unprofessional rider in the sport. Hashtag throat slit gesture. Hashtag. Something else. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That would happen yeah. to Phil, of course. Like this is the very first race, and we're already talking about throat slit gestures. Oh, we're already. Yeah, you know, it's great. He's yelling at Corey Karsten and Forkner. It's it's a it's a tra- it's a tradition already. But okay, look, I like Mike, but he might want to sit this one out when it comes to professionalism. <laughs> he, his brother no, shined a light in Ryder's eyes, and Mike <laughs> stood on a bike to not let another guy get up. He T-boned Brock Tickle. He made just, hey, Mike, just step, sit this one out. That, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't even have to say anything, man. I think I, 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 people were seeing, I mean, I think enough people let the poor guy up. So, I Oh, mean, did they I Did they do it on Instagram? Did people light him up on Instagram yeah, for that? Yeah, I'm oh, pretty okay. sure they did. I, mean, me I haven't even seen this. I didn't look at it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, I like Mike. Just, yeah. that's not the one, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> no, it. no. I, Take a nap. I personally <laughs> think, I think Phil was just living up to his reputation. Like, that was just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the problem is, nothing bad was even said. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Dude, you, you, you have no idea what was going on. I yeah. just feel like, 
like Phil should be in Pulp Fantasy somehow. Like, and you, well, it's like is. it's like a wild yeah. card. Like, oh. pick a rider that Phil may yell at, and if you choose, <laughs> what, you know, the correct one, yeah. you get an extra point or yeah. something. Like. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, I just, yeah. I, I saw the mic thing, and I'm like, oh my god, I love it, I love it. This, I don't even, I don't even have to comment on that, Steve. Honestly, <laughs> you know, people did the work for him. Thank, thank you, thank you. <laughs> that, that, that's so low level. I don't even have to go that low. Holy you know, smokes! The, mo- the most unprofessional rider in the sport, or something, Phil Nicoletti. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, dude. Uh, I don't know. You I should get that on the back of your pants. Unprofessional. I... <laughs> well, the ORW butt patches. Hey, there, don't but, tell yeah. Carson. Carson might do that. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Dude, I know. <laughs> yeah, but no, the Carson thing. I... Oh, you there? We lost. Oh, wait, or the fast lane. Yeah, you there? yeah, yeah. You there, Karsten? Yeah, he was in the uh, in the qualifying practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rolling around in the fast lane, I'm like, dude, move. You Barry's know, a but... legend, though, Phil. Oh yeah, of course. I actually I wasn't walking by and I didn't even notice Barry was pitted next to us. But I talked to Barry for a little while, so. Um, oh, yeah, so, I mean, so you got Forkner <laughs> on one. Me... You got Forkner on one side of you yelling, and then Karsten was on the other side of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not far. So. <laughs> and that tunnel was small, dude. It wasn't much. Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, but I, let me tell you what, Barry's done is screaming at me in the day, too, so it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, ever, Jim, you ever just, screamed uh, at Barry? No? No? no. Okay. Uh, Carson, no? Yeah, because no. Barry came in right around 88, so yeah, near but, the end of uh, okay. Yeah, I, I never, uh, Ultra never, cross never ran into right, him. Right. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. Barry is a legend, though. I love that dude. Yeah, absolutely. ORW, offroadwarehouse.com. Use the code PULPMX to save. They are uh, staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell, from suspension kits, tires and wheels, to steps, bed accessories, and more. Uh, yeah, offroadwarehouse.com. Use the code PULPMX. But, Troll, so, you know, we talked about your race a little bit, but, dude, uh, Jace Owen and Enzo and Phil really stepping up for Club MX in that 250 side. Yeah, no, it was cool. It was it was fun to have the East Coast boys this past weekend, and uh, you know they were all right there, eight, ten, eleven. I think Jace was tenth or eleventh. Um, yeah, yeah. Qualifying speed was decent. You know, made it right out of the heat, and uh, yeah, it was exciting Maine to see the three guys up there battling. You know, yeah. hopefully the starts weren't weren't totally that great this weekend, but um, I think there's plenty more racing left to figure it out. So. Um, hey, Phil, we talked about Alex looking small on the bike. You know, <laughs> did you see that moto means? Dude, I saw it. I fucking died. <laughs> because that, that is a spitting image of Big Al riding the horse. Yeah. I got so many people, so many people tagged me in that moto meme on Saturday. Oh, my God. It was great. It's, so good. <laughs> it's fantastic. But I don't Dude. understand it because it's the same the fucking same frame. Yeah. Same frame, same swing arm. You didn't look mm-hmm. small on a 250F, but I don't understand. Just, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. It's like the setup's pretty similar even, right? you know, last year to this year. So, right. I don't know, boys. Yeah, well, <laughs> whatever it is, you're riding good. I think you're riding well lately. So, yeah, keep that up, even with that finger. Hometown race, too. Yeah. 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 But, Steve, what yeah. about uh, your Popo Mex guy? Crushed it for you. Yeah, absolutely. Number one athlete, Enzo Lopes. Yeah. Dude, first yeah. first, first non-factory rider, and uh, he rode Number up. Number one guy Number one guy on the team. The number one guy on the team yeah. right now, Enzo Lopes. Yeah. Um, God, he's got a good style, dude. Yeah, he pisses good. me off. Yeah. Pisses me off. He rides yeah. really well. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I seen his lap times, and I seen the group that he's with, the Pierce, the Styles, and the Kitchen. And you know, for a kid that's making no money and just 
doing his deal compared to what all those other guys. Yeah. I don't know. The shit pisses me off, but uh, he'll get his chance sooner or later. But, yeah. I, again, I appreciate Pulp Nation helping him out. Yeah, so yeah. We're it kind of works out. So Stepping up. And Phil's, uh, Phil's girlfriend was there at the race as well? Yeah, she was. She's looks... She sure was. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah. How would that? She's very she's cool, too. How were the tensions around there, Alex, with that? There were. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't really know because uh, I don't speak Portuguese because that was all that was being said in the semi. Was Portuguese. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, Big Al was trying to sleep and Jason was trying to like take a nap or all up in the lodge. I'm trying to relax and Enzo's girlfriend and her, they just, yeah, Portuguese back and forth. I'm like, can you guys go downstairs, please? This is where you the know? white noise. Yeah, the white in. noise. Yeah, headphones. exactly. Yeah, think, yeah. And that's what I was saying. I wasn't going to say that because I'd end up in the doghouse. But, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> a lot, a lot of chit-chat going on. How is the relationship right now, uh, Phil? It's good? It's okay? It's it's. Yeah, we're okay. Yeah. Okay. She was, uh, you know, it was all right. She's bummed she missed the live show. But, um, you know, it was cool. I mean, Everybody else came and hung out. Right. Phil does have a ring on his pants. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, he did. So, that, was, that was pretty quiet. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's happening soon, I yep, feel like. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Carson and the boys at FXR really did me dirty on that one, but it's okay. They <laughs> 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 got thick skin. And, hey, I don't even think she knew about it until we were all bullshit. Yeah, we right made there. sure. Yeah. And then and yeah, she's oh, like, yeah, oh, what no, is I, this? You guys, I, I made it all day without... <laughs> Her knowing until you guys threw me under the bus. Right on the uh, on his uh, gym on his yeah. on a zipper on the inside on of his, flap, his a yeah. flap on the zipper. Right, the FXR guys put a, a diamond ring there for oh, Phil's man. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, uh, it, it's over now, Phil. Yep, it's a dirty, hey, dirty move. Lock so. it well, up, and you'll probably get top five. Honestly, wow. Well, uh, the only thing is, is that if it really does ever get to that point. Later, later down the road, I'll just cut those pants out and then I can give her that. <laughs> save money. Yeah, save money she on the ring. Tape it on her, on, on, on her hand. Yeah, exactly. Win win, actually. Go ahead, Alex. I said, of course, Phil would say something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Does, uh, does Kelsey, your wife, Alex, what, how does she, what does she think of Phil's relationship? What, does she, what is her opinion on this and, and everything that's been going on? Oh, uh, I mean, she's she's always liked you know Phil's lady friends. It's just Phil's just basically it's a lack of commitment on Phil's end. You yeah, know? yeah. He's just <laughs> in the bit, you know. So he Phil's and, got good taste. And, but, I mean, and Alex, and Alex, this uh, Alexa, Alexa, right? Yeah. Alexia, Alexia, Alexia. sorry, Alexia. Alexia is really good looking, yes. super nice, nice, and Alex, she is really smart. Yes. Like she's going to have a good job, and she can take some shit. So like. Yeah, like she's a. What I'm trying to say is she's a total package here, for Phil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Dude, what yeah. happened to me being the total package? I am the total package. <laughs> Big Al, <laughs> Big Al is the total package. Keeper oh, is the total nice. package. Oh, you know, like it's what? What, what about right. what we bring to the table? You know, notice he I ain't bringing much. Notice dude. he didn't say me. <laughs> he, he didn't say me. <laughs> so that's the problem right now. You're like, what do I bring to the table? Oh, Gotta get the at it. Like I feel like, uh, like Phil should be at our meetings Wednesday at six. Basement, yes. Yeah. Basement meetings. And yeah. she is like he'll he'll just say some random shit, and she's like, eh, she's fine. I think it. honestly, Alex, you know, there's been some ups and downs in yeah. Phil's. Well, it's like every relationship. Relationships. Yeah. That's the biggest understatement of the year so far, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta get this straight. We gotta get it just even. What's, keel. what's so scary about it, Phil? 
Okay. I'm just focused on Dallas, boys. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, all yeah. I know is this is the last thing Phil wants to be talking about. Yeah, he's yeah. very quiet about it. I love it. Yeah. I love I'm, it. I'm just I'm focused on Dallas and Triple okay. Town. And let me ask, to let me, are you bringing her to other races, Phil? Because this was also an issue da- at other times in your life. Are you bringing her to Dallas? Yeah. No, well, no she can't go to Dallas, but oh. uh, Daytona. Um, St. Louis? Uh, who? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Who, I don't know. Who paid for her ticket to to uh, uh, Minneapolis? I, I did. Oh, I did. oh, Alex! Did you hear that? He paid for it. Wow, I'm impressed. So we're we're getting there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there when it's time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, about <laughs> Dallas. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll get there. You guys are going to keep picking on Phil. Is just going to put those headphones on again. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> Mr. Uh, Jim, they're lighting me up. I know it. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, it was great to see Alexia this weekend. Yes. She is, uh, she's a real. I never got to meet her because she was in here, I guess, before, right? Yeah. She, yep. They came over. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so it was great. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Alex, thanks for picking up the. Uh, we didn't, we weren't planning this, Phil, but we had to get Alex in because I. This this jumping into the other lane, I had to get this addressed. <laughs> this yeah, yeah. We've had a couple yeah. close calls now with Big Al and stuff. Um, you know, but like I said, put your. Fucking finger on the clutch going through the whoops, dude. Yep. Yep. Not going to happen, bro. (laughs) Why? Why is it not (laughs) Not going to happen? You're not not James Stewart, man. Alex is a liberal. Do you feel like you have less grip or something? Uh, I know. My fingers aren't, like, long enough to hold on to the bar and have the clutch at the same time. It's like. Interesting. I sat on your bike. I felt like your lever was pretty close to the bar. It is close to the bar. It's close to the bar, and I still can't touch it. So, hey, do you guys ever watch me like you know free practice or first time practice? I'm out there like barely sitting upright on my dirt bike before we start practice. That's true. Like I can barely touch. I, I watch the I watch the vlog sometimes, and you have to push the bike and then hop on the bike as you leave. Right? That's your that's your program. Yeah, or like when I pull up, I find like a rock or a dirt pile so I can stop. <laughs> I did notice that there was less bar humping this weekend. Though. I didn't feel like you bar humped as much. Hey, you didn't watch his yeah. brother, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the comfort level was a lot higher this weekend, boys. Yeah, so. and, and, no, that's, okay. and that's good with that finger. And early in yeah. qualifying, Troll was up there in qualifying. He was. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. was. And then last week he was tenth. At one point, yeah, it was. It's been was going that last well. week or the week before. No, this is that was this week. It was no, no, but uh, oh, final qualifying. At, at, no, no, no. At one point, last race before Minneapolis, where were we? Anaheim. Troll was 10th. A3. Troll was 10th for me. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. very excited. Yeah. I took a photo of it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh, Alex, thanks for calling in. Good job this weekend. And way to – I like the fact that, uh, you know, your presence is helping Phil just, just be a little calmer on the team, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, like it's, like we were talking about earlier, we uh, we really didn't talk, like, at all on yeah. race day, which was kind of weird. So Phil called me, like, just a couple hours ago, and we were – we were reminiscing and catching up because, like I said, he, <laughs> yeah. was, he was being weird on race day. Yeah, so. I was not being fucking weird. It's random to me because mm-hmm. how close all those guys are, right? Yeah. And in and, and the but pits. Troll's out on the track and Phil's back and you yeah, know but I, mean? I feel like there is some time. Well, to like you see people and they're so close together, right. you don't talk at all. What about at dinner? You guys sit down to dinner at the same time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we did, but we're just kind of like chilling, like no one's really talking because we're just trying to rest. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. While well, we were all trying to recover from our carbon monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, carbon yeah. monoxide. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh thanks. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. Thanks, man. See you, Alex. Yeah. Good luck, A-Ray. I, I mean, not A-Ray. A-Mart. A-Mart. Yeah.
All right, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, that's Alex Martin, everybody. Off-Road Warehouse and Motorsport bringing you Phil Nicoletti on the uh, on the show. Well, Phil, <laughs> it was exciting. It was everything that Weege and I wanted. We you, got it all. We, yeah. got, we got a good ride. We got altercations. We got the, the hand flying up. We got everything. I'm going to go on a limb yeah. here. Seriously, like I've watched him over the years ride Supercross. This mm-hmm. is probably the best I've seen him ride. Yeah, like, he looked just, good. Really just good. Yeah. How he fits uh-huh. the bike, how the bike works. I don't know. You know what? He, when Phil, when you were on... Allen's team, that second half of the year, you were riding really well, 450s. Uh, yeah, I felt okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that was good. Um, but, yeah, no, this year, actually, I, I, I do feel good. Like I said, I, I really like my chassis, uh, chassis, everything I have going on. My motor's good. Um, making, you know, like I said, I got a good mechanic. You can kind of see what I want and uh, what I'm doing. And, yeah, the, the I don't know, the, the – the mojo feels okay, you know? Like, yeah, uh, nice. I don't know how to explain it. So I, I feel good, even when, you know, I might not be as fast as some of the other kids and stuff, but uh, my comfort-wise, I feel okay. So, wow. uh, good. yeah, Dallas, Dallas will be better as soon as, you know, I just had to blow off the cobwebs, kind of see how the system worked in Minneapolis. And, um, yeah. yeah, it was okay. And, and Kiefer, the, the bike looks good, Jamie. Twisted, doing a good job. Bike, The bike sounds good. You can tell really he good. has some good power because he doesn't have to seat bounce a lot of shit. Right. He can stand up. Yep, yeah. So that's good. Yep. Yeah. My, my motor is actually fantastic. So, um, I, yeah, I can't. It's honestly the best 250, 250F I've ever ridden. So, I mean, I've never really. I mean, yeah, I've raced some good ones. But, uh, yeah, this is by far the best one. So, um, package is good. So that's all I need. Well, thanks, Philip, for calling in. Thanks, good buddy. Job. Good job. All right, yeah, we'll see you guys this weekend, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, see you, boys. That's uh, Phil Nicoletti, everybody, brought to you by Motorsport at ORW. Uh, Jim Hawley and uh, Chris Kiefer here in studio. Um, Jim, I want to get into more later on with the Race Day Live thing for you and what yeah, you're doing no and everything I else. I just what? had a question. Oh, uh, yeah. Phil, how old is Phil now? You guys Early 30s, right? 29. No. 30? He's got to be 30. I'm Mark, not sure. Mark's, I was Mark's just a, curious. Mark's will look it up right away. Yeah. I thought he was 30. Yeah, he's got to be over 30. Yeah. Um. I want to thank the folks at Michelin, of course, when it comes to uh, tires, whether it's for your cruiser, your street bike, your dirt bike, your UTV, uh, whatever it is. Uh, Guys at Michelin have you handled. Speaking of that, it's our our favorite. uh, Randall. um, Favorite. um, I have nothing. I had something on tip of my tongue, but now it's gone. What's up, Randy Richardson? How are you? Hey, the way I hear it, uh, what was probably on the tip of your tongue was sushi. That seems to be the rage nowadays in there. Well, you know, it depends (laughs) on the co-host. He's 33, actually. Yeah, wow. I, See, thought I thought it was. 30, I thought yeah. it was. Yeah. 30, yeah. Okay, thirty-three, Phyllis. Wow. I, I, I had him at forty-one, but okay. All right. How's everyone tonight? How, how are you? I doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Good. Um, want to call in and uh, take a minute to promote uh, our Michelin shift into spring promo that we've got going right now. So it's on. Uh, on motorcycle and bicycle tires. So now through, I actually started last week through March the 7th. Uh, consumers can buy um, a set of on-road Michelin motorcycle tires, earn a $50 reward card, um, or on our off-road tires or Michelin bicycle tires can earn a $30 uh, rebate card. So just want to call and promote that. Is that a one tire or a set? 
Well, you know, Steve, we like to do things in sets. Okay, uh, all right. Like yourself, where, you know, you send that one one pop and mix sock, which I appreciate that. One sock. <laughs> I did not. Really nice. I did not. And you <laughs> missed yeah, it. You did. are fake news. That's what you are, Randy. Because <laughs> I did, I did no, not well, send you one sock. <laughs> well, I I would think that if anyone would recognize fake news, it would be you. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So now, fuck. It's, it's, it's hard. Uh, it's hard to get him. Yeah, you can't really jab. It's hard to get him. Yeah. It really is. He'll come back. Yeah, it's yeah. almost it, as hard as getting Will because you fucked that up too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Will got me again this weekend. Yes. So, huh. uh, Randy, is there a better guy in the industry than Jumping Jim Holly? Just a legend. Wow. That, well, no, I've I've got I've got some beef with uh, Jim Holly. Oh, oh, I mean, oh. It goes back to 1993. You know, my my first ever. Supercross, I drive down to Orlando. I'm just mm-hmm. hoping to make the nighttime, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to drive the 250 class because 125s are for kids. So I'm going to ride the 250 class. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping to make the nighttime. That's where I'm thinking, well, I make the nighttime, no problem. So I'm just stoked, right? Mm-hmm. Stoked on this. And then, lo and behold, in the semi, I'm riding really well, almost qualifying until – some Japanese guy named <laughs> Koji Akawara. Yeah, Koji. Jim Holly's brought over here. Yeah, Koji. Yeah. So, so anyway, so Jim, if you not brought Koji Akawara over here, my first ever, ever Supercross I would have tried to qualify for, I would have made the 250 main event. So it, thanks a lot, So Jim. you got six in the semi. Yeah, I got six in yeah. the semi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. five. What happened yeah. to LCQ? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I was I was looking for uh, a pulp MS. Pulp MX uh, Fantasy Award thing or something. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. You, you know, Randy, a f- yeah, funny, that- funny story about that with Koji there. That was his first Supercross, you know, that I was working with him. And uh, he had actually, during the practice, and, and we don't have the Alpine Stars mobile yeah. medical unit. Right, right, right. he, he needed like 10 stitches underneath his chin. And we didn't we didn't stitch him up. I go, we can't take him to the hospital. There's just no way. We'll just bandage it up and we'll go for it. So we go down Dang. after the after the main event. He gets in. I, I don't know what he finished that night, but we were happy to get him in. Yeah. Gets in, and now we got to go to the hospital get him stitched up. Right. Well, the the nurse there, she says, how how long has it been? You know. Yeah. Oh, it, you know, it's been a little while. She goes, oh well, we can't stitch it up. It's kind of already starting to heal. You know, we uh-huh. just. Leave it. But I knew we needed stitches because I know how deep it was. <laughs> so she left the yeah. room, and I reached over, and I grabbed uh, Koji's chin. Oh. I opened it back up again. I go, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, it opened up. I don't know. He talked or something. Yeah, yeah. It opened up. It's but, bleeding uh, everywhere. Oh, my yeah. gosh, dude. Hey, Randy, I want to ask you. I, I, I saw your post. Uh, did you get the Husky fixed? I saw the zip ties on it and holding the cylinder on and stuff. I felt you know, so bad for you. It was... It, it was – I did. So I was able to get it home, and, uh, of course, I'm smart enough to tighten the cylinder and head bolts before I pressure washed it, right? Because that's a, that's, a, right. that's, a, that's, a, that's a critical thing. So, yeah, I got it uh, fired back up, and it's running good. Good, and, good. And uh, hopefully I – got, I got a lot of travel between now and then, but I'm hoping to uh, take that thing back out for, for uh, round four of the GNCC. So yeah. uh, it was fun. I, I, uh, I, I, I definitely won over some fans. Um, I, I made – I don't know, maybe a dozen or 15 passes while racing. So I think I hurt some feelings, mm-hmm. um, which was good. That was fun, fun, though. But I had a blast. And and and, you, and selling your citizen merch and, yeah. and running GNCCs oh, on yeah. a high rev in 77. Just, and, man, just, yeah. just, you know what I mean? One of these days, you know what I was thinking about, dude? I'm getting a quote. Uh, as much money I'm making on senior citizen, I'm getting a quote. I'm thinking about 
raising the ceilings in my house. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> you know, get them, get them up another foot all, or two. You know? It's all about hey, the cubic. Hey, Randy, so we're at the live show yeah, on, but, on a Friday, and this, you know, having mm-hmm. the passing the mic around, ask, you know, fans asking us questions, and this guy asks, hey, uh, are the ceilings as high in uh, Steve's house it is in this uh, brewery? And <laughs> let me just tell you. Yeah. The house went that nuts. Cl- yeah. The house went <laughs> I, nuts. I, I, w- I w- I was definitely watching live, and and that is that is phenomenal. That, that was a that, that was, was a that was a really uh, shitty thing a, you guys did there <laughs> to put that gentleman up for that. Um, yeah, I'm sure someone fed him that comment. Oh yeah, you know it was for sure. <laughs> um, Randy Richardson here, uh, Michelin. Randy, how can people um, uh, get rede- redeem this offer? Oh, it's simple. So so now between March seventh, purchase a set that's one front and one rear purchase a set of Michelin motorcycle or bicycle tires. And you can do that, you know, through your, your online retailer, like a uh, show sponsored motorsport. Okay. Yeah. Um, or, or your local dealer. Like, like I bought uh, my tires at Foothills motorsports before the GNCC. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you smashed I'm the counter hundred bucks, but yes, yeah. yeah, I smashed the counter, demanded some fly apparel and got some fly, uh, the knee brace socks, but those things are good. Nice. I've never used those. So they're great. Um, yeah. So do that in, anytime between make the purchase between now and March 7th. And then uh, go to the Michelin website and uh, fill out the paperwork, redeem that, and get your $50 or $30 reward card back. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Pretty cool. Yep, that's great. Uh, well, thanks, Randy. Pretty thanks cool. for calling in. Uh, you're going to be in studio here a month or so, right? A couple months, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah should be. Yeah, yeah. So still, still working to finalize all the details around that, but absolutely cannot wait. For hey, sure. hey, hey, Randy, uh, I still keep in touch with yeah. Koji. Would you like an autographed uh, picture <laughs> to Randy? Man, great racing with you in Orlando. Wait, I can make that happen. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Jim, I'd like to I'd like to punch you in the chin and give you a cut chin. Yeah, no, I've had, I've had a all. few of them. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, well, no, no, but it's but it's but it's so funny. Yeah, it's it's like for me, honestly, uh, Koji making that main instead of me probably saved someone's life because I certainly did not have twenty laps. In me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and just think about going to my first ever my first ever race and just trying to. My hope and aspiration again was just to make the night show. I was working at Michelin in an engineering role, take my vacation days and go race. And I'm like, man, if I make the night show, I'll be crazy pumped. And then I did, and this missed the main by one spot. So honestly, I would have been. Uh, let's just put it this way: had I made that main event, I was glad there wouldn't have been like vital or these message boards or social media for sure. <laughs> right, I'd, have got, right. I'd have got bashed for probably taking out Bradshaw and Stanton or someone like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it actually was a good thing in the end. I like that. I like that. Yeah, heck yeah, it's um, all good. It's all good. So. Well, thanks, uh, uh, thanks for calling in, Randy, and uh, appreciate it. And please check that out, everybody. The new Michelin uh, special. Get some. Get a rebate card back. Buying a set of Michelin tires, and you can get Michelins for just about anything for two wheel. So. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Steve. All right. Thanks, Randy. Randy. See you. And Chris, take care. Later, guys. Bye. See you. That's Randy Richardson, everybody. We're going to go to commercial break. Uh, we still have uh, Marvin Muscan coming up. Got his first podium of the year. We have uh, a race tech rant about Kiefer's travel. Oh, boy. Ex-brand goggle tear-offs coming up. Kiefer after dark. Jason Thomas is going to call in. Uh, we'll break down uh, Minneapolis some more. Uh, so please stick around. Be right back after this, everybody. Lipstick on your dipstick? Thank you. 
those who love motocross know, Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PulpMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. Pulp MX20, the code to save. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. 
Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. 
For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook.
Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. 
Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by motorsport.com. Decal Works. And the folks at Fly Racing couldn't have done it without it. Thanks to Chase Sexton, Phil Nicoletti, Alex Martin uh, for calling in. That was great. Uh, Marvin Muscan coming up here right away on the show. Gentlemen, Jim Hawley, Jim Hollywood Hawley. What else did I miss? Jumping Jim Hawley. Got it all? Just Jim. Okay, just Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Motocross and Supercross legend in studio here. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you got a question for myself or Chris Kiefer... Or, uh, or Jim Hawley. Uh, the Spot Network TV guys still have an archive of the live show. So check that out. You can watch the, watch the archive of the live show, I think, for a little bit here. Uh, thank you to those guys for uh, for putting that out. And it was live on Friday night. So that's cool. Uh, that was fun to do. So the archive, you have to pay? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, same Got thing. It. Same deal. Uh, the 7 o'clock hour brought to you by Skosh Industries. Innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car products, and accessories. Celebrating over 40 years of business. Visit Skosh.com to get a 20% discount. Count on a full lineup of phone mounts, chargers, cables by using the code PULP2022. PULP2022 saves you money at Skosh, S-C-O-S-C-H-E, Skosh.com. Uh, please check those guys out. Use the code, save some money. PULP2022. Thank you to Skosh. Uh, Marvin Muscan coming up here right away. Uh, also, Chris Kiefer, brought to you by CTI. I think I already said that. Yep. Uh, mm, i got a question. Just seen the questions. Oh, by the way, uh, did you see Stu Baylor uh, hurt yeah. himself at the GNCC? Broke his neck, hit a tree or something. Jeez. Yeah, still finished. Yeah, still finished. Yeah, gnarly. Wow. Yeah. So get well soon to Stu Baylor. That's 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 crazy. Blue Crew guy. He's laying in the hospital. I'll be back in a couple weeks. I'm like, eh. In a couple weeks, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, lots to get into when it comes to uh, the race still. Um, let's touch 250s real quick. We talked about Jet. Yep. Let's, let's, let's yeah. leave Jet alone. But looking at the next group of guys, yep. so it was Forkner. 
McAdoo, J-Mart, Hampshire. I think that order can all win races, and those are your top five. I think Pierce Brown will get in the mix. I liked what I saw to Pierce Brown won a heat race. Yeah. But he makes – I'm still not sure, you know, on his mistake level. Those five guys to me are all title dudes. Do you agree, Jim? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and like you said, <clears throat> excuse me, with the uh, the way they finished, you know, that was the first round. So, you know, let, let's get a foundation set. Let's see where we're at yep. and let's move forward. But uh, it's going to be hard for these guys. I mean, you got three main events coming up with the Triple Crown in yep. Dallas. So, yep. I mean, I'd love to see three different winners. You know what? Outside of McAdoo, who I feel is just came on last year, won a couple races, you know, just kind of yeah. got a lot better. Like J-Mart and RJ. And Forkner, like they're vets, they got wins all wins around them. Right. Um, they're older. Like if Jet just comes out and runs the table, like these dudes are going to be pissed. Oh yeah, like sure. They fi- they think they think and rightfully so that they should win. Yeah, I mean if Jet comes out and you know this triple crown, he wins all three races. Those guys are going to be pissed yeah, off, yeah. And, and they're going to have their hands full. Uh, I was actually surprised by McAdoo just a little bit. I thought J-Mart would catch up to him maybe at the end of the race because mm-hmm. we know how J-Mart's pretty strong. Uh, McAdoo did get hurt It, it a looked like bit. J-Mart did make some time on right. it, but, but, but he McAdoo, made a mistake. Yep. yep. And uh, so I was surprised to see Mac, uh, not podium, but just kind of pull away from J-Mart a little yeah. bit at the end of the race. So, mm-hmm. And also RJ, I thought RJ would have been a little bit better, but you know, from this post-race interview that he said he was feeling a little bit ill yeah. from the carbon monoxide, so... I think RJ anyways, will yeah. be better. Yeah. I, I feel like RJ is going to win a couple of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just, dude, he makes press day. He he goes down and he, he hits the tough blocks and goes down and press day. Then yep. he tries that three in yeah. in the rhythm and he crashes. Like he, he, he his desire is so high that yep. I think his technique doesn't catch up to his desire. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, that's a fair analogy. Yeah, and he makes mistakes. Yeah. And Jamar, I, I like what I saw from Jamar. It wasn't, he didn't override the track. Yep. He made sure he got through this round, yeah. got yeah. through the first corner, right? and uh, he settled. He wasn't too pissed off about a fourth place. No. And it's I think a good way to start. Right. It's a good yeah. way to start. So uh, the top players, I think, were there that should have been there. I just didn't think it would have been uh, Cameron in the third. I thought J-Mart would have got third, and RJ, I thought, would have been up there. But, dude, honestly, when you look at the East Coast versus the West Coast, yeah. There's six guys, legit guys, that can win a race. Yeah. We can't say that out here. No. West Coast. No. No. Nope. And think even the second tier guys. Styles looked good. Kitchen Styles looked was good. ripping and yeah. qualifying. Yep. Like, that was a surprise for me. Yeah. The second tier guys, I feel like in East, are even better than our second tier guys here. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I absolutely. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. Because you look at Kitchen and Styles, and maybe Pierce Brown will be the next tier guys, right? Yeah. I, I might put Pierce in the top tier. But yeah, I think so. Maybe want to, yeah, want to heat. Yeah, want to heat pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. but you, you just got to work on his starts. Yeah, in the main event, something happens to him. If I don't know, he freezes up or something, but he just doesn't get the starts. Uh, Kitchen was Kitchen was second fastest overall. Yeah, so you know he's got speed. You yeah. know, and you know, you know it'll get better. I talked to him a little bit after the race. He told me it just was a weird night, first race, just yeah. nerves or whatever. Yeah, yeah I wanted I mean, to so, get through it. Yeah, just wanted to get through it. Right. Yeah, so. ninth is pretty good for your first race. You know, to get through that. Right. I think you probably would have want to at least beat Enzo. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're kitchen, you want to get the yeah. yeah. You want to be the next best guy from right. the top, you know. And Styles, I think, was riding so good during qualifying, which was a yep. shocker too, because when I went out to Florida in December, he wasn't even riding. Yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, he had so. limited amount of time on the bike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you got to feel for Jet Reynolds. He got hurt. He didn't have a Loretta's that he wanted last year. His final one. Right. Then he got hurt and missed the rest of the week. 
Then he's getting ready for a Supercross, and he crashes uh, pretty good and misses the start of the West Coast. Comes back, Preste, like two laps in, yeah, breaks a wrist or, or hurts his wrist. And, like, That's dude, insane. you're Jet Je- Reynolds is, is one of the all time hyped kids, right? Yeah. So, well, which is kind of uncalled for. I, I mean, you, you know, it, it's your first race, the nerves are up, you're high, it, it's press day, just kind of ease into this thing. And I wasn't there, but from what people have told me, is that, you know, he's trying to do too much too soon uh-huh. right you know let, let's just learn let, let's let's get started let's go into this and yeah. I, I feel bad for the kid you know hopefully right. uh he'll be okay for the outdoors you hope man just yeah. jet reynolds the last year and a half of jet reynolds has not, yeah, not been good right and uh you know if you're him you're just you feel the pressure of the pro circuit ride you know the legacy that team has sure. you, you know you got to perform tough spot to be in yeah. for, for a kid it's probably tough for mitch too honestly yeah. uh derek drake did well <laughs> derek drake uh, has had a couple heart surgeries now and yeah Hasn't had many results in the couple? last little while. He had a couple? Yeah, he's had two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and I, I, what do you get, 13th or something? Which, yeah, 12th. I mean, 12th. Yeah. And that's not eye-opener, but just the fact that he can, he came from the back and, right. and, and you know, he has no physical issues that it looks like so yeah. that, that I know of. So good for Derek Drake. You know who I thought looked pretty good in the heat race was uh, Jordan Smith. Yep, but but then he crashes. You yeah. know, he's still Dude. got that crashing going it, on. It, it is. A few uh, of those guys in the class that are like yeah. that, very fast but crash a lot. Yeah. Um, Max is another disappointment. I, it's hard to see Max go out so early, and yeah. hopefully his shoulder's better. But I thought he would have been in that top tier kind of. He, yeah, he wasn't in qualifying. No, he no, wasn't. he was it, like, way it, it down. Didn't, it didn't help. He was thirteenth in qualifying. Way down. So. Yeah, so that that's uh, that's not great for him. I just hope that his shoulder's okay and it's not causing him to come back. Well, I got to ride, you know, because this yeah. is the second year he's got to perform this year, yeah. either Supercross or outdoor, right. or maybe right. he's looking for a ride. I think he's got a three-year deal. Oh, he does. Yeah, it's a three-year okay. deal, which they wow. knew going in, like, hey, this he's kid needs okay. some experience, you know. Yeah. So, right. um, uh, hey, I want to thank the folks at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free. Uh, if you're a company out there and you're looking for to, to get some people, and I know in these times it's not easy to hire people right. because of the COVID stuff and everything else, but right. so if you need some people. Uh, you can you can get them on MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. And if you're a kid or a younger person, you want to get started in the industry, it's a great place to go and put your resume up. And these companies are looking for people like you. Well, we posted some really good jobs. Uh, Honda was looking for a motor guy. KTM was looking for a marketing guy, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where you kind of start. And job of the week this week, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Motorsport, our buddies over at Motorsport.com, they are looking for a retention marketing manager in the Portland office. They're responsible for driving the retention strategy, planning, execution, Process at motorsport.com. I hope that includes re- retaining Pulp MX show. We hope. <laughs> uh, the ro- the sp- this role will support the marketing strategy as a whole by driving repeat purchases and overall customer loyalty. And also, they are looking for a motorcycle tech in Roanoke, Virginia at the store Motorsport Roanoke. Roanoke. Roanoke, yeah. Roanoke, Virginia. Roanoke, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the technician is responsible for the performing inspections, diagnosis, repairs, maintenance, and installations efficiently and according to the dealership's quality, safety, and time standards. Thank you to those guys uh, for coming on board, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Also, Chris Kiefer got hooked up with the folks at Decal Works a little while ago. Yeah. How's that going? It's great. I got preprints on my bikes now. Yeah. So that's Finally got numbers way different than uh, I've ever had it, and I, I got plenty of graphics. That's great to hear. Code PulpMX saves you 20% at decalmx.com. They're a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM team. So you'll see the stickers on Cooper Webb, Aaron Plessinger's, and our next guest's bike as well. Over 30 years of experience, Decal has led the industry in quality and customer service. Let's get right to our guest, the first podium of the year, Marvin Muskan. What's up, Marv? How are you, man? 
I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. I say no first problem. podium of the year, and it is, but it feels like you should have had a few more along the way, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, for the Triple Crown in 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 uh, what's it called at Phoenix, I was uh, I was uh, virtually third before the last main event, and then yeah. I was in a good position and at the moto, and I threw it away went down so uh that cost me a lot obviously on the triple crown those those ones you know you have to be consistent and then a a3 as you know i was running third mm -hmm. and uh doing pretty good and unfortunately um i also went down so uh yeah that that feels good but to be honest it's just uh it would have felt a lot better to get a third place at a3 than i did in indy right. i was running right. fifth I was running fifth, and then uh, obviously Mookie went down, and then Sexton went down, so mm -hmm. that gave me gave me third. Yeah, damn, Cade Clayson, he's a friend of the show, so we we were yelling at him <laughs> about that. Don't worry, um, but yeah. you you didn't even really blame him. You were yeah, you know what I mean. It's a lapper. It sucks. Uh, it wasn't you know Cade didn't do it on purpose and all of that, but. Um, no, and then yeah. especially that was obviously a sand section, and mm -hmm. and what I say all the time is. When when you're behind someone, you also it's so easy to blame the guy in front of you, but you're behind him, so you have to also be aware of what the guy in front of you is going to do. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. yep. I should have I should have you know done it done it differently and or or went outside and and obviously he made a mistake. So you also got to be aware of that. Absolutely. Uh, hey, you were, you were catching Cooper, your teammate, a little bit there. Probably about three quarters of the way through the main, uh, you look like you made a little bit of a move on him, not too much. And then I thought you were going to get him, to be honest. And then I looked away, watched some other guys. I came back, and you had lost some time. So I don't know if he hit the afterburners, or did you make a mistake somewhere? Uh, yeah, to be honest, yeah, I, I should have uh, passed Cooper um, at least, yeah, once, maybe, maybe twice. I had like two opportunities, but um, and after that, I kind of lost rhythm, and mm -hmm. and and I feel like he also got better in the in the second half of the the main event, uh, and I start um, doing some mistakes, especially on that three in on the big rhythm. Yep. Um, so losing a little bit of ground and. Uh, and then I was a little bit of, like by myself, um, so yeah, a little bit yep. disappointed about it. So. Right. So I uh, I saw you at State Fair last week, and this is a DV training program, Steve. Yeah. So yeah. DV brought Marvin out. Um, it was cool. Uh, DV was there. Marv was there. Uh, Mikhail Pichon and his kids. Yeah. Was Mikhail uh, riding? Uh, I don't think so, Marv. Right. He did, he actually did oh. uh, when when his son was done riding, then he jumped on his oh, bike. Oh, nice, and nice. But I thought it was cool, something different. You know, yeah. DV's having Marv come out and practice some ruts, doing some things. It, it wasn't the conditions I don't think Marv wanted because we thought it would be a little bit softer because of the rain. But it just gets him out of his uh, normal routine, I feel like. And I guess I wanted to ask you, Marv, like, is that something that you look forward to, doing something different with DV? Yeah, and that's that's exactly why I wanted to, to change my program and, uh, and wanted to to be with DV and and I knew things like this are a part of this program. Um, I, obviously, I wish I would have uh, rode my outdoor bike because uh, DV said, "Oh, you you're fine. You can ride your supercross bike." He <laughs> said, "Stop complaining," you know. And then, man, I was actually pretty tired after riding State Fair on my supercross bike. That was that was pretty rough. So, uh, but I, I I enjoyed it. I had a good time and. To switch it up like this um, on my program and uh, doing a little different things, yeah, um, like this is cool. Is it just 
rut practice or is it just not let's just have fun on state fair like what's the idea behind it okay so the funny things with, with dv uh <laughs> my very first day with dv was actually at, at state fair uh last year and uh he wrote he sent me the program and he wrote uh fun day like and okay. nothing else like fun day of fun writing day. yep and then and we got there and he was here obviously so and then doing a warm up and then and then he starts you know telling me oh you have to push harder coming into that corner you're a little slow and here and there you know yeah. and i said dude it, it said sunday on the program but i know dv you know he <laughs> wants to work on on things like this and a little bit of the same thing on on last wednesday you know on the program he gave me like uh, whatever three sessions to do and but basically he wrote the same thing like fun day like technique and nothing else right but he was there and then he gave me some pointer and stuff like that so it, it, it's pretty funny but he loves it yeah he's dv he he once gave adam cincerello this uh this advice marv on our show let's play this wake up supercross eat supercross shit supercross <laughs> fuck supercross <laughs> and sleep supercross <laughs> That's his advice to Adam Cincerello. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, okay. Uh, that's, what, that's what he says. So, um, uh, yeah, it was a really good race for sure for you. Um, we know you've done a Supercross-only uh, uh, contract for this year. Does this mean you're retiring, though? Does this, does this mean anything other than you just are riding Supercross this year and you reevaluate for 2023? Um, I, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's the goal. To be honest, right now... I don't know, but I, last year I, I thought about it. We, mm -hmm. we talked about it with, with my wife, you know, and, you know, saying, oh, maybe if I only do Supercross and, and have a little bit of break, then, then I'll do another year. So, But it's so hard at this stage of, of my career to, to really plan on how many years I'm going to do. So mm -hmm. we basically go year after year. Mm -hmm. um, and to be honest... I don't know. It's it, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, but I've I've been actually doing a, probably a little bit better than than I expected this year. I mean, I have a lot of expectation, but at the same time, I know, I you know, it's th turning thirty uh, thirty two years old. You know, those those other guys they they're a lot younger. I feel like so um, I never thought I would get to this to this age. To be honest, right, right. <laughs> when you start when you, when you start racing, but but I'm still enjoying it a lot and switching my program. So the team came up and and honestly, uh, that was Roger's idea for me to to race uh, Supercross only. So I said yes right away, and then we'll see uh, where it goes. Hey, Marvin, uh, Jim Holly here. Was there any talk of, like, say someone gets injured, maybe a Plessinger or Webb or anything, that, hey, we, we need you to fill in uh, for the outdoors or, or no talk like that at all? Uh, no, to be honest, like, they, they had no talk about it yet. So, oh, okay. uh, no, do you, do you no prepare idea. for it, though? I mean, like, you know, when the season gets down to, like, Denver and Salt Lake City, are you, you just going to, that's it, I'm done? Or are you going to keep yourself in shape in case that call does come, like maybe two or three rounds into the outdoors? Um, I mean, to be honest, I just want to, obviously, yes, yeah, still be in shape and, and enjoy some time off after the, the Supercross season. And, uh, and that's, uh, to be honest, the plan right now is to, to focus on Supercross and then do a break and then see, see where, where I'm going with that. And, mm. 
but that would be I think that would be you know the, the key for me to 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 keep racing. Um, the best example is uh, is Justin Brayton, and one day one day he told Frankie and he said. Marv, if he only raises a Supercross, he's got another five years in him. So that was yeah. pretty funny. Oh, <laughs> yeah. True. Well, no, you look at the World Supercross rounds are coming right. up. Those guys are starting yeah. their World Supercross rounds. Yep. You look at uh, Geneva is coming back. Paris is there. Marv can make some good money, perform really well for fans there. You know, a lot of people that love him. Uh, yeah, Marv, keep this thing rolling as long as you can, I think, <laughs> you know? So... Yeah, and to be yeah to be in, in that program with DV mm-hmm. is is like I said a lot different and uh, mentally has been different and physically as well. So uh, I'm yeah I'm excited for yeah for the future that that can you know change uh, some things up for sure. You're you're based in SoCal only this year. Uh, was that because of DV or were you you know you left you left Baker's Factory? Were you going to be in SoCal anyways? Was that part of the change, or was that something like, well, if I'm going to work with DV, I'm going to go to SoCal? Uh, what, was, what was the idea behind that? No, I mean, it, uh, as soon as I you know, told Alden that I, I, was, I was, you know, done and I didn't want to, you know, be with him anymore. I mean, it's been seven years. It was yep. great, but it was time for me to, to change. And uh, the easiest, obviously, way for me to, to, to keep racing and in training is to, to be in California, close to the team and to be and also close to DV, obviously, being oh, okay. with them. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's the main reason. Uh, Florida, you know, it's a lot of lo- logistic and, you know, bikes and the mechanic and, uh, yep. and all that, even though I still, you know, have a place in Florida. It's just uh, a lot, a lot. I always wanted to know, like, with Marv, like, we all, as Americans, we all have our favorite rider. But as, as a French rider, who was your favorite French rider growing up? Who did you look up to? Well, I mean, GV, uh, GV, uh, when I was, uh, I remember when I was 10 years old, that, that's when I started riding Supercross. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a track built at our house for my brother and myself, and then and I, I was able to go to Paris Supercross, um, uh, Ber- uh, Bercy Supercross, and we were able to do the opening ceremony on our 65. So I was, like I said, I was 10 years old, and, DV was there, uh, McGrath was there, Wyndham, Lusk. So that's some great memories. And, and you know, DV was uh, the top French rider and, you know, doing hill clickers on the finish line. <laughs> so that's, that's exactly at, at this time when I started to, to, to do some hill clickers. And as soon as I got on, the, on my 85, I was able to, to do the hill clickers. So that's, that's where I came from. So I was definitely looking up at, at DV and it. I have, like, Two two jerseys from from DV from those years. There's a great photo of Marv and DV exchanging jerseys when Marv was yeah whatever. Really? Do you no way? Do you have that picture? No, I just saw it. I don't have it. No, I just you don't have it. Because I, I mean, I wish I can. I haven't seen that picture forever, and then. I don't know. Even my my mom, you know, she's got a lot of pictures, but I yep. don't know where that picture went. And we, huh. I asked GV, can I get can I get your shirt at the end of the race in yep. Bercy? And then he says, yes, but I want your shirt. So DV put on my shirt. I was ten years old. He put on <laughs> my 
<laughs> my shirt and my jersey, and mm-hmm. then and I, and I had his. So that was that was amazing. I wish I can see that picture. Yeah, again. I, I thought I honestly thought it was you or DV who had the photo. I've seen it on on social, or DV showed it to me, or something. Huh. Huh. Uh, but I did, I thought I assumed it was your photo, Marv, or, or DV's photo. Yeah, uh, but it's really cool. Yeah, really cool. neat to see that. Yeah. Hey, hey Marv, I'm, I'm yeah. just curious. Uh, you know, when you were ten and, and David was, you know, your hero. What about the heroes before him, like a John Michelle Bale or a Jackie V. Mon or guys like that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you're ten years old, you know, it's it's uh, you know what I mean. It, uh, it's a little little different, you know. GMB was uh, what eighty nine, ninety, ninety one. Yep. Yeah, you know. So and I'm and I'm born in eighty nine. So you know what I mean. I've I've watched yeah. a little bit of some videos, but you know, when you get to like you know ten, eleven, twelve years old, then you realize more and more and then like i said i was going to bercy supercross and then you meet those those riders so uh before that that was uh that was too too early for me i would say i yeah. went i went to bercy when dv in 02 i was nick's mechanic and dv won every race every night i think it was three nights people going crazy people losing their fucking <laughs> minds Kiefer. <Yeah. laughs> and, and bercy if you ever been to bercy it's a small, yeah, small. arena and and yeah. that place was going nuts. And DV worked Jeremy like he was un- oh. just unbelievable that weekend. Really? Heel clickers everywhere, fans freaking out. DV swept every main event. He was the man. Yeah, yeah. I I, I remember. I mean, the best part of like Bercy Supercross is when we were. I mean, when they were going into the tunnel, and then and then the whole the fans they were waiting for mm-hmm. yeah like DV to get out of the tunnel and then enter the stadium every lap. And then, and the, the, yeah, like you said, the yeah. crowd was going crazy. And, and I remember some good years, too, with Sebastian Totelli when he was racing the 250, the Red Bull KTM 250, mm-hmm. and, and he was also fast. And I, and I do remember the crowd just going wide every time he was exiting the, this, the, 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 and then entering the stadium. Yeah. That was amazing. Yep. Um, Marv, how's the new bike? Uh, a lot of talk about it, you know, uh, um, a lot of issues with it uh, from Webb's point of view. And, you know, he was on the show a few weeks ago talking about how they they weren't there yet for him and uh, and all of that. But yourself and Mookie, um, how's the new bike? How's the, how's the settings? What uh, How do you feel about it? Well, to be honest, uh, the the real test was uh, was to to race it. Um, mm-hmm. We've had uh, we've had. I mean, I've had a, a great off season on it and uh, great practices. Um, but I always say that test tracks and 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 race tracks are pretty different, especially the way they get rough. So um, I really feel like we need, um, yeah, we need to get really rough tracks and. We we said it in the press conference after this weekend, and we had the question that you know how to duplicate the racetracks at the practice track, and it's basically impossible. Yep. But we need to get closer and closer to that to have a better feeling. And uh, yeah, like I said, the 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 real test was the the, the racing, and uh, we had some yeah good models and or good main events and other bets. So. We we definitely learning learning the bike and it's exciting to have a new bike but you have to learn it and mm-hmm. uh, and do things different than than, uh, than the whole bike I guess um, I've been I've been like I said really happy in the off season and on race tracks obviously not completely happy but I, I raced really well in an A one and other tracks that I was struggling a little bit so um, but I feel like I'm like pretty close to 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 
you know, yep. uh, where I'm really, really happy. So, and I've done pretty well. So I'm, I've been, I'm, I've been happy, but I'm sure we can improve. Yeah, the team internally was really high on Marv before the season started. Yeah. Like, hey, if you could pick someone right now, who's the best one? And Marv was always on the top of the list. Yeah. Um, no, Roger was. Roger yeah. was. I think. I think Roger got really excited that one day. <laughs> one day, I was probably. The, the, I don't know. The, the Frankie. Frankie had your back too, Marv. Frankie had your back. I know. I. I know, but I remember that was in December where every single person was saying, "Hey, Roger said you're flying," and I'm like. Well, I mean, yes, I'm riding good, but come on, you can't really say that. And I feel like everybody was telling me about it. So everybody you know, just like, ran with it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. And I, I don't like that. <laughs> you ever I mean, wonder, it's cool. It, it's cool, but you ever wonder why teams and and maybe you can answer this, Steve. Why don't teams invest in like tough blocks? Because I hear riders like, hey, once you get on the track, the track is narrower. Maybe yeah. not specifically, but with the tough blocks in place. It acts. The track acts like it's narrower. Why don't yeah, teams build that stuff on their own tracks? Why don't they put that yeah, kind of thing? Not a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah, I think that, that that's a great great point. Um, and especially when, yeah, you you're right. Like narrowing the the track, that's for sure. But also, like cutting cutting some you know edges or or on the side or hitting the triple right. on the side so you go lower. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually it's actually maybe a little bit more dangerous to do that to hit the side. But anyway, that's that's a great point and uh, that would be actually pretty cool to see that on on the practice track. I always thought that uh, what would be good is the factories uh, got lights and had night practice yep. uh, because you know they did that. The Honda mo- did that. Yeah, the yeah. moisture comes up at night. Yep. You yep. know, you're there during the day, two, three in the afternoon. It's a whole different surface than when you get to Anaheim, and you know, even all your qualifying, it's a different track in that main event when that moisture starts oh, to come absolutely. up. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I know Honda used to do that. Yeah. They would rent the lights and walk, do the whole right. Supercross night program. You yeah. know, so that that's interesting. Hey, hey Marv, when you go back to Minneapolis, uh, you know, you finished up third, and then the last time they were at Minneapolis, you also had a third there. Do you like it when you go back to a stadium where you know you've had a podium before and you kind of get a feeling like, hey, this is going to be a good weekend? I mean, uh, yeah, you do think. I, 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 to be honest, I didn't think about it this weekend, <laughs> but um, there is one stadium that I've done really well on 250 and also in 450 is uh, the Stadium. Yeah, in Indy. Yeah. So I won in 250 maybe yeah. twice and I won... I don't know, once or twice on the 450, not sure. But, yeah, great memories there. So, But you, even even that, I mean, even if you won a few times, like, you do think about it, but you know it's going to be always different. You know, all the, the track build is always different. Yeah, so, I, I remember uh, doing some interviews with you, you know, for Race Day Live in that 250 class, and uh, I called you uh, – Magical Marvin, I think that's what I said, because you had fast heat. I mean, fast uh, qualifying. You won your heat, and you won your main event. I mean, you you, you like that dirt in Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. And uh, like I said, also yeah. this weekend going to, to Minneapolis was, was a you know pretty big change. Obviously, it was a little dry in some areas, yeah, right. to be honest. 
but I'm excited to go to go some yeah to Indy for example, and I think that's the most uh, stop dirt over there uh, is D- Indy of the season. Decal works. Bring you Marvin Muskan. Uh, decalmx.com. A special graphics that they especially they provide the graphics that Marv has on his Red Bull KTM. Pulp MX code gets twenty percent off your custom graphics. They officially license with all of the OEMs. Marv, I'm from Canada. You're from France. I got a little tired of all these uh, industry people telling me how cold it was in Minneapolis. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Like. It's fall. I mean, it was cold, but I don't need to hear about it, Marv. We're, we're, we're able to uh, withstand these conditions, aren't we? No. Are you serious? <laughs> I, never, I never seen. I, I, in Celsius, in Celsius, I never seen minus 20 Celsius. Really? Uh, it doesn't get that France. cold in Even, France? Okay. No, 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 no. Well, in no, Canada, no, it does. No, no. Yeah, if you go in the Alps, maybe. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the mountain. All right, well, then I take yeah. that back. Even Geneva. Like, like Geneva was, was probably cold, but minus 20 is yeah. a lot. Like, maybe minus 5 or 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe it doesn't really, you know, make a big difference, but it's not that cold. Right, does that affect mind. you a little bit, Marv? Even though you guys are warming up and do your routines, does it affect you having the weather be that cold? You know, you notice that when you ride at all? Um, well, to be honest, I didn't I didn't. Ex- uh, I stayed in the stadium the whole day from 7 a.m. track walk to the main event. So <laughs> we probably spent only a couple of minutes outside to be honest. Like I went from the airport on Friday from airport, rental cars straight to the hotel mm-hmm. and then dinner slept. And then Saturday morning track walk at seven. And then we exit the stadium at probably eight, right. eight, eight p.m., something like that. Um, how'd you uh, how'd you feel a little bit? Did you feel you know people having carbon monoxide you know I, feelings? Or? Yeah, well, like after like Saturday night, I went back to the hotel and my eyes were killing me. Like I, I don't know, I felt like something was wrong. Um, I was glad to just like sleep and close my eyes, and then I woke up in the morning and I felt better. But I was a little bit worried on Saturday night. Like I was in like my eyes felt like they were burning and not feeling right. Yeah, interesting. We got a phone call for you, Marv, here from uh, Shane. He's been on hold for a bit. Shane, welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Uh, What's your question for Marvin Muskan? Hey, Marvin. I was just kind of curious on uh, what you thought about that drop right after the starting gate this weekend. It seemed to work pretty good for you. Uh, Would you like to see more of them? Um, uh, Yeah, that's something that we only saw, I would say, uh, that we only see like maybe once or twice a a year. Uh, We've had that in Salt Lake City last year. So, I mean, it's it's cool when you're able to get a great start and and in front of everybody, but when you're banging bars and then hitting that drop off, it's yeah, sometimes it, it cannot be fun. But uh, it's it's cool to see that, like I said, once or twice a year, and it's something different. There you go, Shane. Well, we were definitely cheering for you. Uh, me and my kids are huge Marvin fans. Uh, we got home from the race on Saturday night, and my four-year-old was crying. We asked him what was wrong, and he said he wanted to say hi to Marvin and Cooper. So I was wondering oh. if it would be okay if he says hi to you really quick here. Of course, yeah. I mean, uh, hello. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> He's did a huge fan and Marvin Muskan fan. So. Yeah. Did, did you guys have a good time at the race? Yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so, well, Hopefully I'll meet you one day. Swamp. Yeah, we were really hoping to this weekend, but uh, it didn't quite happen. So, 
Well, but uh, right, thanks for your time. Cool. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, yep. thanks, Good call, Shane. Uh, Nick's on four. Nick's, what's your question for Marvin Muskin? Hey, guys. Hey, Marvin. My question is, when you go from a year model KTM that you knew and was working well, and then they give you a new bike, new setup, what's the biggest change for you trying to figure that bike out? Well, yeah, that's a great question. To be honest, I was like super, super excited, and when I jump on it, it, it felt so, so different and and in a good way. And I, like I said, I had a great off season on it, um, and I feel actually better, better through the wolves. And I've done also some work uh, technically. So, but the main, yeah, the main thing is to to understand what they change on it, especially with the with the. Frame geometry and 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 the suspensions. Um, when you change so much on the frame, I think you have to adapt uh, the suspension, and that's that's what we we are working on uh, with the team. Yeah, you just can't slap on last year's stuff and right. call it a day. No right. way. So yeah, exactly. Uh, thanks for the call, Nick. Thank you, uh, hey. Kiefer. For you, what's the biggest difference between the models for you as on a production level? You've ridden them both. Uh, so engine for me is. is close to the same feeling and this yep. is production obviously yeah. uh chassis is a little bit firmer so i get a little bit of a a heavier or vague feeling in my front end on like middle part of the corner yeah so it's not quite as good as old bike but for doesn't me, turn as good right yep uh but for me like lean angle straight line you know stability is better and i felt like the old bike was a little bit you know wallowy and soft in that area so okay so me the chassis is a little bit more noticeable than the engine feel you know, that's something that I noticed with Cooper, you know, in the years past. He could turn on a dime. Yep. You see him go in, just turn. Yep. Now you see him try that, and it looks like he's struggling still. Well, yeah. it's a longer frame, right? Yeah. It's a longer frame? A, a lot of things are, a yeah. little, you know, yeah. obviously the <laughs> the drivetrain is lower. Uh, there's a lot of effects that could, you know, cause right. that, you know. And, and the rigidity of the frame stiffer? Yes. They're trying to more get it like an aluminum, more, more Correct. stiff? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And if you look at Marvin I thought and Flex Coop. was great. I mean, you, watching those Last things. year, Marvin Coop's bike had that brace in the front. Yep. Try yeah. to help that along. Right, right, know, so. right. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, and, you know, people talk about, like, hey, why don't they put them on last year's bikes? They can't do that. No, they're no. Still trying to sell these bikes, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, right. They're trying what. to sell the bikes, Marv. So I don't know if you've asked those guys to. Uh... Oh, this is a good one. So okay. Marv pulled up to State Fair, right, Marv? Yeah. And you had an old bike, the old bike, and the new bike in there in Frankie's truck. Oh. And people were yeah. coming up to be freaking out. Dude, Marv's going to try the old bike today. And I'm like, look, <laughs> no Marv, is, Marv is not here to ride that old bike. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Especially not in a public setting. Yeah, right. we're not, like, they're not here. They'll be renting a track out if that ever happened, but right. that's not happening. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll tell you exactly why. Is uh, the, the 21 bike, like, Frankie like gave it to me so in case it rains like too much oh. and we can't ride supercross then and and the public tracks are closed then I can go in the hills or whatever yeah. so that's that's the reason why Frankie gave me that bike that one day yeah and I'm sure their parts are still scarce for this bike there's you know it's brand yep. new bike so it's tough to get some parts I would yeah. say yeah yep uh all right last call for Marv here from Steven Steven what's up welcome to the show what's your question for Marvin Muskin Hey, thanks very much. Um, Marv, you're, you're on the uh, older end of the field and really respectful guy on and off the track. Is there is there anybody in the class that uh, you particularly enjoy racing or you've enjoyed battling with? Um, 
Yeah, when when I hear that question, I feel like I think about uh, Kenny Roxon because I've raced uh, Kenny in '09 and 2010 in Europe, and then and then I moved to America, and he moved a year later. So we bottled together on 250, and then on 450. So it's like to be honest, when I think about it, it makes me super proud. Like to still be racing and be able to to bottle with Kenny. I always felt like you know Kenny had a a little bit better than me like he was obviously better right away on the 450 winning championships and stuff but i was always you know able to get better and and beat him a few times so that always you know meant a lot uh kenny is a super talented rider so i always uh obviously enjoy when i beat him there you go it's funny i was watching <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for the call. Yeah, Watching old GP videos of Marv maybe like a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And yeah, uh, I've, you. I, uh, I watch how your style has evolved. Like, yeah. It's evolved a little. It's like he was so – I mean, he's still a smooth French rider. Right? A lot of these French riders are really smooth. But right. Marv has gained aggression over his time in America. Would you feel that's a you know safe statement, Marv? Yeah, of course. I mean, that, that, yeah, that, that question or that sentence always come up. Uh, I feel like in Europe I was able to – to be a little smoother and get away with it, to be honest. And then here in America, when I show up here and then raise my first outdoor, everybody was so aggressive, and and I had no choice to 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 be more aggressive. And I, I felt like the, the the level compared to back in the day when I was in GPs was uh, was different. So uh, yeah, I, I had no choice if I wanted to to do good here. Yeah, I was at. I think the I went to Toysental. When, when Mar- Marv went 2-2 and Kenny won a moto, I think, on a Suzuki, and it was Kenny's first moto win. I think that's what happened. MX2, obviously. Yeah, right? MX2. Yeah. Oh, nine? I Dude, I can't even remember. Was that when it was? Yeah? That long ago? I think, uh, yeah, I think it was oh, 09. And uh, you would, was this when you switched to KTM, I think? Were you not, were you missed yes. the race? Yes. You were, yes. you were um, uh, riding for a Honda team, yeah. and then you switched to KTM, but you had to sit out a race. Because yep. of somebody, whatever, somebody was figuring something out. And then, yeah, you go, did Kenny win that day? I don't even, maybe not. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I think so. I f- yeah. Yeah. I thought Marv won a moto, though. No, because I went, I went, I crashed first moto, I think. I went 6-1, I think. Yeah, I thought you won a moto. Yeah. But Kenny won. Yeah. Yes. But Kenny won the overall, which was massively. And anyways, it was just, for me, a guy from uh, from Canada following the GPs, it was just cool to see the place lose their mind over Kenny winning, and yeah. then I was like, "This," and I didn't know anything about Marvin Muscan other than I'm like, "Oh, this guy's pretty good too." Like on a KTM, like yeah. I was like, "Oh boy!" So <laughs> you know, so that was a cool little thing to be at, a race to be at, kind of a little moment in GP history. You know? Next week it starts, Marv. You got you got some picks. Oh, um, MXGP, yeah, yeah. I mean, man, it's good. I love I love following MXGP. Um, it's a stacked field too, uh, especially on MXGP class. Uh, uh, 250 is good too, but MXGP is cool, and uh, uh, yeah, obviously always uh, you know behind uh, the Red Bull KTM guys. Uh, Hurlings, uh, I don't even know when he's gonna be back racing. I don't know how many GP is gonna yeah. miss, but that's a bummer. But we know that Geyser, uh, Fev, and you know Caldenov, the Yamaha guys, and Maxime Renault for his first year, the French. Rider world champion in 250 uh, last year. He's uh, moving up, and he already did really well in the yeah. um, 
some of the off-season races. So I think he's going to surprise uh, a lot of people. So I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually picking uh, Maxime Renault on MX uh, GP Cup. Oh wow! That's a sh- if that happens, that's wow. a shocker, dude. That's Marv's Marv's yeah. bias. Marv's Marv's showing his French bias there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that'll be yeah. He hey, he was good in that one. Pre-season. Honestly, like yeah. his warm-up race, I was surprised that he won, and there were some good guys there. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I look for Prado and Geyser, I think, will be the two guys. And then we'll see. Is How long till Romain is in, you think? How many is he going to miss? Yeah, that, that too. I don't know, actually. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, was, he'll be – hopefully he gets up they to actually speed gain, too. They actually gain one week right. with yeah. this weekend yeah. being postponed with the weather. Uh, all right, Marv. Well, hey, man, thanks for calling in. Congrats on the podium. Yep. Um, you got a you got a triple crown coming up, uh, which you were pretty good yep. at last one. So uh, thank you for calling in, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. All right, see, see, you, see you. That's Marvin Muscat, everybody. Red Bull KTM brought to you by decalmx.com. Uh, Jim Hawley, Chris Kiefer, myself. Let's, uh, let's do the expert goggle tear-off, shall we? Let's go. Let's go. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles, a choice of uh, champions everywhere like Kyle Chisholm and Ryan Brees and uh, Freddie Norn. Fast privateers wearing X-Brand goggles. Rich Taylor, you know yeah. who that you know, yeah, yeah. Rich is. Uh, thank you to that. Josh Strang, second place at the opening GNCC mm. with X-Brand goggles on. Uh, EKS tw- EKSGoggles.com. Uh, Pulp. What is this code? What's the damn You're code? Pop right show now. 22 is it's the code to say. There you go. Brand.com. Are we all right today? I, I'm okay. I just, I got a lot on my mind. Right. I got the rant coming up with you and I got oh, a lot on my just mind. Oh, it's brewing. Uh, so xbrandgoggles.com, eksbrandgoggles.com. Pulp Show 22 is the code to save. 30 seconds on the clock, Jim. These are rapid fire yep. questions, all right? Made, submitted by a guy named Corey Moser. Do you know who that is? Know the name. You know the name? Yeah. Okay, all right. Let's do this, Marks. Steve. How much of Blair's success in the booth can be can we attribute to Holly carrying him through the Supercross live broadcast for <laughs> oh, years? Yeah, eighty six percent, I think, because uh, Uncle Jim was showing Daniel Blair the ropes for so long. So. You, you know, something interesting about that. Daniel did give me a call uh, at one of the Anaheim's, the first one he did this yeah. year, and he he uh, said, "Man, I want to." Thank you for helping me out, and yeah. cool. you know, I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a good job. Doing, he is doing a good job. Yep. Absolutely, Great you, job. you've done the color, you've done the hosting. Yeah. You've, I mean, in this sport, at, at some point in the '90s or whatever, yeah, you've done everything. I've done a webcast. Few yeah, yeah. 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 Do so you ever think that you would be able to do that when you were racing? Like, I'm going to be on TV and be on the other side of it. I did actually. Oh, you did. Uh, yeah, uh, and the only reason why is because I was probably the only rider in that day that wasn't shy or in Dude, out came or do on, interviews. He came on Winnipeg News with Rod Black. Yeah, yeah. He, in a local fuck news. fuck is Rod Black? Yeah. Well, he's, Dude, he's a he's, legend. Yeah, he is. He's, he's a broadcaster. Like, that sounds like he's a porn like, star, he, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a legend. Oh, okay, so uh, uh, local 6 o'clock news, Rod Black was our sports guy. And, right. and, and he, and, who's your sports guy? <laughs> Okay. All right, Rod Black here with the sports today. Yeah. How's it going? Hey, that's it. You sound, a <laughs> yeah, you do, you sound yeah. like Rod. And don't yeah. you don't you talk shit on Rod Black? Okay. Canadian, not, Canadian I legend. Enjoy the name. Canadian yeah. legend. Okay. Jim comes on. He's in town for the arena cross. He comes on, bursting through the set yeah. uh, with his sunglasses on and on his bike and the whole deal, like on the news. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I had a good time, Rod. Oh, yeah. right. I, I met Rod through Elvis Stoiko, the Canadian, yeah, the Canadian figure skater. I'm a gold medalist for, yeah. for Canada. Stoiko? Yeah. yeah. All right. Elvis. Dude, got some names up there. Yeah. Well, nowadays, you, you watch the figure skating and you saw the, the American guy who won. Yeah. He's doing the quads. Elvis Stoiko 
correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, but I think he was the first one to do a quad. What? I, I don't know about that. Yeah. My, figure, my Canadian sure. figure skating stuff is uh, <laughs> really it's not good. It's not that. It blew my uh, mind. So. If he's like, yeah, dude, like this is what his routine was like. I'll yeah. be like, yeah. Nah, he was a legend too. All right, next yeah. question. Jim, who's the gnarliest stuntman or team that you've worked with? Oh, I don't know. There's so many uh, good ones over the years. I mean, it's just different uh, categories. You know, you have your bike guys, you have your high fall guys, you have your fire guys, but uh, just, uh, you know, all of them, are, you know, are their own specialties. You, you know what I mean? But I don't know, good all around guys. I mean, uh, you know, the Epper family, they, they got me into it. Uh, Jack Gill, Andy Gill, they were coordinators. I worked a lot with those guys, Charlie Paterni, different guys over the years. Okay, 30 but, seconds. Uh, yeah. Okay. You really, you really cut off Jim Pollard. Man, right. There's wow. rules. This isn't Nom. You're unbelievable. Yeah. This isn't Nom. This isn't There's the rules. rules vets. Yeah, he forgot I can yeah. run with it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kiefer, uh, what did you fill that OGO 9800 bag with for two nights? No, we're going to get... No, we're not now. This is what time. I'm going to say about this. Fuck you. That's what I'm going to say about that. We're going to get into this wow. in a second. I just yeah. read the questions. I know. Kiefer. Yeah. All right. Steve, how are you going to top cutting off a man's pony at the next live show? Yeah, it's tough. It's only downhill from here. Yeah, it's... Tattoo laser removal? Something. I don't know. Foreskin removal? Something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do they call it? Uh, uh, why can't I think of that? What? Circumcision? Circumcision. circumcision. Thank you. Yeah. A live circumcision? I don't know. We'll do something. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what you get for talking shit on me when I couldn't figure this, out the word display. Awkward. And you're just up in arms. We're going to capture the display? Yeah, you, could. Display, you didn't right? know the word display. But you don't know circumcision. <laughs> circumcision. All right. Circumcision. All right. He doesn't know the word display. He's like, that, that, that thing. That, that, that. I'm like, display? <laughs> He's so Anim mad about anonymity. it. Anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, yeah, 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 we'll do it. We'll do it. Hang on. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, Jim. Do you think this new World Supercross Series has a chance at succeeding? I mean, I sure hope so. I mean, it was good to me when, you know, they first did it. Made a lot of money. Uh, made a lot of friends. John Vandenberg from Holland, we were battling a lot. And uh, I still keep in touch with John. Yeah, I, I hope it goes over. You know, I, I think it's good for a lot of guys. You know, let's face it, the, the guys here, and, and I'm talking guys that, get into the main event they're not making and i gotta go a little bit longer steve i'm sorry but that they, they're not making a, a, a lot of money and this gives them an opportunity to go make some more money and then reinvest it in their u.s career thank you did 30, i make 31 it? 31 seconds not bad um Kiefer, what would be something you'd consider giving up for a free bike like dark like dark side did his pony <laughs> i gave up sex for 30 days 30 days only? Yeah. That's all you would do? That's what they offered. Who offered? Uh, Chris Dennison. I worked at Dirt Rider. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. So he goes, well, I couldn't beat off. I couldn't do nothing. Okay. No masturbation, nothing. Nothing. Wow. So I love beating my meat. All right. All right. <laughs> Steve, who's a current rider that reminds you of Jim Hawley? Wow. Nobody is the complete package of Jim Hawley, but... It's tough. But, um... No, and you know what? No, the overseas races aren't there anymore for guys who travel for money like like yeah. you, you used to. Like Chisholm would be a Jim Hawley, like the guy yeah. that's a veteran that's just, you know. But even I feel like your level was higher than Chiz even. Like you were a fifth yeah. to tenth place yeah, guy. Yeah, no, it, it was which a Chiz bit is, higher. Chiz got yeah. a top five. Yeah, no, he has, but right. Jim, Jimmy was there a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I can't think of it. I, I want to say back – 
you know, one guy that I always kind of admired, you know, I, I, I looked at him was be like a Nick Way. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he, a Nick Way. But um, nobody traveled like you were insane no, with your I traveling know. schedule. Yeah. Like JT. Yeah, yeah, JT. Yeah, yeah. JT a little JT bit. Made, Absolutely. Traveled um, a lot. Right. That that yeah. would be a close comparison for sure. Yeah. Um, no, and off the track, nobody. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> some of the best times. <laughs> no. Some no. of the best times that I've had were at Reno Arena Cross post parties. Oh, up up top? Yes. Yeah, I'd fly the girls in from L.A., boy, and it was on. That was some of the best times. It was Me, on. Me, Casey Johnson, Michael Brandis, yeah. we couldn't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're like little kids, like 12 years old. They're like, hey, man, you got to get out of here, man. Right. <laughs> you, yeah, you can't be, be up here. here. Yeah. yeah, you can't be up here. We need a bouncer. Who let you in here? <laughs> All right. Jim's eyes light up just thinking about those oh, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, me yeah. and Robert he Hansen. Like, he let out like Reno. Yeah, Robert uh, Hansen. We had good times. Biggest little Reno. city in America. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jim, have you ridden an electric bike, and do you think they are the future of Supercross and Motocross? You, you know, I have. Uh, I, I rode them when they first came out a long time ago. Um, I can't remember the, the Alta? brand. Or yeah, before my, the Alta. Maybe before the Alta. Uh, there was a KTM zero, but it's not really a no, no, and, no. It yeah. was it was way before oh, okay. that. I'm I'm trying to. I, I, it went Bramo? out of business. Bramo? No, it wasn't Bramo. I'm trying to think. Uh, Steve, uh, my buddy Steve, uh, he had one, and I rode it. But anyhow, that was. Yep. But to to be honest, the future, I, I think, you know, maybe not in my lifetime. I mean, I'm getting to be 61 years old, but I think in my grandson's mm -hmm. lifetime, you know, because he's got a, a, a Strider and he's got electric bikes and mm -hmm, all that yeah. stuff, Stasics. So I, I think that era, and you're seeing the KTM Junior Supercross Challenge, those are all electric. So, I mean, maybe 20 years, 30 years. I don't I, know. I, there's no way it's going to be the future of a Supercross and Motocross. It's the future of selling more motorcycles to other kinds of people. That's okay. what I think. Okay. Yeah. No one I mean, I hope they don't get rid of the combustion engine. Right, I, I, I don't so. hope they. I don't. Want, I don't wish that. Right. All right. Last one, Kiefer. Who's faster, Craig or Jet? Oh God, this is gonna get me in trouble. Depends on the track. Right. Uh, wow. Look, at, I give Jet a hard time because he gets a lot. I mean, he is a great rider, great kid, great person, but the media hypes him up a lot, so I get sick of him a little bit. Because I'm gonna suck um, Jet off. Christian, I just feel raw speed. Christian is a little bit better than Jet, but man, it's close, dude. Because Jet is a smooth rider as well. Yeah. Like it's yeah. insane. But look at the age difference. Right. That's, That's what I'm why Christian is yes. got that raw speed now. Yes. Uh, all right. That's been the X Men Goggle Taros. <laughs> Choice of privateer warriors everywhere, like uh, Kyle Chisholm and Josh Strang and Ryan Brees and Freddie Norin and more. Uh, eksbrand.com as well. So thanks to those guys for uh, everything they do. Uh, Fly Racing. Jim, have you been to a, local, a motorcycle dealer yet in the last little while? Yeah, I go in them. Yeah, have you ever gone up to the parts counter and smashed the parts counter and demanded to see the latest Fly Racing catalog? No, but I like the helmet here. It looks nice. All right, there we go. You hear that, JT? He likes the helmet. Well, you already got one person on Twitter thrown in jail for this counter beating. Yeah, I know. What? A guy tweeted me and said he smashed the counter, his parts counter, and now he's in jail. <laughs> no way. I know. I'm kidding. Um, all right. So uh, thank you to uh, uh, Fly Racing guys for making things happen. Actually, someone on Twitter said Justin Brayton. Maybe a little bit of that a modern pretty, day. That would be a great. Yeah, that would uh, be a, another analogy. Yeah. Justin JT, Brayton. we had a question from that guy Moser on our X-Brands about the modern day Jim Hawley, and we thought of you because you would travel anywhere for any kind of start money. 
Greece. Yeah, Hollywood was a lot better than me, but similar, but similar trajectory, attitude. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, Chiz, uh, I think Jim was a little better than Chiz as well. Yep. But Brayton, Brayton uh, would be a, yeah spot Brayton, on. But Brayton doesn't travel. Out, he goes to Australia, but yeah. like JT would hit Croatia if he has two hundred dollars. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, see, let's you, do it. You got, a, you got a connection for me? Yeah, oh see, he's in. Yeah. JT's in. So got to make that it, money. It was good to see you Saturday, JT. Awesome hanging out. Great. <laughs> uh, well, I was a little busy. Like I'm working over there. Mm-hmm. I, I know you were just just thrilled to be there on Saturday. I was fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I see JT uh, when I do the. Uh, Track walk? Uh, yeah, the yeah. track walk. Yeah. Uh, you know, I retired from broadcasting from Race Day Live. It just yep. got too much. COVID hit and everything. And I said, look, I- I'm done. 16 years old. I traveled, raced factory rider, this, that. Yep. Ran the team for Yamaha Japan. Got into the broadcasting for 20 years. I said, look, I'm just done. So Feld called me and Mike Mewey says, hey, can you fill in for uh, Stephen Scott Lurch? He does these VIP track walks. And you got to do five rounds. And he named him off. But every time I- I'm battling with JT. He's got his group. I got my group. Man, we're throwing elbows when we're going down the tunnel and stuff. I would never get into an elbow throwing contest with Hollywood. I know that's a losing. No. Losing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, but you know, JT, you do the, the fly track walk and everything. I mean, the, the thing that I hear is everybody is so amazed on, you know, how deep the ruts are, how deep the whoops are, how the face of the triple is just straight up and down. You don't get that perspective when you're up in the stands. You know, it looks like, yeah, I could go around that track. And I hear, oh, yeah. I, I don't even go up the finish line anymore. I let the people go up and I go around. I said, I'll see you in the next corner. Right. Yeah. I mean, the perspective is, is really hard to replace. Uh, there's just nothing like it. And even people that are sitting like in the lower bowl of the stadium, it's still different. Like they get down there and at, like every single time they stand on the triple face and they're like, how do they possibly do this? Yeah. You know, and it, for us, all of us, you know, it, it's, we get kind of numb to it yeah. and uh, we get jaded by how many times we've seen it and watched it and done it. But these guys, man, you can see it in their face. You can see just the like amazement and awe of the fact that, this is like normal for normal day life. And these guys are like, I couldn't even imagine rolling over some of these jumps, let alone, you know, doing 20 minutes plus a lap. Yeah. You know what I do with some of my group? I tell the people when they come down, I said, look, now if you guys see a rock, you feel free to take it home as a souvenir because the riders will appreciate it. I pick up sometimes a a stone that's the size of a baseball. I go, how would you like that coming off a rear wheel of a 450? So take that by all means. Take a Sharpie and put Minnesota truck walk in the data or take that stuff away. But one guy came up to me, JT, he says, I was up there watching the whole practice and everything. Now I came from my truck. I didn't know it dropped down off the start, you know, foot yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Cause yeah, you, know, you, you really it, don't, yeah. you can't yeah. see it. Yeah. Uh, we were debating Nick way and a Ray told me that I could hit that tabletop before the finish. Yeah, you could. I had that covered. Yep. And then yep. they were both telling me, Mathis, if you clear the table, the finish is, you know, no. yeah. even He's not doing the finish. Not doing the finish. I said I'm not doing it. They're like, no, no, dude, trust me. You would have enough speed where you just roll it on and you jump the finish. And I'm like, well, you, I don't I think mean, so, guys. Like you physically can't do it. I just don't yeah. think you would. No, I don't either. But they were both telling me, yeah, you got the finish, Mathis. I'm like, Ooh. I don't think I do. Ugh. I don't think I got, but I got that table. I'm picturing it in my mind right, right now. Right. I, I don't know if you guys ever saw, but I, I did the uh, Supercross Futures, and it, it's on a YouTube 
clip. Okay. Um, in in uh, Glendale a few years oh, ago. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I just, oh, I, I, I wasn't. Oh, that's I, right. I, I do remember this. Yeah, I was yes. just doing a double, and this guy kept coming out. I forget his name, but he was on the counter, and he was tripling. I'd pass him back. I said, man, this is for the podium. And I, I, I'm 60 years old, man. I'm not, yeah. or, no, I was 58 or 9 or whatever it was, but I had to ride the 40 class because they didn't have a 50 class. So I, t- I said, there is no way that this cat is going to beat me to the finish. I'm going to pull the trigger, and I'm, I just overjumped oh that triple, God. and I was I gathered yeah, it up, yeah. and I went off the finish. <laughs> but I got third. I got, got third. You got the podium. I got there the podium. I got, I got the podium. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, JT, so um, a couple things. Uh, let's start off right off the bat. Jed or Christian, who you got right now? Who's better? I think uh, I think Christian. I, I like what Kiefer said about raw speed. Um, I think racecraft and um, just kind of a, a natural sense of how to control a race. I think Jet is pretty amazing to me, and, and we have to remember these are two different it, like maturity levels. You know, Jet's eighteen and Christian's yep. what thirty-one. Yep. Um, so so for them to be very similar of how they're managing races at their different ages is, is pretty amazing, right? You almost expect it for Christian. He's been there and done that. But for Jet, he looks like a seasoned veteran and how yeah. he approaches not only Supercross races, but also, like you mentioned uh, earlier or yesterday, Steve, uh, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross races. Like, yeah. he doesn't make big mistakes. He doesn't do dumb things. He doesn't throw races away. And that's that's not common. That That's really... Uh, something we don't see very often, especially yeah. from kids that are that are only 18. Forget it, even like you know 22. Look at Chase Sexton this weekend. I get it, a different class, but those are the types of things we really haven't seen from Jet Lawrence, other than the one time at A1 when he was like 16. Yeah, hey, or J- I guess. JT, I want to ask you, when do you think we would see a guy like uh, Jet Lawrence move into the 450 class? Like what age? Like he's 18 think, now, uh, like 20, 21, 22? Yeah, I think he would follow the same trajectory as Chase Sexton. Yeah. Uh, you know, if he wins a title, uh, this you know, he could go defend it next yeah. year and then in the 24 season move up, which I think he's, he's 20 years old. It makes sense. He's been racing pro for four years at that point, and he's so far ahead of the game yeah. already. I wouldn't be scared of it being too, too much for him at that time. God, man, if he rides as well as he does on a 250 and he brings that to the 450. Yeah. just It's similar to Chase. Chase was yep. really liked out in the 250. Right. Uh, but I feel like even more so with Jet, like the speed is even better. Yeah. yeah He's going to be dangerous. There's so much bike skill there. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Uh, JT, so uh, RJ Hampshire talked about how he was not feeling well from the race, and then so Justin Starling is, and, and our buddy Jamie, his eyes – Marv was wasn't Marv, feeling good. Marv yeah. said he wasn't feeling good. Uh, there definitely appears to be a little bit of, a, of an issue going on Saturday night. I don't know what. Yeah, yep. it's going around. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really know. I'm not a doctor, and I don't have any expertise in the field. But um, I'm certainly hearing the same things that you guys are. Yeah, yeah it, uh, it's interesting. I'm sure Feld guys are getting phone calls and trying to figure it out, right? Yeah. So um, you wonder how much it affected racers out there, though. You know, RJ was – rattled after the race Kiefer you were talking to him right yeah there. And he you just know, said I me. wasn't I'm not used to getting that you know winded or I couldn't breathe and yeah. he's like what was up so yeah. and Starling said he was sick all day but then other guys were in the pits all day no problem well, Chase no even said that too like he was wondering why he was getting a little bit of yeah 
you know. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, and I think you could Headache. see it in, uh, yeah. you know, Adam Cincerello's eyes were pretty pretty bloodshot there at the end of the night. Yeah. Um, yep. There were there were there were a lot of people being affected by by something. But I think they were they, weren't they uh, having the guys go outside and warm the bikes up and stuff too to try to help out keep the uh, that I don't know personally, but I down. do know there was some bikes getting warmed up in the tunnel. Yeah, whether or not that was legal or not yeah, yeah but that happens know. in other races i gotta think yeah. there's something else going on you know what i mean yeah i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens in the coming days i will say this man what that ets fuel yep it's gnarly yeah uh, like the ktm team runs it and every time i walked by anyone running that fuel yeah it was pungent yeah. like it is mm. gnarly stuff is that something new uh no it's been around oh, okay. so they just made a new one called k21 and they had a k18 fuel wasn't as gnarly but this new stuff it literally smells like cat piss hmm. like i brought it in at home in my garage a yeah. five gallon can opened up once and it just went through my house <laughs> so i had to stick it outside in my shed and even when you walk by my shed you smell it right wow well, hmm. interesting so. uh fly racing flyracing.com uh please check them out at your local dealer if you can and demand to see the latest and greatest from fly racing just just don't even smash your counter just just mention it maybe just ask so you got a fly catalog yeah you got a fly catalog yeah um uh, Jason, JT, so uh, I feel like the top five from the 250 <clears throat> class this weekend, we were talking about this earlier, are going to be the guys. But I would put Pierce Brown in there. I think he, he won the heat. Really? He, he rode really well. Yeah, if he can – this is his third year. This mm-hmm. is Pierce's third year. I think that that's the kind when you, you know when you can get going. Well, he was certainly impressive. I, I did not have him winning that heat race, especially when you look at the field he beat in that heat race. So – I don't know if I'm there quite yet, yeah. but I do have to give him a lot of credit because he looked the part on Saturday night. Yeah, he, uh, he qualified first. Yeah, he qualified. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, he makes a lot of mistakes. He's R.J. Hampshire light. Mm-hmm. You know, the last couple of years, I don't think he's finished the whole series yet either due to injury. So, you know, he's got to get over that first. But well, what do you? I have a question. What do you chalk uh, a lot of this up to? Like it, it's. Jordan Smith and RJ and Pierce Brown. And, and there's a lot of kids that are like this. I would say Forkner has been that a little bit too, even though he has 11 wins. I mean, he has had a tendency to crash. There's, there's no question about that on top of, you know, in spite of the 11 wins. Is that just these guys pushing the limit so much? Because I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think it has to be that way. You watch a guy like Jet, he doesn't look like he's on the limit at all. You know, and he's not crashing and he's not – you know, I think these other guys are, are pushing the envelope all the time. We saw how many crashes there were in in qualifying practice alone, and yeah. uh, that carries into the races. I, and I just don't know if that from these guys doing so many you know hot laps and heaters at the at the pr- practice track and and constantly pushing the edge. I just I was never that guy. I never rode really like that, so I don't I don't really understand it. Like they they crash so much, like you, you would just think they would. Like, well, think i have to back it down a little bit do you think though so you look at those guys you talked about right yeah. uh, older guys uh jordan and rj and even forkner a little bit now he's been in the class for a little bit mcadoo you have to put mcadoo well, in there yeah too. um but maybe you know they're not 450 guys because they can't stay upright right, right. they're missing series they're missing races with injuries mm-hmm. they're they're mm-hmm. not able to finish a series you know top three because they can't stay on the two wheels and this is why they're all in that class still you know is these mistakes and if they can smooth out those mistakes they would be in the 450s but they can't do it and, and the guys that he's mentioning either obviously forkner's won before but yeah they haven't won in a long time 
and they they're they're probably under a little bit of pressure for themselves. Yeah. I I want to do this to get the confidence back. But, like you know what's a huge advantage in the 250 class? A factory bike and being older. Yeah. That's a huge advantage. You're smarter, you're more mature. Yeah. Theoretically, you know how races are going to play out, you know you have experience whether it's AP or Osborne or or what whoever throughout the years the the factory bikes older guys is a deadly combination you know, outside of your Ferrandis. Ferrandis, you're lining up against a guy a like Drillo. Yeah, you're lining up against a guy like for, like a uh, uh, Jet who's a 17 18, right? And making right. mistakes or whatever. Christian Craig, right? right? Although that might be I mean cuz just last year he kind of threw it away. Like he he was neck and neck with Nichols and then yeah, he right. threw it away. So I'm not sure Christian is a great example, but this year he is. But anyways, that's a huge advantage, factory bike and being older. And some of these dudes have that advantage, and it doesn't work. Right. Does. And you so. would see a lot of those guys kind of grow out of that. But some of these guys haven't grown out of that, I guess is more my question. Like, they're right. still doing yeah. the same thing that they've been doing for five years. Right. Well, and case in point would be a, a guy like Adam Cirillo. He He's moved up to that 450 class, hasn't got a 450 win, but he's still crashing. Yeah. Yeah. He said that in the live show when we were there on Friday night. He's like, someone asked him, like, hey, what's your, what's your plan? He's like, hey, man, I like to go more than four rounds without Actually, <laughs> he, he was a great guest. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. He was really great. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and I thought he was pretty transparent in saying, like, I'm a guy that gets hurt a lot. You right. know, and that, that can't be a fun thing to label yourself as. No. Even but, though we know it's true, it's nice to hear it from the actual guy. Sure. I don't know if it's nice to hear it or not. I almost feel bad for him, <laughs> but I, I can't argue his point. Like, um, it, that's. You you watch guys crash a lot, and some guys can crash a bunch of times and not get hurt. Adam can't. If if Adam crashes several times, he's going to get hurt in one of those several times. That's just how it's played out for him, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, hey, getting back to 250s real quick, too. A couple things. Oldenburg, God, you got to feel for Oldenburg. Like, if it's any other start straight, he probably can start on the outside and get a start, right, because he has time to get yeah. out there. This is the shortest start of the year. Last gate pick. You're fucked. He really got a bad jump too. Yeah, he Cartwright, did. Cartwright squeeze like was ahead, like a half a bike length yep. ahead of him, going around that first turn. I was, I was pretty high on him too. I, I was too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was that? The carbon monoxide, or you were high before going? <laughs> I was high before. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think it might have been better for him just to let those guys get the jump, yeah. forty-five degree angle, go to that inside, hug it nice right. and tight, and I think he would have came out better than going well, around the outside and getting pushed I out. I think, you know, when you have a bike like his, XPR does the motor, it's a good right. bike, it's a fast bike, you yeah. think like, okay, I can pull a start from out here because my if bike is good. If you get the jump. Yes, yes. If you yeah. don't get the jump, right. turn the throttle off, go to 45 yeah. degree angle. Oh, you're saying after. You're, yeah, I, thought after. You meant, I thought you meant off the gate. No, no, okay, no. Yeah, if yeah. he comes Once off Once you don't and, get and the jump. If he's got the jump and he looks over, I got this, Go. start moving over. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't, or yeah. take about seven dudes with you in the first corner and tell them to get down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get like, down. Like JoJo Keller yes. told me in Australia. JT, you <laughs> told this story uh, on commercial break. My buddies in, in Winnipeg, Arena Cross, mid-80s. Jim's there with Jeff Hicks and Rollerball and, and these other guys. And the JT would have done it, though, too. Oh, a seasoned veteran, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he would have done it. So the, the track went out of the arena of, on the first lap, a couple turns in. Real narrow back there, right? Big pile up. My buddies are trying to get up. Jim's laying there saying, stay the fuck down. Stay down. Stay down. They'll throw the red flag. And my buddies are like, what, 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 what? And they just all, oh, JT's gone. Uh, and they just all flopped. flopped down. And sure enough, a red <laughs> flag came out. 
and it was fantastic. A restart. Jim, veteran but, move. Like I said, it, I, I didn't come up with that idea. JoJo Keller yeah. came up with it. And in Australia, there was a, an over and under bridge, and the first turn went, and you turn and you went in the bridge, and there was a big pileup. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get up. And JoJo's pulling up my jersey, pulling me down. JoJo, what are you doing? Stay down, Holly. We'll get a red flag, and we'll be, have another chop. <laughs> and we did. Dude, but is, as, if I was one of those guys, your buddies, yeah. and Jim told me that, oh, yeah. and it fucking happened, yeah. I would be, my mind yeah. is blown. Yeah. No. Like, uh, JT, we, you're back. Uh, yeah, Jim was telling my buddies to stay down. They'll throw a red flag. Don't get up. Just lay here because the track's, you know, it's so packed, right? And it, yeah, and, and see, it happened. I, I saw Michael Leslie do that in Germany. Like, he crashed in the first turn and then just, like, laid across the middle of the track, so they red flagged it, and then he got to restart the race, and then he won that one. Yeah. Oh, damn. By the way, JT, thoughts jo- on, Jojo oh, Keller thoughts again. On, thoughts on the the the, the LSE most unprofessional <laughs> tweet? You might want to sit that out, Mike. Uh, I feel like I've gotten in enough trouble with the Moto Concepts team this year, so I'll okay. stay away from that one. But, but I think everybody was just kind of like shaking your head. Okay, exactly. Just just stay. Just maybe just, sit this one out, Mike. Yeah, just uh, just put the phone down, Mike, and move on. Um, <laughs> like no, nobody wants to drag you into this. Nobody has anything bad to say to you. Just, just sit this one out. Right. So, um, so as I talked about, Oldenburg didn't make the main event. Well, Rami Alves, Lane Shaw, Preston Kilroy, Jace Kessler, Luke Neese. I mean, some of these guys got their fast laps taken away because they doubled uh, yeah. in the qualifier. Right. But even still, those guys I just listed, they're main event guys. Yeah. They didn't make the night show. Yeah. Lane Shaw didn't make the night show. Didn't make a night show. Like, if right. you're Luke Neese, who made a bunch of mains last year right. and was good, you don't make a night show, you got to be going, what the hell just happened? Right. So, yeah, tough tough class. Well, there was, a, there was another guy from uh, Texas, Van, uh, Van, Martin. Van Martin. Van Martin, he, he got hurt. He got hurt, yeah. yeah. It yeah. didn't look like it was a, a bad crash, but uh, he was in the hospital. He, he's going to be okay. I think he's going to be okay. He's yeah. A good, Van's a good dude. So yeah, yeah nice. he's a really out, good shout guy. Shout out to Van Martin. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. That's it's a deep field. The two fifty East. Yeah. I really am looking forward to the East West though. Like when they get together. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And that's Atlanta, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not in that's uh, a Speedway. Yeah. yeah. It's a Speedway, so it's probably a little bit longer lanes. Maybe they'll have yep. the longer whoops. Yeah. You know, we don't know what they got for. Design. I think if you're Christian, Christian, you just take what comes. Like right, like don't don't get into some big battle or war or who cares about jet whatever. Like you have such yeah. a commanding lead yeah. now of this championship at thirty one. Like yeah. just get it done. And I think like he if, does know that. Like right. Yeah, like, I, I hope so. And I, I'm sure he does. He has smart people in his corner. Yeah. Um, but don't like get into some like who's better east or west. Who cares? Right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. You, you right. only yep. care about that championship and the championship bonus. You can let. Jet win the race. You can finish second or third. Yeah. Just keep just getting it, those let points. It, let it unfold, right? Yeah. Whatever opportunities are there, take yeah. them, but yeah. don't do anything dumb. How about uh, Freezy? Good. Like heat Good, race. Right? Heat race, yeah. full shot. Yeah. Making the whole the whole heat race interesting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He rode well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you, you got to give it to him. That was, yeah. that was a good shot. Because no. he comes in and he runs with Hartraft and those guys sure. have been riding all year. Right. Yeah. Jumps up, you know. That, that, His that, times were good in qualifying. Right. I looked. That's one thing Qualified I wanted tenth. to look. Yeah. Tenth. Right. It's impressive. Um, JT silent. No, no. I, I talked about him on the review pod. I thought okay. he rode really well. Hey, when, when he rides well and doesn't, like, make you know make egregious acts on the track, I'm fine. Like, I don't have anything bad to say about him. But I'm when I see him do things that I've seen him do before, I'm going to call him on it. Right. So, yep. good job. He rode really uh, well. 
Race Tech ran of the night. Uh, Pulp 22 is a code to save. Motor work, suspension work. You've probably oh, dealt, dealt with Paul Thede over the years at Race yeah, Tech. Yeah, Paul's a great guy. Great guy, super smart. And uh, whether it's the solitaire guys or whether it's Zombie Blows or whoever, uh, they sponsor a lot of privateers and they make some bikes really work well. Get your suspension service, Jimmy. Get your oil changed, right? Your gotta get it. You got to get it changed. Like, I mean, even if you're not like a super fast guy and you yeah. don't want to revalve. 20, 25 hours you got to do it. Get your suspension yeah. looked at and use the code PULP22 to save uh, at Racetech.com. I wanted to have JT on for the Racetech rant because he... <laughs> it's shocking that you want JT on here. <laughs> JT will understand. <laughs> oh, I know he's on your side about he this. Will, he, will, he will understand you this. You guys travel a lot. I wanted a neutral party. Oh, fuck. Yeah, JT's neutral. He's here. neutral. Stop. Are you, if he agrees with me, are you going to kick him out of the shootout? No. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> shootout's not happening. It's a magical shootout. A, you know what? You can't kick me out of a shootout that's not happening. Whatever. Okay, right. good. Talk well, it up. My race tech round of the night is simply traveling with Chris Kiefer. You'll Jim. enjoy this, Jim. Sit, Jim. Sit back I have a travel Jim. Sit Chris. back and relax, Jim. That's going be good for you. The man, first of all, he when he le- I've said this before. You know how E.T., when he was down on Earth for a while, uh, away from his spaceship and away yep. from his friends, he started shriveling up and dying. <laughs> right. Like, he got all white and so stuff, right? right? right. <laughs> that's Kiefer when he gets away from the high desert. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so, Jim. That's not really. He doesn't, doesn't travel well. He does not travel well. Okay? So he's but a, who, who travels well anymore with the way you got to go with the yeah, mask so, and everything? Right, right so, Jim. You know? So he comes to Minneapolis for a two-day event, live show on Friday night. Saturday night, the race. Yeah, we hung out in the press yeah. box. So yeah. he checks a 9800 Ogeo full of clothes for two nights. That's, his, that's what he does. He checks a bag. Well, his wife probably told him it was going to be 20 below and stuffed a lot of jackets in there for him to keep you him warm. You just need one jacket. He, yeah, he might have spilled something on it. He's JT. I'm trying to Back help me you up on this, JT. Thing, Back me up. I, I'm going to let him finish, and then I will talk. That's insane, JT. That, that trip... A Friday, Saturday, back home Sunday is a OGO layover trip every time. Don't have one. Would love to have one, OGO. Would love to have a layover. Don't have one. Second thing. So that's insane. That, that's an extra, like, a couple hours, and you're carrying – he's wheeling his bag in. He went to FXR in the afternoon, and I was like, I figured he maybe brought a bunch of gear oh, or something. Like helmets and yeah, braces. they might have filled it, yeah. <laughs> no, just clothes for two nights. Close. So oh. he, he's flying southwest. And you know how you got to check in at the time of your flight, right? Yeah, right at the minute. Right, to get a good seat, right? Yeah, well, right. yeah. Yeah, so that's what you do. Does JT even so, know this part? I think he does. Uh, okay. I think, of course. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I know, of course. But you fly right. United, right? Yeah, I'm United guy. Okay, so he's Southwest. So yeah. he's Southwest. That's what he does to me. I'm all about direct flights. His, his flights are 5.30 in the morning. That's balls uh, early for I, sure. I, I can't do those anymore. Oh, okay. All right. So he just needed to, you know, get up and check, and check himself in and, you know, whatever. Sure. Oh, no, Jim. He gets his wife <laughs> to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and check, check his ass in. in. Oh, jeez. That's a pretty good deal, though, right? Well, yeah. Dude, no, because you're you just... taking care of her when you got home. JT, yeah, oh, again. Oh, okay. she got it. Good, good. Two... Hey, Heather, wake up I at 3.30. I don't three... understand why you couldn't do this, let alone it's two hours earlier for her. Well, wait a minute. Now, if, if you're on Southwest, you can pay a little bit extra, and they'll check you in. They'll oh, yeah, a little bit extra. Yeah, I can bump yeah, up to eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But maybe do that next time. I am going to do that next okay. time. But, but who? So the, I'll tell who, you. I'll, who's, who gets their wife to get up at 3.30 to check them in? I don't. Not me. I don't have her. Yeah, not me. JT, don't even say anything right now because I have a good comeback and I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, I didn't ask her. She volunteers herself. You still say 
No, honey. Why do you say if Pookie offered? No, I'm bullshit. saying I am saying I am bullshit. a grown man, and I will check in when I need to we on know my you're own. A grown man, I will not make you get up at three thirty in the morning. And check me in. I, and then, I, I and then she sends a photo screenshot of his boarding pass. So little Chris, <laughs> little Chris has his boarding pass right there, ready to go for him, you know, <laughs> with his with his 9,800 for two nights. The, the only thing I got to say for that is to how to fix it. What's that? Just do like I do. What's that? Take a noon flight. Oh, yeah. uh, I take noon flights. I, I can't I like do it anymore. home early. Yeah, I, with, I, I have I nothing to get home early to. All my kids <laughs> are growing up and gone. It, it, I don't care. It sucks to get up, but it's nice to be home early. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a home early too. If guy. I do not, I wish, I wish, if Heather, you listen, you need to call in. This is bullshit. Because. Yeah, you like that? She, if I don't involve her in something, like I say, hey, I got it. She gets all, why? What? How come I can't help you? I, you don't, I don't need help. I'm fine. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. Don't worry about it. And she just gets pissy. So I've learned over the years, fuck it. Yeah. Do it all. I'm good. You got to win your battles. Yeah, I'm good. And then, do that, dude. And then he needs an Uber from the hotel because he wants to go balls early even though he doesn't have to go that early. Check check. Oh, yeah, but you didn't check the take the tram? I took the tram from the airport to the uh, hotel. Oh, he, he could I, never figure that yeah, out. I don't know. Oh, that. really? So I call him an Uber yeah. and he's like, so so, so, like, where do I meet him? What do I do? No. Where do I go? It's false. I'm like, yeah, just run outside the lobby, man. It'll just be, a, there'll be a guy there like, <laughs> like, it's not a magic, it's not a magic kingdom. It's not a, a portal. It's not a portal that you got to go into. You know, it's not a secret chamber. He's just writing there for you. Like, oh my God. This guy, I'm just saying like, I've got to be careful Chris, what happens around Steve. Chris is, is a fantastic friend of mine and he's very smart when it comes to motorcycles and racing and everything else. But I've never seen anybody travel like Chris Kiefer. Can, he, can I he, he can gets, I interrupt for one sure. second? Though? Does he know the Kristen Craig story from Sweden? I doubt it. Do you know it? I think you've told me that. Yeah, it sounds familiar. What JT, do you know it? Uh, I don't think so. I love Kristen Craig. I've I've known him since he was shitting in his diapers when Mike Craig was racing with me and stuff. His dad, yeah, right in the whoop. I had I had <laughs> I had uh, you know Kristen coming to Sweden one time, right? And he was riding for Joe Gibbs racing uh, on the East Coast there, right? So I go to the airport in Stockholm to pick him up, right? Yeah. Or Gothenburg. I can't remember what city it was, but yeah, I come out and I look and I go, oh my god. He had, I sw- it had to have been six bags, six bags. And I go, <laughs> Christian, what, what is all this stuff? Oh, he asked me, he goes, hey, can I get a little extra money on my start money because I had to pay for the bags. Yeah. And I go, the bags? What, what, what is, well, you know, I, I, I left, uh, uh, where was uh, Joe? Charlotte. Charlotte. I left Charlotte and I went to Europe. And then I'm from Europe, Sweden, I'm going back to San Diego. And I go, have you heard of Big Brown? Just box the shit up and send it there. And when you get home, it'll you be. Oh, he there. brought his Charlotte he brought stuff. Everything to Sweden. It <laughs> came all the way back. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I just, I just went. Oh, That's a man. smart move, maybe. He yeah. got, he got extra start money. Man. So, what if yeah. you really like Sweden? Is just like screw it, I'll just stay. Yeah, yeah, just maybe. Here. I don't think uh, he liked it though. But JT, my race tech rant is cr- <laughs> this. This is unbelievable. Can I defend I mean, myself? On the, I was trying to help you out there. Yeah, again. I know. Uh, uh, Can I defend myself with the 9800? Hold on. Uh, we have Heather on. Thank you. Thank you, Heather. Uh-oh. Heather Kiefer. Welcome. Thank you, babe. Go ahead. Speak up. Yes. Well, would you like me to uh, just help you out here? Yes, please. Because, Go ahead. Because because I call and check you in because I offered to do that? What's wrong with that? Right. No, 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 no. Right. No, no. He can check. He, you do not need to get up at 3.30 in the morning and check your husband in. He can do that on his own. 
Look at you know how many times he's called me in the morning and asked what kind of coffee he drinks at Starbucks because he doesn't remember. It's not I thought you were here to help the fucking situation. Oh, <laughs> it's called being a team, and you're a team regardless if you're together or if you're in a separate state. Boom. Hey, oh hey Heather, I, I just had a quick question. What did you get? Did you get A seventeen eighteen or did you get B four? Uh, he got B. I think it was like B19 and uh, A23. Oh, A23. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the only just, person up at that hour to check somebody in for the A19. Yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> that must have been key. Right. <laughs> you know, and like, this is a, it's, it's southwest, so you got to you gotta do what you got to do so you get a good seat or else you're screwed. Hey, and you're sitting in between two people he, and you're cramped and it's a miserable fight. Steve also says that you say yes to everything I just she, she does. Yeah. Jim. No, I don't. Jim. I could walk in on, like, a, a family of four murdered with an axe, and Kiefer would be standing with a bloody axe, and Heather would be like, you know what? They had it coming. They had it coming. No matter what Chris says and does, Heather's got his back all the time. You're, you're a good woman, Heather. Uh, you know, I try. I try. It's teamwork, and teamwork makes the dream work. That's why we're still married after just, how many years? Just, yes. just a 9,800 for two nights. I had. Let me defend myself. Full of clothes. I saw. It. Listen, if I would have, I would have had a 9800 all for myself too. So why? But are you you're also a shit? woman. You're a woman. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you, you. That's that's unacceptable. I had to wrap listen, the, the pony case but, in something, right? Yeah, I felt I like I was going to damage it. it I was worried that it was going to get damaged in the flight, and then I also thought. It, oh, I don't listen, feel like she's helping me. Bad. Yeah. The pony doesn't even arrive. You know what it would, would work uh, to not get damaged? Put in a carry-on, and then you're in control of the suitcase the whole time. You put it in the overhead, you take it out, it never leaves your sight, the pony case never gets damaged, done deal, it's in the overhead, it's hey. good, and you have you have two no, nights of clothes. here's the thing, when I get to the airport, I don't want to have to deal with bags. I want to have my purse and go through security and not worry about how Heather, the security stop me because they want to check all my shit. I know a three-by-four sure suitcase on wheels is a lot to handle and pull it around, I know, but it saves you an hour each way. Saves says an hour each way. Look it. Actually, he did it because he landed and he was outside in like ten minutes. So fuck. <laughs> yeah. I arrived to Ontario. Where you at? First, she lied to me. She said, "Oh, I, I'm on the 15. Oh. I have Life 360 on her ass. She just left the house. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I got down there 20 minutes. Calm down. You weren't even waiting that long. JT, a, a two night trip. I could fit it in my backpack. So could you probably, if you really tried to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have to travel really heavily sometimes, like this week for Dallas. When I go to Dallas, I go, I don't come back until after Daytona. So yeah, I will okay, I'm just saying heavy. normal. But, man, those weekends like Minneapolis where I'm in and out, I really enjoy traveling super light. Like, and I consider a carry-on, with like, that's super light. Close for the weekend, you're in, you're out, you're dialed. Jim, and let, me, let, me just, let me just, hold on. Two me, nights. Would you check a 9800 ever? No. Thank you. Uh, Chris doesn't have the travel experience we do. Exactly. Right? You guys have a way more. secure about what you're going to need. Like, I know what I'm going to wear. Thank you. Well, you, you, you know, I, JT, I have... where that comes from, and, and you can probably agree to this, is when we're traveling, when I was racing, traveling all over the world. you got to travel light because there ain't no one over there carrying your bags. And I found that out the first time I went. I carried a lot of stuff. I said, that's it. Screw it. I ain't wow. taking all this stuff well, anymore. I, I, uh, hey. It becomes like clockwork. Like, you know, okay, yeah. I need this outfit. I need gym. I need to go to sleep. I need to wake up. Airport. Back home. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it, it's like a... 
It's like a five minute or less. Hey, hey you know, JT, what I, you know, I got, I, I take whatever airline goes direct, and I have a lot of miles on them all. But you know, I, I know like Steve has a lot of, he gets to board first on the airplane or whatever, right? But you know, I, I get to go first on any airplane I go, and you know how I do that? I'm a diabetic, and I have my insulin pin, and I just go up to the front. I go, hey, I need a little bit of time to get on because I gotta take a shot of insulin before I get. In. So I bypass all the all <laughs> the people. That is awesome. Uncle Jim. Yeah, hey, all um, the people. You're diabetic. Might as well use it up. When, exactly. When was the last time yeah. in a non-Aiden environment or yeah. argument, a non-Aiden argument that Heather didn't side with you? You couldn't think of one. Heather? <laughs> um... Here's the thing. I don't keep track of We that. don't really like, argue, what? though. We don't have fights. I'm not saying, okay, right. maybe not argument. Just when did she have a, when did you say, you know what, Heather? I want Italian kitchen. And she said no. No, because it, it doesn't go that far because I, the tone of her voice, I know exactly that she's not down. But there is something that is a disagreement that she doesn't agree with me on. When I say she's acting like her mom. She says no all the time. She gets pissed off. <laughs> well, that's a, I think that's a universal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any wife would, would cringe at that but one. Just but. for the people at home and want to know what it's like to travel with Steve, <laughs> just to let you know, Steve is like a fucking recording machine. Anything that you do, say, act. Oh, it will be used against you on the next show. It will be recorded in the brain, and he will know this, and he will use it on Monday okay. nights. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to use it. When, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, when I told JT, a neutral party, about the Heather check-in yep. and the 9800. It was disgusting. He couldn't believe it. Right. He he also, in my shoes, would be bringing that up. I'm not. I don't like to uh, overreact. Maybe as much as you. I, I think the uh, the check-in, like Chris, come on, bro. You, we're we're in our 40s. Like you can check in. Yeah. Five thirty. Absolutely. It's not that. I'm not, not disagreeing with that. But the if packing you're... thing, I, I I chalk that more up to inexperience with traveling. Heather, when you when I when I start doing stuff by myself and I don't include you, what happens? I get butt hurt. Thank you. You're, so. I mean, you got to know the situation. Like it's situational awareness. Nothing says, nothing says Just spousal, like in spousal love than checking somebody in for sure. That's a great bonding spousing moment. I will say, hold on, one so just so <laughs> you, you know, know like, Heather, like they're they're. they're Bonding, Steve. It's just about helping out your significant other. And I don't care. I'm probably getting up to go pee anyways at 3 o'clock. So I'll take two minutes. I'll check him in and go right back to sleep, which is exactly what I did. Hater. It's riveting. Hater. Heather, do you you leave a... Notes in there too, like I love you, because nah, I I, I went to uh, I went to Europe with my buddy Hochi uh, from Guatemala, yeah. and he opened up suitcase every day. His wife had everything packed for him, his clothes for Monday, wow. Tuesday, when and each day had a different wow. note. You really? just yeah. given Heather an idea because that'll happen. <laughs> that'll happen. No, I mean, that'll happen. Chris and I in the past have left each other notes when yes. we leave, but yeah. I didn't do it this time. No. Like. And Heather gets, I mean, I leave for I mean, two those days. two nights, I mean, good God, yeah. I mean, how would you ever live without them for two nights? When Chris flies to another race in 2024, yep. this, this will happen. <laughs> yeah. So, real quick. He's so like E.T. If you want to know why I know Steve is disgusted, because I was on the phone with you, Heather, and I was talking about ear, my, my AirPods. And yeah. I did not know that that LaCase charged the AirPods. Oh, yeah, that's another and one. Steve oh, is my literally God. laying in bed, he, like, just going to throw up on himself. He, like, he can't believe it. He's like, what? How's it? They're dead. You mean the case charges them? What do you mean? What? How's the case what charge them? Dude, <laughs> JT. I, just, I, just think they I didn't know. AirPods. I thought you had to charge the whole case, like, plug it in. 
Yeah. You do have to do that deuce sometimes as well. Yes. He's just, I just, I can't, you know. There's just some things I don't know. You got to deal with Steve, that. Steve, you want him to travel to the races more. You're not helping your cause at all. I'm trying to get him to be a professional traveler. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> you can get. We fucked. are amateur hours Thank over you. here when yeah. it comes exactly. to travel. I, I guess it's amazing. It's amazing. So, all right. Well, that's my race tech round of the night. Traveling with Christopher Kiefer. I didn't complain wow. about being there, though, did I? You you said you were tired. Yes, but you were you, too. You said it was a long you day. You were yawning way more than I was. I'm always tired, so I, that would I'm, I'm guilty of that. Yes, it was the carbon monoxide. <laughs> was the carbon yeah. monoxide? No, no comment. Yeah, it was. Uh, thanks, Heather. Thank you for calling in. And next time, Heather, I need to check in early. I'm going to call you. No, you fight United. You don't got to do that shit. So okay, all right. I mean. If it happens to happen when life swap happens, if that ever happens, mm-hmm. I will gladly check you in at three oh, thirty. Thank you. I will right. take advantage of that, and okay. I will. You will also pack my ninety eight hundred I mean, for me. For sure, absolutely. You can't and I'll wait. I'll tell you what coffee to get to in case you forget. Hey, Pookie's oh. fucked. Would you come back? Yeah, yeah, maybe. You're Literally, maybe. Uh, <laughs> thanks, I Heather. Fucking kill you. Thank you. You're Shut welcome. Have a good night, boys. Right, see you. Bye. See you later. That's my race tech round of the night is uh, packing a 9800 for two nights and having his wife check him in. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I didn't ever. All, I, I didn't know weekend. about it, but yeah. 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 So. I'm with you on the AirPods. I don't even have them, but yeah, yeah. me and technology, oh, we don't get good. One time, Steve, he had to help me with my iPhone. I had the the Bluetooth on or something. Yeah. I, I didn't know I had it on and it takes battery. I, I, I'm not, I haven't had AirPods, but I got it for Christmas and I only use them a couple times. So yeah. I feel like AirPods are my, one of my only ever wins with Steve where, like, I have things that I, like, try to get Steve to do that I really like and I think he would enjoy. And he's usually like, no, 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 I'm out. I ne- no, never, <laughs> never, never, no, no, no. And AirPods, I finally got him to try them, and he really likes them. Like, that's one of the only things I can cling on to. So I'm like, I'm like, see, I told you, not everything I tell you to do is wrong. For me, it's a game changer on the plane. I don't have to listen to anybody. She's kind of like Phil. Like, I put those in, and I don't hear the kids cry. I don't but hear they're shit. not even noise-canceling, though. No, but I have the music on, so I know, it drowns everything you out. You should try actual noise-canceling. The pro ones? Yeah, the pro ones are next level. I, and I've only had the pro ones for, like, two months. Yeah. I got them for Christmas, and they are, they're, like, a, a whole nother level up from where I was. And they're they have noise-canceling in them? Yes. Okay. All right. All right, JT, anything else? Nope. You guys enjoy it. Uh, you're doing a, a, a re-raceables podcast tomorrow with Jim Holly out here. That should be interesting. Yes. So yeah. check, check that out. That'll be fun. Daytona 86. Oh, nice. Fourth place in the main event. Yeah. Nice. Keith, I look forward to not doing the shootout. That's fine. I'm with not going to invite you now. You're, you're clipped. Oh, J- well. JT, well, I'll, I'll, I'll it's, see it's you. March. Uh, JT, I'll see you in, uh, I think I got three more to do, and I think it's Seattle, St. Louis, and Denver. And remember, Denver's an, er- Denver's an early one again, I hear. 1 o'clock start time. I look forward time. to that elbow right in my side as we're walking out onto the track. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks, JT. See you, JT. Right, see you Fly Racing, right, right. flyracing.com. Please check them out uh, on the web. Thank you to that. Hey, a contest uh, time for Pulp Mech Show uh, listeners. Um, so we got a $50 Amazon card up for grabs. Uh, are we the sponsors this week that we're going to do guts racing get data and atlas neck brace we want you to make a purchase from guts racing get data or atlas brace using the pulp mx codes in gets case you have to email us um to get the code we'll send it to the guys that get get and they'll uh, dial you in but the code for guts the code for atlas are on the website uh dm us at, at pulp mx show uh instagram dm us a picture of the product and the receipt and we will pick a random person who bought a Guts or a Get or an Atlas brace 
Give them a $50 Amazon card. Uh, so thank you to those people for doing that. Guts Get Atlas are the sponsors this week. 50 bucks Amazon card. Show us your receipt. Show us a photo of the product. Uh, butter us up wherever you can. We're going to award a random person the, uh, the $50 Amazon card. And Guts is uh, the seat covers, correct? Yeah, G- yeah. Guts Racing up in yeah. NorCal. Yeah, no, I re- what's the owner's name? Andy Gregg. Yeah, Andy, yeah. Good guy. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I know my buddy Kurt Binky. He needs a seat cover. Okay. You listening, Kurt? You better yeah. call in, man. And He's in and then you Tucson, can, Arizona. You can save money using the, the pulp code, and then maybe you get the $50 Amazon card, and you're ahead of the game. Wow. So, wow. Uh, Pro Filter. There's a real option for riders to avoid cleaning an air filter ever again. Uh, Pro Filter has been active in the industry for the last decade and manufactures top quality air and oil filters for dirt bike, street bikes, side by sides, and everything in between. Uh, please check out uh, profilter.com. Pulp20 is the code to save. Just grab your dirty filter, take it out of your blue crew, throw it away, put the new one in. It's fantastic. Uh, they, and they make it for more than just dirt bikes. Also, Maxima Oil. Love the guys at Maxima. Were you sponsored by Maxima? You were a Bellray guy forever. No, PJ One. PJ One. Uh, PJ yeah, Harvey. But, but I am Maxima now because uh, PJ Harvey. He sold the company, and yep. it's a big kilometer. And they didn't know who the hell I was, yep. or they didn't care everything I've done. So I yeah, just, I feel like PJ One is in motorcycle. Is, yeah, is they really, went down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, PJ and Harvey and Vicky, his wife. I mean, they were longtime sponsors of mine, and yeah. been to his house in Scottsdale, and. Yeah, just having uh, that PJ one sticker on your visor was sick. Yeah, yeah. on the visor and also on the uh, front fender, yeah. always had it, you know. And uh, remember when Jimmy Button he married yeah. actually Brandy, that's PJ's daughter. Mm. They were married and they, yeah. they got a divorce. That's why, or whatever. That's why they run. The, well, he was on the PJ one Yamaha team, yeah. which I was on. Yeah, I was exactly. A mechanic on. Yeah. So Maxima yeah. USA, whether it's SC one, whether it's nine twenty seven, which is still the number one selling performance oil, two stroke oil. In most markets around the world, uh, I love the chain lube. Uh, I love the MPPL, the SC1. It's great. Uh, filter grease is fantastic as well for, for the linkage and for the filter. Maxima USA, um, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, Monster Energy Kawasaki, using Maxima USA. Uh, so please use the code PULP20 to save at Maxima and Pro Filter. Thank you to those guys. Great oil. Great company. And Jim Holly uses Maxima now. And Jim Holly uses Maxima. Right. Yeah. yeah. Scotty Gurmerth, I gave him a call. And, uh-huh. then, you know, we promote a race, Robert Hansen and I, up yep. in Carson City, a flat track race. And we like to give away some stuff. So Scotty hooked me. Hey, you get in, talk to uh, Ronnie. So I talked to Ronnie, oh, gave Ronnie a call. Dogger. Yeah. What's your best dogger story that you can tell on the air? Uh, I, I don't know if I've told it before to okay. you, but we were in Japan, mm-hmm. and I hooked them up. I, I knew some Israeli models over there, blonde hair, blue <laughs> of eyes. did. Yep. And uh, we took them out. We had a great time in Tokyo, and just uh, Ronnie went back to the room, and uh, he had been drinking and partying. And, you know, I, I don't drink. And, yeah. But I party, but I don't drink. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't smoke. But anyhow. But I'll party. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so Ronnie had the girl back, and the next morning, it's like 10 or whatever. He knocks me. He's Oh, man, I'm so great, Holly. I go, yeah, I told you, Ryan. Because, yeah. And, and you know what? She didn't take my money. I go, well, of course. Why? What do you mean? Because I had all my prize money, all the yen. He left it out on the yeah, – yeah. and he f- passed out, yeah. and she didn't take it. I go, well, they're good good girls. You know? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's awesome. Israeli models. Yeah. Israeli blonde model. Yeah. Not taking your money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What, a, what a great story. Uh, so thank you to the folks at Maxima. Pulp 20 is the code to save the first guys. They're fucking hand chopped off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, speaking of OGO 9800s and layovers, oh. Jim Holly brought you by OGO. Jim, do you travel with OGO? Oh. Absolutely. Layovers, 9800s, yeah, all that? No, yeah, the I have 9800s, yep. the big, but... You know, I don't I don't ride so much right. and uh 
Yeah, I mean, those 98, you could, you could kill somebody and put it in that bag. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a big bag. Have, there's a, they, have a, they have a rig bag now. It's a little bigger. Oh, really? Yeah, so oh, I, that's man. what I use. That's your gear bag that that's, you don't ride with? Yep, that's a gear bag I don't ride with, but okay. I will be riding soon. Yeah, I, you I, will I be. think yes. uh, Frank Richard and, and O'Neill, so uh-huh. I think they distribute. They run OGO Power Sports yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, so they hooked me up with, uh, they're great bags. Gotcha. I mean, they last a long time. O'Neill and Jim. Dude, yeah, we're tight. Dude, still, still years. You would still wear. That's that's your gear company. Yeah, that's what I wear. Yeah. It's like Doug. Yeah, same thing. Dubai. Yeah, who's been yeah. with him longer? Yeah, me. Oh really? yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No way. How really? Yeah. Well, well Doug's almost, Doug's fifty-eight. Well, yeah, but I'm sixty-one this yeah. Yeah, next <laughs> month. So, so Doug. <laughs> well, Doug was wearing O'Neill in eighty-two. I know for sure. I saw a photo in eighty-two. No, I was nineteen eighty on the Mugen when okay. I rode with uh, Johnny O'Neill. Yeah. yeah, never wore another gear since then. Before then, oh, not since then, no. Only strictly O'Neill. We own property even together in the magazine, and houses. Even in the magazine stuff? Even never, in the magazine. Never, that was the key. Yeah. The, yeah. Got, I know you were you mostly in O'Neill, but I was wondering if you ever wore yeah. anything. I did. Fox in, in uh, prior to that when I won the Golden State Series, and then I switched over to O'Neill. No, but since you wore O'Neill, oh, even in Dirt oh, Bike Magazine, you oh, never wore another thing. No. You were no. allowed to wear your own gear. Yeah. That's rare, too. Yeah. Like, usually you have to wear what they advertise with, nope. right? Nope. Not doing. I had contracts with Jim and stuff. And uh, did you get photo incentives in the magazine? Every time in the magazine, you get some money. I did. See, that's that's important too. Yeah. I made a lot so, of money so back in the day with HJC. I, I remember. I remember one time, you know, like I said, Jim's like a big brother to me or whatever. But I was negotiating my contract, right? And he he was. I I didn't like the the amount he was offering me, you know, because mm-hmm. I knew what Kehoe and George Hall and those guys were getting. But they were factory Suzuki, and I wasn't quite factory Yamaha at that time. But I was supported and everything. But I told him, I said, look, this number needs to come up to these guys. I go, these guys are not getting all the covers that I'm getting on Dirt Bike Magazine right. and all mm-hmm. all the publicity. So I literally walked out of his office and said, look. You step up to the fucking plate and you throw the ball so I can swing the bat or I'm fucking leaving. Right. And uh, he stepped he, up. That was he a, threw the ball. That was the one time that you maybe, maybe we're going to leave. Maybe. Yeah. But a funny thing about Jim, he's a great guy. Love him to death. Is, you know, he's real critical on everything. Like Mike Craig, we would be flying over to Europe mm-hmm. and he would have Fox stuff on and he was O'Neill guy. Yeah. I go, Mike, what are you doing, dude? I go, you got to, wow, this stuff's cooler. I go, yeah, but still you're going to get a deduction on your, yeah. on your salary. You know, you're going to get a picture with that on and he's going to yeah. deduct it. One time I think that I crashed and I lost my visor and he was going to give me a deduction because I didn't have the O'Neill logo. <laughs> I go, bullshit, man. <laughs> I go, I fucking crashed. Doug that that me, came Doug's- off. Doug has similar stories. Yeah, too. no, yeah. no. Yeah. He, I mean, he's real like that on business. It, right. It's right there in the contract. And when we do leases and everything on how, it's right there in the contract. Yeah, t- right. uh, Red Dog said he had never been docked by a gear company for injury. Right. Until he wrote for O'Neill. Yep. That's, and, you know, that's been, even though clause. it was it was in the clause, it was in the other contracts clauses. Yeah. They never were enforced. Yeah. He signed the O'Neill one. It, it was, was enforced. enforced. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I I actually I actually had Jim's wife. She would wash my jerseys because I would tell Jim, I can't get the Georgia red dirt out of my jerseys, you know. So I gave him to her, and he goes, oh, I guess you're right. We'll get you some more jerseys. Right. I go, because they look like shit, you so, know. They're all brown. They're all stained. They're red Georgia clay. 1980 to 2022. You've seen some yeah, still using it. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and they got to give me gear. 
Yeah. Like they had their yeah, 50th, uh, right. 50 years being in business a couple years ago. Yeah. And I went and rode Mammoth uh, this year in the, the 60 class, and uh, Pete Murray ended up winning. He, oh, Pete, he's, he's he still, still fast, good, man. Yeah. He still goes really good. Yeah. Um, but they gave me all new gear. Oh, you need new gear. Well, I'm happy with this other gear. There's no holes in it. Well, yeah, but that's 10 years old. I, I just don't ride that yeah, much, yeah. you know. And, and to this day, my gear bag is still in the uh, in in the living room. Then when I took it out of the truck, coming back from Mammoth, I haven't been on a motorcycle. I haven't thrown a leg over a motorcycle since Mammoth. I'll be down. Well, yeah, that's it. Just well. I don't know, just different things in life. Oh, Geo Power Sports bringing you Jim Holly on the show. Uh, email us using the contact form at pulpamex.com, and uh, we'll pass it on to the folks at OGO and whether it's a 9800. And if you're going for those one, two-day trips, get a 9800, people, because that's what you're going to need. So any, any Key for approved. If you need to go overnight to a friend's house, 90, grab, grab the 9800. Grab the rig. Grab the rig bag, jam it full of clothes, because you you never know. Yeah, you think you'll be back the next day, but you don't know that. And um, flights so, are a little sketchy these days, yep, folks. So Ninety eight hundred. Jim Jim Holly would Holly bringing brought to you by the folks at at OGO. Uh, we still have uh, motorsport.com tweet at talent segment. We have got the key for after dark coming up as well. I'm with, just itching with Yari. I'm looking forward to I'm that itching. one with Yari. Yari's going to sit right here. Yep. We're going to do this. And we're going to figure it out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk more about um, uh, Minneapolis as well. Look ahead to the Triple Crown. I want to get Jim's thoughts on Triple Crown as well. Uh, but first, it's time for the uh, man of the of the evening. Or uh, Friday evening either. J- J- it's J- Jamie. Jamie! <laughs> oh, shit. That's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. <laughs> What's up, Jamie? What's up, boys? How you feeling? How you looking? Yeah. This is the man who got his pony cut off. Yeah, yeah. dark side. Yeah, dark yeah. side. I was wondering where yeah, it went no. in the press box. I saw him up there with his works connection. Yeah. And I'm going, God damn. I, he, I, I didn't know you guys did it because yeah. I flew in kind of late yeah. and I couldn't make the show. But I did see a ponytail and I went, oh, man, he cut his hair. But you cut it. We cut it. And where yeah. is it now? At your house, you yeah, said? House, Sh- yeah. Do you want to show, yeah. show him the photo? Yeah, I'll get you. Show him the photo. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, Jamie, uh, two things. First up, reaction of the chick. Yes. Uh, yeah, she was cool, bitch. She, uh, I had my hat on cause I was feeling weird and, uh, she just took it off and she giggled and she's like, whatever, Jamie, whatever. And, it, but she was just playing. She was cool. I think she liked it more than she thought she would. Okay. All right. All right. And yeah, reaction so of, bad. reaction of coworkers. Uh. <laughs> kind of the same. They're just like, okay. You know, there's just dudes. They don't care. All right. Yeah, they didn't really give a shit. You can't find a call. Yeah, you I mean, the, yeah. the, the response has been all positive for the most part. Look at so. Saturday, every place you went, either A, didn't know who you were, or B, <laughs> yeah. said you looked amazing. That's what the quotes were. Yeah. It was all positive. Other just a couple people, you know, on. And everyone that hits me up on a DM or, or they see me, they're like, dude. You saved Darkseid's ass so much. Like, this looks way better. Like, that's unbelievable. So, you know, we're giving him a bike for this, Jim. Oh, really? A Yamaha YZ250 with help from Yamaha. The guys at Yamaha stepped up again for us. Two, Mike Ulrich over there? Yep. yep. Yeah. 250F or 250 Oh, perfect. And uh, so we are giving him a bike oh, for nice. cutting his hair. Yeah. Nice, nice. That was the best. You know who else did that is uh, Robbie Wageman, uh, a longtime buddy of mine and, and helped out Robbie, Jeff Hendricks, okay? He actually said if you get in the top 10, I think it was last year, and he had hair like dark side, yeah. he would cut it. And he cut it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Rob- know what they did with it, though. That's my favorite wageman, by the way. They probably yeah, didn't Robbie. Yeah, he's a good rider. Yeah. 
I always tell when I see both of them, I go, so, Robbie's my favorite. Yeah. A <laughs> lot of people are asking about the bike. Explain the situation. I've tried. I've typed it a thousand times. Like, uh, so the bike situation is the bike. I have the bike in the garage. It's it's sitting right there. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to put uh, checkers. Was it cool enough to at Racetech to valve the stuff for Jamie? So they're going to put Racetech suspension on for Jamie, valve for him and his weight. And then I'm getting a FMF pipe and silencer. And then I'll put some pro taper bars on it, and Jamie's getting a brand new YZ250. Which, uh, which uh, the chrome one or the works? I'm one? gonna go raw. You're I gonna, like, yeah, I like exactly. the raw dog, yeah. Jim. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do yeah, too. Yeah. Um, Just put WD on after you wash it, so little, it doesn't yeah, rust. Little, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so if you're bareback, and be careful, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go, Jamie. Um, and then Jilly, kind, sweet Jilly, did uh, a great job. Jeez. Of cutting your hair. She's a really cool chick. Jilly was rad, and uh, Jilly, you, you, you asked me to do this, and Jilly, and I'm going to have her husband, Cody, jump on the wrap-up show for a few minutes, kind of talk about being part of it. Uh, yeah, Cody's, you know, Cody was a big fan of the sport in general, and you guys just, you know, I know how it feels to be in his spot like a few years ago where he's he just getting to meet all these guys. He was blown away to meet Cade and Car Logan Carnow. Uh, so he's going to jump on the wrap-up show, too, and just talk about their experience being at the live show. Yeah, uh, Cody was super cool at, you know, and Jilly's yep. there, you know, super cute girl, and uh, they both have a great sense of humor. It's like it's it's really cool. Marks, what do you think of the cut? I think it looks good. Yeah, it looks very nice. Better? Yes. Thank you. Talon? Uh, I think it looks the same from like the front, which is good. Like he looked like dark side. And then I liked it the back. At least he doesn't wear a up. fucking bandana anymore. Right. Yeah, we still need to work on that tattoo, but yeah. Well, that's our next mission. Yeah, laser tattoo. He'll get a 450 for that. We'll get you a stand and some grips. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on all that. I'm good. You're going to have to shoot. The bar's going to have to get a little higher for that. Um, but, yeah, no. Hey, listen, it was a fun live show, and I'm glad. I, and we raised some money. People took pictures of the, yep. of the pony. Yeah, Jilly almost got 400 bucks. Yep. And wow. we raised some money for St. Jude's. That was yeah. really cool. We gave some money to St. Jude's as well. Yep. So uh, thanks to Matt and thanks to Inbound Brewery. Yeah. They were great hosts. The stage was cool. The venue was really cool. So Yeah, and they packed yeah. the house. It was freezing balls outside, but they packed the house inside. And yeah. I think everybody had a good time. Who ever thought yeah. pe people, Kiefer, would pay to see us talk on stage? Not me. Yeah, me either. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, Jamie, welcome to your new life. And uh, You can thank us. You can thank us. You Actually, you sh probably should owe us money. Right. For changing your life, because your life's just going to get better and better. I sent you some money this morning. I saw that. You did? Flight. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Hey, yeah. Jamie, where do, you, where do you normally ride at? What, like, tracks or trails or where? Uh, yeah, here in East Texas, like, Swan's one of our local tracks, and Tyler, and then uh, there's so many tracks out here in East Texas. Yeah. A lot of private tracks, so mostly that, but I think I'm going to... As I'm getting older, maybe get into some cross-country riding, so that two-strokes will be perfect. Yeah, no, it will. That's what I was saying. Like, you know, sometimes I'll go out with Mike Webb and the guys and go out to the go desert. Bean. Go to Bean. Yeah, Bean. I yeah. got some property out there, and I end up bringing out 450, man, and it kicks my ass. Right. And I notice all those guys, most of them are on two-strokes, and I go, well, now I know. You yeah. know, I'm going to bring my two-stroke yeah. out next time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. It's well, going to be a lot of fun. Your life's about to change. For the better. For the better. I'm sure it is. Thanks, all thanks to the keeper and Steve, man. I, I just don't think he's, it's very like dull sounding. It's oh. not. He doesn't really believe it. No, I don't think. Hey, so. You know, you sound like Steve Mathis right now, giving he, you shit. No, he's no, still no. It in just shock. feels like he's it's still just, in I just shock, feel though. like it's it's you're, did, you're did, not really believing that it will be better for you. Oh. Did the back of your neck thank you? 
for getting air it's on it and sun? You know, the back of your neck just be like, oh my God, light. It's alive. My neck, I can breathe. Yeah, it's not that much different, man. It was always up in a bun anyway. Well, uh, yeah, thank us for that, too. Yeah. Yeah, no one wants that bun. No one wants that bandana, the greasy bandana you used to have on. Like, no one likes that. Not <laughs> greasy, motherfucker. <laughs> washed everything. It's, it's got to be a lot, lot easier washing your hair now, though, right? Can you imagine, yeah. Oh, less yeah, shampoo. Yeah, Friday night, yeah, I got it to the hotel and used way too much shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hey, a couple things, Steve, if you give me a second. Um, hold on, Martin hold on, just came hold on. Surgery. Okay. Hold on. Yep. Do we bring yep. it up, Kiefer, or not? No. We don't bring it up? No, I promised him. But you, you told me. I did told you, but it's not on the show, so it's, it's fine. You, you oh. didn't tell me. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah, I'll tell Off you. Off the air? I'll tell you later. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, we're going to wow. save you, Darkseid. We're going to save you. Oh, shit. Okay. We're being okay. nice. See, the new. this is the new you, so we're not oh, going to do this. Shit. Yeah. All right. Well, I was okay. going to bust your balls some more, but I won't. I will not See? do that. Look yeah, at that. yeah. There's plenty of that, you know. And I was going to say, I told you Saturday night. I jumped on. I fucking. I packed a 9800 all the time too. Yeah. But uh, Unless, I, I ordered the layover today. Did you? Uh, do you want to bring it up yourself, or you just want to keep it moving? No, we're going to keep it moving. Okay, go ahead. Tell us what you want to talk. Does about. he know? Yes, he knows. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I know what he's talking about. Yeah. All right, we'll keep it moving. Yeah. So. Just want to say Van Martin did come out of surgery a little bit ago. Uh, oh, good. I texted me and said um, he got the hardware in there, put the vertebrae back in place, uh, do an x-ray tonight, should know a little more tomorrow, but it seems like he's okay. What did he break? I'm sorry. He broke up. T T6, T6, T7. T6 oh, shit. So he has full feeling in his legs and all that? Yes. Yeah. As of now, he's, he's, he's good. Yeah. Good. That's good news. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then uh, the wrap-up this week, got uh, Justin Jennings from WPS and a listener, Kenny Gorsline, is going to come on. And then uh, that girl, Jackie, that brought the cupcakes, she hit, reached out and she wants to come on. I guess she listens. Oh, yeah, Jackie did. She's going to come on in a couple of weeks. Panic yep, button uh, weeks. cupcakes, that's awesome. She yep. was. She brought cookies, cupcakes. Our listeners are, good, are the Yeah, best. it was great. Yep. So thank you, Jackie. Yep, yep. So that's about it, man. Just, uh, yeah, a couple right. wrap-ups. Getting locked in, and uh, it was a big night for you, Jamie. Yes, big day. Big, but like a like a butterfly coming out of a cocoon. Yeah. Life changing. I'm just yeah. glad. Yeah. I'm just glad I could pack the house for you. That, I mean, seriously. Ser I mean, yeah. I'm sure they were there for Adam, and I'm sure they're there for Phil, but right, yeah. they Mark, were there to see this go down. Mark, did you did you watch it? The show? I did. Yes. And yeah, it was good. Very exciting. What did you think of the hair? Cut all the, the whole process. Well. Uh, the the Wi-Fi at the venue wasn't great, so it actually cut out like right during the cut for me. Oh. But, I, but I did go back and watch, and it was uh, it was worth watching. So yeah. if you haven't, I suggest you do so. Jilly put his pony into fourth because she's like, you can't cut it all at once. Right. You got to cut it in four. Oh right. really? He forgot cuts. to cut every portion. So I got. I asked the guys. I go, do you guys want one? And they're like, no, we don't want any. So no, I, I I did it myself. No. What? I want to freak out about hair. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Like what's the big deal? I'm not cutting his pubes. <laughs> You know, yeah. uh, uh. true story. True story. Hey, dark side. It's like you know that thing that Yo. Steve does. You know, when you talk to him, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah," that means he's moving along. Yeah, he's out, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, out. he's instantly he's out. out. Yep. Yeah, yep. you see oh. that about seven hundred fifty-three times <laughs> Saturday night. Yep, yep, yep. yep. All right, uh, thanks, Jamie. Uh, appreciate you calling in. Thanks for being a good sport and coming to the wrap-up show. I thought your your flight problems were made up. And tell your really tell your real. fans that no one forced you to do it. We didn't pick on you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Tell those guys to back right. it down. Yeah, Jamie Nation. Tell Jamie Nation <laughs> right. to calm the fuck down. There'll be a bike, and, and we didn't force you to do it. You right. You didn't get hair raped. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll let them know. All right, guys. All right. Holly, man, good seeing you this weekend. Yeah, good seeing you, man. Looking good. All right, guys. All right. See Take ya. care. Thanks. That's, uh, that's Brightside, everybody. Bright side. It's Mr. Brightside. Uh, hey, uh, let's uh, let's uh, talk a little you bit more uh, and get into the tweets. And we got Kiefer after dark and everything else. I got to hurry this thing along. You got to drive home. It's you yeah. Know, I got to go back this. to Glen Helen tomorrow. What what'd you do today, Glen Helen? Yeah, uh, Yamaha YZ eighty five oh. and eighty five long wheel introduction. Big oh, wheel? the long wheel. Yeah, yeah that's long right. Wheel? Big wheel. Yeah, it's big called wheel. long wheel. LW. Long wheel. Yeah. LW. Okay. New this year yeah, for Yamaha. Yeah, new this year for Yamaha. And there's some changes to the 85 have been done up and this new model. So we brought out um, Cole Townsend's kid, mm-hmm. um, oh. Grayson Townsend. Mm-hmm. He, Cole owns Fastco. Mm-hmm. And this kid's really polite kid. I try to pick kid that um, is very down to earth, can speak pretty well, has a good family. And that's uh, yeah. who I brought on to do the Racer X video. And it was fun. Is he a pretty good t- uh, development rider? I mean, Yeah, so him and Vincent Way battle all the time. So oh, okay. them two rip so, yeah yeah i might be doing a helmet sticker deal with vincent Wham in negotiations that's awesome gotta figure it out that's another great kid too. yeah he's he's really good yeah. uh Kiefer, by the way uh i got an intro for the stark machine uh, is this something you want to do yeah i would, I would davy actually hit me up as well yeah so uh, i'd love great. to do. all right something i'd i love e-bikes you, you, i love traveling so you're great at traveling i'm gonna bring a 9800 to spain this one you should bring a 9800 okay, just, this one just bring in. a 9800 isn't not spain, a layover so no okay no. all right yeah. you'll be there for a while testing yeah. the, the new stark bike so yeah. uh you had of course you had you worked with the alta guys too so this should be exciting to have you comparing it notes and everything else so yeah i was yeah i was there really early with the alta so i learned a lot from those guys and it's going to be really interesting to see all the tech that yep this has brought you know the stark yeah. brought over so uh our jim let's uh let's turn the focus a little bit on you here so um as we mentioned i've been having a great time just listening to no, you guys. It, uh, like uh, i said no i mean I, you know when i went in the press box i did see dark side but i didn't know what went down but i just went what you know yeah. uh, under my breath i didn't right. ask anybody yeah, you just like, you know oh. you guys are there working you know we just got to say I, I don't want to interrupt i just kind of sit and watch and but i i, I went man Looks good. He don't. Yeah, he's 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 looks uh, presentable. He's yeah. respectable. You know? He yeah, looks. Yeah, like a, he looks like a human being. Yeah. Thank you. I yeah. thought he might have been going into the army or something. I don't well, know. Well, look when someone. I mean, no hate comms on ponies, but like you're in a sport that is very judgy. Let's let's face it. Like our sport is very judge, yeah. judgmental. And if you have a pony and you're asking dudes questions and you got a bandana, you look like a rocker. Chances are you might get pushed out. Right. I want. I like Jamie. Right. So this is why I wanted to try to help. No, him. he's a great guy. Yeah. He owes us money for what we're doing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. he owes us money. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, the eight o'clock hour. We're now into nine, but the eight o'clock hour brought to you by SDI Dan Worley. Uh, good guy, Dan Worley. There, he started SDI in two thousand and five for being a one-stop shop for hard-to-get OEM suspension parts. Working with WP Showa, Walker Evans, Fox KYB, they have now switched development. They still do that, but they switched development to UTV products in two thousand thirteen, making proven race-proven and winning chassis components, suspension upgrades, and more. They launched the E-Click in two thousand eighteen. Uh, E-Click is more than just electronic shocks; it's a semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and the conditions on it. No more getting out of the vehicle to adjust suspension before getting on a road or trail. E-Click available for Jeep, JK, JL, and JT models. Ford Raptor F-150s, UTVs, and more. Marks, you're getting some E-Clicks installed by ORW? Heck yeah, I am. That should be sweet. Uh, you can take it to Baja pumped. across the desert. Yeah, I'm, I'm mobbing. Mobbing. 
I know you don't know what that means. We're 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 mobbing. We're let's let's mob with E Click. Yes. Uh, suspension <laughs> Direct Pulpa Mexico to save at SDI. Uh, learn more about them. Visit their website. If you have a UTV, you have a Jeep, Ford Raptor, that kind of stuff. Uh, suspension Direct's got parts for you. Uh, uh, again, use the code Pulpa Mex to save. Thanks you to to those guys for coming on board. So Jim, you mentioned uh, 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 doing the track walk thing for Feld. Yeah. Back at the races a little bit. You were at the races for a long time. Whether it was a webcast with Wygant, yeah. Chad Demer. Chad, Chad Damiani. Damiani for a little yeah. while. Yeah. Uh, and then Andy Chad, Boyer. Andy Boyer, Jason Wygant. Yeah. Uh, you're no longer doing that. Um, what's it like? Been away from it a little bit. I mean, like you said, you travel forever, man. Yeah, it, it, it's excellent. You know, it's time to turn the page on my uh, new chapter of my life. You know, I got two grandkids, uh, Wyatt and Willow now, you know, so yeah. they live in Michigan. So I get a chance to go see them. My mom's uh, kind of uh, restricted to a bed and... Uh, you know, so I built a handicap ramp for mm-hmm. her, you know, so I've, I've just been doing a lot of different things and, and just really enjoying life and, uh, you know, traveling anymore. I mean, you know, flying back, I was on Delta and I had my mask on and I took it off for a second to get some peanuts. And the lady comes by and goes, you got to put your mask back on. I go, yeah, but I'm eating the peanuts. Well, no, you have to take a bite, put the mask on, chew it. Take it off. Take it up. So you know where I go? I'm out on that. You know where I go? Huh? I go to the restroom for an hour. I just sit on, I close the lid, and I just sit in there. I take my mask off, and I'm just flying <laughs> up, up 32,000 feet with my mask <laughs> off in the restroom, just going, this is how I'm rolling now. That's it's yeah. ridiculous. But before COVID, you know, that's not, yeah, you know, before COVID, now it's it was, miserable, of course. It, it I, is. I get that. It but, is. But in general just you just i was just burn on the travel yeah love the racing love yeah. all the people the camaraderie yeah. you know just hanging out watching everything i just don't like the travel you yeah. know well, honestly though like you don't need the money you, you, no. you're very successful off yeah. the track with real estate and your yeah. racing career it always surprised me at how hard you worked you just loved it so much you well, wanted something uh, to do i, I think that that's uh, from my dad, you know, yeah. at a young age. You know, my dad was a plastering contractor, and he also worked for me when I was a factory Yamaha rider. But I remember one time I was like seven years old, and I was on a job, and that's before drywall was uh, invented. Okay. And they used to plaster inside houses, so you'd have to cover the floors, right? So my job was to clean the floors and take the stuff out. Seven-year-old kid, right? So I did all that, right? And I was done with my job. So I'm sitting down in the garage, you know, and my homie comes up to me, and I don't know if it's because the other guys that were working for him, you know, he'd run crews of 15 guys yeah. or whatever. He'd come up to me, he goes, what are you doing? I go, well, I'm just sitting down, Dad, I, I did everything like that. He goes, he looked at me, and I'm seven years old, and he goes, I don't fucking pay you to sit. Right. I don't give a fuck what you do. You're <laughs> done with your job. You pick up a fucking broom, you do whatever it takes, but I don't ever want to see you sitting on the ground. He fucking made me cry. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I was going, fuck, Dad. Yeah. So I, I have that worth ethic, you know. I'm pretty hard. And yeah. the Japanese guys, you know, the stories yeah. of when I've been training them and stuff, I, you know, I, I have that. And so if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it right. I'm not going to do it half-ass. And I've always had that motto. If you're going to do it, do it right or don't do it at all. Yeah. You know, and yeah. same with these track walks. You know, I really enjoy taking the people down. I mean, I'm even folding, and not folding, but putting together their passes, checking them in. Hi, how are you today? You right. know, and, yeah, do oh, Oh, yeah. your li- oh, three. Okay, here's three. You know, I could have stuck my nose up like, hey, that's not my job. You know, yeah. I'm here just to escort you guys down. But th- that's not me. I-, I-, I can't sit around and not do nothing. You know, right, right. when you call me, say, yeah, I'll-, I'll drive up. You say, yeah, after, you know, I, I could have flown in from uh, 
Minneapolis directly to here. I saw Delta had a direct flight. I'm, yeah, I just like to drive by myself up. Get it's my relaxing, head you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, no, it's good to. It's, I mean, you know, like the, between the webcast and the uh, and the race day live and everything, you did it for a long. How many years? Oh, 20 years. 20 over years. 20 years. I listened yeah. to Jim before when it was just the broadcast. You know, yeah, on the, the computer. Audio. On yeah, the yeah, audio. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Why yeah. and yeah. Chad? And then we were on uh, Sirius XM radio. A lot yeah. of people would listen to us uh, when they'd be down at Baja or do something. Do you? Do you? So you know, you were a factory Yamaha rider for a year. Yeah. You were a five to ten guy for fourth yeah. at Daytona. Raced all over the world, literally yep. all yeah. over the world. Yeah. Uh, involved in a sport for twenty years. You know, calling the action. You did the Nationals color one year. You yeah. know what I mean? You've done yeah, that. a couple years. Yeah, with Larry Myers. You, yeah. It's, Larry Huffman. You realize you know, all this stuff. what? Uh, are you very uh, appreciative of the life you've had for motorcycle oh, racing? Oh, absolutely! Like it's I'm, phenomenal, I'm, Jim. I'm blessed. I mean, you know, you phenomenal. hear people say, you know, the higher up sports figures, you know, yeah. the baseball stick and ball go. Oh, I'm blessed. You know, yeah, I really am blessed. I mean, yeah. because you're you're talking to a kid that doesn't have a high school education that quit in uh, ninth grade when they had ninth grade was high school. Yeah, quit. And uh, or oh, I'm sorry, 10th grade, because now you go in ninth grade. So I, I, I quit. You know, I punched a teacher, knocked him out, you know, and I said, you know, this ain't for me. And I left. So, you know, my dad yeah. sat me down. He says, look, you, you don't twist the throttle and you don't invest your money and you want to party and fuck it all away. You, you're going to work your ass off like me. Right. You know, and mm -hmm. uh, I said, man, I, I really don't want to do that. You know, I, I would. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, like uh, guys like Eric Kehoe or George Hall and Hannah or whatever. Yeah. Hey, man, were you on the sand pile this week? I go, how'd you know? All the goddamn uh, rubber on the side of my number plates, man. Pushing out. Yeah, I got I to get by it. That's money. I don't want to work on yeah. that sand pile for the rest of my life, yeah. you know. But I was just fortunate enough to have good people around me, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not talking about my mom and dad, but, you know, people in the industry like, uh, you know, Larry Myers, Larry Huffman, yeah. all these guys. Jim O'Neill, yeah. Yeah, Jim yeah. O'Neill. Just, uh, you know, uh, Scott Watanabe, it's Scott, you know, just uh, Arai Helmets, uh, Mitch Arai, just all the guys. That, and I still get everything from those guys. So yeah. I have great relationships. And Yamaha guys. That know, Steve, he don't like the Yamaha guys. He loves Yamaha, but he says, uh, they did me wrong. Keith did you wrong. I said, yeah, yeah but, yeah. you know, I, I didn't win races. He, so, he, you know. My old th he, he, uh, he's number 12. Mm -hmm. Okay, he kills it in 86, number 12. Mm -hmm. He gets number 10. No, sorry. Yeah, you 10. Got, yeah, 10 was You were a factory year. guy. Yeah. Okay, 85 he kills it. He gets a factory ride in 86. He was number 12. Okay. He does better on a factory bike, on the factory team, gets yeah. number 10, yeah. and gets fired. Think about number 10 overall. Right. You know, that's when they did the I, rankings by numbers. I think fired's like maybe fired. harsh. Maybe let go. I like let go. I got let go. Why, and then he stuck with Yamaha. He stayed in right. I'd, I'd be like, hey, Yamaha, fucking suck it. I'm riding Hondas. Yeah. Like, your Hondas were yeah. so much better back then. Yeah. You well, know, Yamaha still takes care yeah. of me. And, yeah. you know, was there Mark, another guy that came in to replace you? They just okay. cut back. No, uh, they had a yeah, they had, they had, cut backs and yeah. stuff. But I mean, I well, still I got Jeff help. Lease, Jeff Lee took a took a ride. So yeah, Lee, Lee's kind of had a. But you know, yeah. the bottom line is, I don't care if it's back when I rode or back now. You're paid to win races, or at least be on the goddamn box. Right. And you know, yeah, I'm a top five guy, fourth, fifth, sixth. But that's not on the box, wow. and that's what they're paying you to do. But um, I did lose a lot of money that year because my base salary 
did not match the, from the year before from all my bonuses from YZ Bucks and traveling all over the world, uh, making all yeah, that. You couldn't money. race as many places because could, factory rider. I, I couldn't yeah. ride. Yeah, they, I had to test. I had no. Oh, you wow. can't go to that. Well, we're afraid you're going to get hurt. You can't go here. You can't go there. God dang, I can't do um, anything. Right. But uh, you know, and even at your level and what you've done, a lot of riders have blown through their money. A lot of riders had you know they didn't have anything to, to save it. After they're done racing, you know, that that's yeah. happened to so many guys. You bought real estate, you bought houses, you got into that place. Yeah. You, 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 you just, you're so, uh, uh, you're so smart off the track. You're such a, a, a fighter on the track. And then after all of that, you stuck around in our sport for 20 years. Call in the action. I, I, I love it. I know. Uh, I just, it's, you, it's a passion of mine. I mean, uh, I, I like to say. You know, I'm a pretty aggressive guy, you know, yeah, I got yeah. in a lot of fights and stuff when <laughs> yeah. I was younger yeah. and I, I look at racing as they kept me out of prison because if I didn't have racing in an outlet like that, I, I would have probably been yeah. a, a lifetime prison guy. I mean, that's to be honest. I mean, it, and it's no secret that some of my other uncles and stuff, yeah, yeah they were in prisons. Uh, you know, my uncle Jerry, he went to prison, you know, he's killed people he's he's passed away he, someone blew his head off over a drug deal in alaska so mm -hmm. i mean uh yeah so i i could have went that way and, it's uh, funny how and i just said this when i went to the yz intro this morning we i have this thing like try to keep kids on dirt bikes yeah i grew up in the high des drugs everywhere but i wanted to wake up in the morning and ride my dirt bike yep and it saved my ass sure. it created a life for me yeah it's insane like you think about and, it and i yeah. don't think that a lot of people realize that what motorcycling does for you you, you know and, and and the thing about it is you know uh you know sometimes you know the the police would chase us or whatever and thinking hey man why don't you go chase the bad guys right we're just riding a motorcycle yeah. you yeah. know we're just yeah, having yeah. fun we're not hurting anybody right. uh, incredible career though yeah yeah great, Jim. I, I, yeah you no should problem. be yeah, yeah. You, it's, i it's mean when great. i pass away there'll be a nice big party and you know, I hope my kids will have all the, you know, each year or whatever and, you know, what I've done for the sport and everything. Yeah. Are you in the Hall of Fame? I'm not. And that's one thing that eh, maybe I'll get in. Who knows? I, I don't yeah. have the credentials of the championships, just the one World Supercross championship. But, uh, yeah, hopefully one day maybe I'll get in. You know this because you are part of all this. Is there a, an area in the Hall of Fame that's just not about racing credentials? No, not really. It's just your racing credentials. Okay. Yeah, they don't have like yeah. a, like a Hall of Fame baseball, Hall of Fame hockey. Right. They have uh, uh, influential the, people. Yeah, they have uh, have categories for media and right. influential people and things yeah. like that. And, and our, in our uh, Hall of Fame, the AMA one, it's just racing credentials. And, Got and, it. And so... Yeah, um, but I'm, if I don't get in, I don't yeah. get in. I'm okay I with I just it. think there's a lot of influential people like you that I've knew, known about for years. And then you look back on everything you've done, not just in your racing career, but all the things that you've done Well, within the, the racing Doug's industry. another one. Uh, Doug's another exactly. one. Yeah, exactly. The, the, and look at Doug. He's successful with Doug Dubach. Mm -hmm. The silence is – you know, I want to give back to the sport that was good to me. Right. So if I can help the sport out in any way, I'm all about that. You yeah. know, and all about helping people and – you know, I yeah. mean, that's just how I am. But the next thing we need to do is get Rollerball down here in the studio. Yeah, I'm going to work on that. i got to talk to them. And, That'd be yeah, great. I'd, I'd love to they, have They were my, so, you know, they growing rivals, up. They were rivals, right? Well, yeah, growing up, oh, yeah. you know, I went to arena crosses. That's mm -hmm. all we had in Winnipeg, in Calgary, in Edmonton. Uh, I went to, um, yeah, those that was it, mostly Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, uh, and him. They fly Jim up. They fly Jeff Hicks up. Jim Hawley, Jeff Gibson, Hannah, uh, Hannah for one. Jim Gibson. Gibson came up a couple times. Yeah. And you know, basically, Rollerball was our Canadian hero, right? He was the guy we loved, right? right. And, and then they would bring up Jim, 
And it'd be like, and now from Hollywood, California, coming to <laughs> coming to see to take on the rollerball. You yeah. know, it's Jim Hollywood Ollie, yeah. and we're just like, you suck, Jim. You yeah. know what I mean? And then these guys would have battles to the death. Really? Like just mm, slamming uh, it. Yeah. And some of them were just you guys were hanging out like it was for the crowd. And some of them were like, you guys well, are going to win. So. It, yeah. I mean, the best thing about it, though, is Ross is a great friend of mine. Yeah. You know, I they mean, didn't we make would it go to way. dinner afterwards. I yeah. mean, we, we would leave it all out on the track and that was it. We left it there. Yeah. We didn't take it back to, hey, you son of a bitch, you took me yeah. out or whatever. Yeah. You cost me. No, it, it's, it, it was racing, and we had a good good time uh, racing. And, and we traveled all over the world, me and Ross. And, uh, but when you're 12 guy. years old, you don't know that. Yeah. You figure yeah. this guy's from America. Yeah. He's coming to take on He's Canada. The Canadians, yeah. the Canadians, they hated me. Oh, uh, yeah. well, they you put, hated you, me. He came out one time. It was like dry ice. It's all dry out. Yeah. So big yeah. ceremonies. And Jim comes out. With like sunglasses on and just California, just guy. like like yeah. just got his arms crossed. We're just like, yeah. but that's not me. That's the promoter, yeah. right. man. Hey, hey, yeah. Yeah. And then I they would have along with it. Hey, they would have a radical jump contest, right? And Ross yeah. couldn't jump. Ross not yeah, a very he, good jumper. He wasn't stylish. <laughs> so on the bike. Holly would come up. Brooks was in one. Yeah, yeah. Brooks came out in his underwear one yeah. time. Yeah, man. Uh, Holly was. In, they're upside down. Their hands are up. They're full flat. Like yeah. for back then, like yeah. those times, it was gnarly, <laughs> and it was it was crowd applause. Right. And then rollerball would just turn the bars slightly. And go like this, and and we just fucking lost it. (laughs) Rollerball never lost a (laughs) radical jump contest in any part of Canada. Despite doing that's nothing. So, uh, that's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, we were like, no, man, yeah. that's the best move. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jim's upside down with legs off, you know? Yeah. But Like that guy said tonight when he called in at the National, I was like, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say It's him, crazy but, yeah. what, and, and on, like how his memory is, and we all have these memories. Yeah. I always wonder about our, our youth now. What is it that they remember about our sport? Is yeah. there anything- they, they don't like for me. I mean, that's a pet peeve of mine. Like the the new generation, they really don't know. You know, like uh, I don't know who we were talking to, um, Marvin. Yeah. He don't remember Jackie yeah, Vimon, yeah. but I remember Jackie Vimon because that was my era in 85 when he won the 250 yeah, World Championship. To be fair to Marvin, do you remember? But he wasn't born. Right. Do you remember, I, I can't even think, Rolf Tiblin and those guys? Absolutely. I went to Rolf Tiblin's okay, school. Never mind. From Sweden. Um, you know, I, like it, like yeah. I'll say, like yeah, Aki Johnson, all of them, Magoo Jim Chandler, Palmer, all these guys. All like I knew nothing about it. I wasn't born, but I, yeah. I look back. So I'm a fan of the sport, right? So I want to learn. But about I don't those think guys. the younger generation is looking back into yeah. the '60s and the '70s. Yeah. I will say, I remember when yeah. Roger DeCoster came over and he rode the Hopetown Grand Prix in Simi Valley, California. Him and Joel came over, and um, Lars Larson was there. And I'm trying to remember Edison Dye was a Husky importer, and he brought those guys over, and they kicked the Americans' ass because my dad was racing then. Eddie Moeller, John Haley, all these guys were on 650 Triumphs at this Grand Prix. They all came over on their Huskies, man, light, boom, 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 just, and they, they killed everybody. Yeah. And that changed motocross right there because those guys were dirt track guys, and then they threw motocross tires on and suspension that, or whatever. Did you ever do the super bikers? Yeah. You did? Yeah. God, that was awesome. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. ABC7, Wide World of Sports, Superbikers. Yeah. Fuck, man. That was unbelievable. Like yeah. A- Going yeah, down the I made, pavement, the, made the main event. Yeah, I made the main event. I was happy about that because I had a little dirt track experience. Eddie Lawson won that year. 
Uh, Eddie was a teammate of mine. Like I remember Yamaha, they flew us from Carlsbad on a private helicopter to Anaheim because we had to do the uh, dealer show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, sign up, yeah. you know, and autographs yeah. and all that stuff and fly back. But, yeah, I've known Eddie for a long time. And, you know, Wayne Rainey and all those yeah. guys. I grew up with all those guys. That you was know? Really Let cool. me just tell you, Jim, uh, I went and met Dave Arnold down at the Honda Museum yeah. a few months ago and looked at old factory Honda bikes. Yep, incredible. You, but, didn't, you didn't stand a fucking chance no, on your I know, Yamahas. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> These things. They were, they were, they were state-of-the-art yeah, That 85, I mean, unbelievable. 250 versus yeah. your 85 yeah. YZ250. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. You were fucked. You were, <laughs> we, we, they were on an F1, and we were on a VW. Dave's right. like, Dave's like yeah, yeah, man, uh, depending on the track, we would just change the, the linkage to the shock right. frame and lay the shock down or yeah. move it up yeah. and, and, and move the linkage. And, yeah, they were <laughs> just like... Huh? They were really. Jim's good like, uh, yeah, we just changed the bars if yeah. we wanted something different. So, yeah. yeah anyways, uh, Wysco Pistons. Uh, do you know Wysco has been manufacturing pistons right here in the USA for over eighty years, supporting supercross teams like Factory Honda, Club MX, RM KTM, and SGB Honda with A Ray and Cade. Whether you ride a two-stroke or four-stroke, Wysco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. Who can forget the Wysco stickers on your oh, yeah. four cards? Everyone yeah. ran them back Big. in the day. Uh, Wysco.com to find products for your machine. We got a code for Wysco. If you need a top end, you need a piston, two-stroke, four-stroke, there's a code on pulpamexshow.com. So go there, check it out. Thank you to Wysco. Uh, also, thanks to the folks at Ride Engineering. Kiefer, you work with Adrian there at Ride. And, yes, sir. Uh, if you're one of those guys on the KTM, Husqvarna, or Gas Gas that don't mind spending money for top-level parts like aftermarket KYB or a show or kit suspension, Ride Engineering has triple clamps in stock to fit those forks. So if you have KYB, do people put KYBs and Showas on their KTMs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, not show us so yeah. much, but KYBs. KYBs. Yeah. Uh, there's the same sil- same clamps used by uh, Chris Bloss and the whole AG Motorsports race team. Available in red, blue, black, orange, and silver for 800 bucks. Pulp uh, Fan 20 is the code to save. Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save with ride-engineering.com. Uh, all right, motorsport.com. Tweet at talent segment. <laughs> oh, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com tweets at talent segment. Motorsport.com, great company, a great dedicated team of gearheads over there, uh, helping you people out, uh, saving some money, free shipping, anything over 79 bucks, And, uh, of course, uh, uh, Phil Nicoletti and myself and everybody else uh, using Motorsport.com. Um, great company, great guys. These are questions submitted to at Pulp and Mech Show on Twitter. Talent takes the best ones, and uh, let's do this, Lone Wolf. All right, first one from Smorsky281. If Star Racing could have a 49-man 250 team this year, why can't they have a 49-man 450 team next year? Just move all the guys up instead of letting them go. They might. They might. Yeah, they uh, might get... I heard Ferrandis resigned. Did you tell me that? Somebody else no, told me that? Told, I, think, um, I think JT said that. JT said that. Uh, Cooper and uh, Colt Nichols are going to be in 450 class next year, so they need rides. What about Christian uh, Craig? He's going to stay? He says he's going to 450, so yeah. there's another guy. Yeah. So they can do it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I don't know. As long as Bobby Reagan's got the money, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, from Jordan L. 1992, he says, uh, "My fiance and I are getting married this summer. Which Creed song should we walk into during our reception?" Which one? Arms not wide to? open. Arms wide open. Yeah, yeah. One. Arms wide open. What about one? One on one. No. The only thing. Arms wide open. Okay. So. All right. Why? why yeah, right fuck off. Okay. <laughs> That's per loop, by the way. It is. Yeah, saying that. Yeah. From Forkner's temper. Webb jumped on a red cross and received no penalty. Jason rolled the whole thing in front of him. Should we just add this to the list of Webb expect- exceptions right next to can skip an entire whoop section? 
I mean, obviously, I think what they looked at was he was past the point where the rider was down, and then he doubled off. Yeah, that, it was safe so after that. So it was safe after that. There's no – stop it with – that That could be my new race tech rant. Oh, the monster rider's favored. Or, oh, Cooper right. Webb's favored. Or, like, if there's anything that goes wrong, they automatically think there's a conspiracy theory right. for the rider. Like, there is none of that. There's nothing no. going on. Do they miss things? Sure. Sure. But if they had felt like – I guarantee you – Another manager pointed that out. Hey, can you guys look at Webb? He looked like maybe he should be penalized for that. Right. And they looked yeah. at it and decided it was fine. There's no yeah. conspiracy. There's no massive uh, thing going Good on thing here. Good thing J-Bone's there. Yeah. Because <laughs> it might have fucking got a dock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all right. From the voice of the drunken people for Chris. At what point does it become creepy with having a writer's chick top five when a lot of them are like 23 and young enough to be your daughter? Look, this is super annoying for one. It's not creepy... When you say, hey, when you tell a lady either A, she looks beautiful or you're super hot, it's not creepy. Now, if it was, it's creepy if I go and follow her on Instagram and I say, hey, what's up? Or I try to talk to her for 10 minutes in the pits. That's creepy. But when you say, hey, man, you're in my top three of hot chicks of, uh, you know, and if she's in their 20s, I'm cool. But the chicks that I liked were our, our 30s. So, like. People need to calm the fuck down on the creepy shit because I know when to dial it up and I know when to dial it okay, down. Okay, can I just make a comment? Yeah. I don't want to seem like I'm ganging up on you no, here. No, it's good. But when Jilly called last week. That was a little creepy. Okay, all right, thank you. I will admit that. <laughs> I will know when the dial is right. up. And that Marks, was his voice went like. Yeah, he changed. He changed. Jilly. 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 Yeah. sounds really nice right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's got it locked. You know what I think it, is creepy? Like, and I, and I, you know, obviously, like, whether you're pooping or on a plane or whatever, yeah. you're looking at your Instagram, so you have a little bit more time. Okay. When I see, like, like Brady Bowers or um, um, any other good-looking woman in our industry, like I can't think of off the top of my head right now. Um, Nicole Weimer. Nicole Weimer. Not so much Nicole. Nicole Way. Nicole, like, oh, anyways, you see these people go, you're so beautiful. And then you click on them, and it's like a father. Like, I don't it's even like a, do it's that. Like a, it's like a, no, I know. It's like a dad that's, like, married. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're so beautiful. Like, what? What? <laughs> what, what what do you do? Like I don't know. I feel like and here's the thing. Like you don't know the person, right? You don't know yeah. anything. And I just feel like, dude, you're old and married, and right. I don't know. And it's a bunch Kid of alive. dudes that were on a radio show. We're talking about hot chicks, so yeah. the context is different. And if yeah. I walk up and tap some chick on the shoulder on the star line, hey, you're so hot. Like you're my top three. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Jim was yeah. like, I, I understand. Was like, oh, <laughs> like I get it. Like. I'm not <laughs> that stupid where I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go talk to every right, chick and right. follow. Like, I literally, sometimes the hottest chicks, I don't follow because I think that is weird. I'm yeah. not going to stalk some dude. I don't think I follow really any. I, Nicole Way is a personal friend of mine. I follow her. Um, yeah, I follow her because I, I, I like her I, as a person. Like, yeah, she's hot, but I'm not, like, yeah. doing anything. Right. Uh I like Danny Burns. Danny Burns a friend of mine. I like Danny. I follow her. I can't think of many Rogers wives or girlfriends that I follow. Um, kid on the Kawasaki. We like him. He rides good outdoors. Road 250 West. Try to ride 450. Help me out. A-Race, buddy. HVAC guy. Rod Bell. Rod Bell. Rod Bell's chick I mentioned. Super hot. Hot. Super hot. But I'm not. And, and she was sitting there. I go, hot, hey, man. And hot, I was joking. Hot. I was like, hey, your chick's super hot. She's like, ah, oh, thanks. Like. I'm not like, hey, yeah, like, uh, what's up yeah. with your chick? Like, she's super hot. Like, and you're banging the horse with Rod Bell. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's context, people. Like, calm down. All right, all right. Calm down, whoever that dude is. Calm okay. down. <laughs> all right, from Slow Ride 858 for Hollywood. 
What's your take on today's perception of rough, dirty riding versus how it was viewed in your day? I mean, I don't know. I, I was taught that anything you could look, you can't see out of the side of your, your, the tracks here is if you're out front. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking back or doing this or, you know, if you go into a guy underneath a corner and you don't punt him out and he falls and you fall, that's a little bit too aggressive, you know. Um, I just think that a lot of the guys nowadays, they need to look up a little bit uh, when they're riding. Uh, case in point would be San Diego. I was watching that one on TV, and I saw Kenny Roxon going through the whoops, and three-quarters of the way, the bike started dancing. He obviously lost momentum, yeah. but that was a left-hander. So before you make that left-hander, why don't you give a look over, and you're going to see the number 21 had a beautiful blitzing area. Just he went right by and if you turn, you guys are going to come yeah, together. Right, right. And that's what happened, you know. Right. Uh, I think they need to look up. Uh, Vince Freeze, uh, Joe Shimoda, I told Mitch Payton, I said, man, I think Joe should have looked up a little bit. Like when you come out of a corner and you get set up for the whoops, you want to kind of look ahead. You know what you got to do. You got to keep the front end light. You got to keep everything. You got to grip the bike, all that stuff. And if you see that uh, – 62 Vince Freeze got ejected his bike's laying in the middle you're damn sure he's going to come back across there and if you're blitzing it you might take a chance on hitting him but if you see that developing you might be able to come over and go to the right hand side and make that pass you know but I mean we were I mean I, I think we were a lot more aggressive back in my day would you agree Steve? Yeah I would definitely I would. in Canada I yeah, know we yeah. were oh, <laughs> what, was, what was the worst you've done worst takeout you've had well, I, I mean, I, Ricky Johnson probably yeah. at Carlsbad. I broke his leg, you know. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I went to. I went to. Funny thing, I went to. Uh, uh, Burner has a Carlsbad yeah. reunion, right. and I've never been, but I went the, before COVID. You know, I go, yeah, I'll go check it out. You know, yeah. so they're in. Yeah, I remember Carlsbad ABC Super Bikers. This that I remember it was a freeway and hard drive, like on the concrete. This, you know, so I did my spew and. I was an Indian Dunes guy, and then Ricky got it, and he goes, yeah, yeah the only thing I remember, oh, he broke my leg, and I go, oh, you did bring it up, yeah. and that's a San Diego crowd, yeah, you know, yeah, and I'm yeah. going, oh, my God, but no, nah, we were young, I mean, we yeah. were just kids, and did you T-bone him, or did you I, come in? I can't remember, you'd yeah. have to ask Ricky, yeah. I, I don't remember exactly, but all I know, it wasn't a bad break, but he broke his yeah. leg, but yeah. I came in, I hit, and and I just said that, you know, my foot came off the brake, but it probably didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they still use that, by the way. Yeah, it's still a call. Oh, really? Yeah, that's still, yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. still use that. All right. But, I mean, that's yeah. the only one that I've ever come together yeah. and, and yeah, someone got hurt, yeah. you know, and yep. I felt really bad. I mean, I, I was probably a little bit too aggressive, you right. know. From the Free Tomahawk. How much do you think Feld worries about a major in incident impacting the sport, such as if Amar actually hit Cade when jumping into the wrong lane? Oh, I think they Should worry happen. about it a lot. Yeah. I mean, because you need those guys. You need the Cade Clays. You need Amar. You need Alex Ray. You need all those guys. You start injuring guys, and you're not filling the gate. I mean, you know, you want to see a full gate yeah. of 22 guys into that main event. You have guys like if you get guys yeah. hurt and the tracks are too tough or whatever, and that's why they tamed down the, the whoops a little bit because those ones at Anaheim were a little bit gnarly, real long. Um yeah, if, if you lose those guys and you only got 12 guys, it's not a very interesting race. There's no, less dudes no. racing now because I was looking at entry lists even oh, when yeah. I was racing, 04, 05, 06. Yeah. 
and there's 119, 118 dudes, yeah. and now there's 41 450s. At well, Minnesota. but if you look at this week's, I looked at it just to look at it. There's lots for of the 250s or 70, yeah. you know, which was good. I was yeah. happy because sometimes you, you look and, like, everyone makes the night program. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah. man, yeah. that's bad for right. our sport. We need to have new yep. new blood coming in. And, and I, I thought I think it was that, also cool. I don't know if you liked it more or less than last year. Do you like it when they raced to get in the night, or do you like qualifying better? Yeah. I, I'm a racer type of a guy. I'm not a qualifier. I, I mean, we didn't have this back when I rode. And the first time I went to Europe uh, for a, a, a Supercross, they had a GP the weekend before. And the guy that was bringing me over, the Yamaha importer in Sweden, he says, hey, would you like to do the GP? And I remember, I think Gabor's Eric won that day, Pekka Vakonen. He won the championship that year, but he broke his uh, hip or, or uh Something on this okay. side. He br- he broke it that day. I just remember. Anyhow, I- I'm I'm qualifying, and I'm 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 not a qualifying guy. The nationals back then. If you're in the top ten in the points, you're automatically in. Yeah. You don't have to qualify. Right. So, I-, I I'm 35th fastest, and I come in. How- how's everything going? Oh, everything's going good. Well, you're only 35th fastest. Oh, well, that's okay, isn't it? Oh, you're going to get 35th gay pickup. Well, I don't know, but the guys over in Europe, they practice one lap or two laps just hauling ass to get that good time, you know, to get in there. But, you know, 25 minutes into a 40-minute moto, their tongue's hanging out, and at the end of the race, I'm lapping them, and I ended up getting fifth overall that day. I said, look, guys, they don't pay me to race against the clock. They pay me to race against the guys on the starting yeah, line. Yeah. So that's what I do. But I, I, I'm a, I like racing, you know, but I think the qualifying is kind of cool anyhow, yeah. you know. All right. From Troy Dog Verb, Hollywood, can you tell us a story about the chick with the – Big yeah. boobs. Uh, which one? <laughs> Big boobs. <laughs> that, that, so that's Jim? I didn't know yeah, that was yeah. Jim until you guys said it earlier. Yeah, that's that's it's a, just a sound drop from one of your times on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I've signed a few breasts in my day. I mean, I yeah. remember one time, the uh, one of the Japanese guys, he, you know, like, you know, when you got a lot of fans and they come up after the race, you know, you want to get dressed, and I would just, whoosh, whoosh, and this one girl comes in, and she goes, whoosh, and I went, <laughs> so, so, so I, I I grabbed it and I. Oh, you situate? Yeah, you oh, gra- I got to yeah. situate it and everything. I took the pin. I put a J real slow. I put an I, and I took the dot, and I put a happy face. Around the and, Yeah, and then Holly, and then she left. She was all happy, and one of the Japanese engineers come on. I think it was Tad O'Connell at the time. Come on. Oh, Jim-san, how come you take a so long time to sign this opai? Opai is breast in Japanese. <laughs> I go, you see it? That's on so big, oki breast, oki. You know, <laughs> that's so awesome. What we? I saw something the other day, like a clip of Jeff Stanton kissing the the camel supercross. Oh, uh, just tongue. full in it. Yeah, and she even looked shocked. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, man. we could get away with that back Hannah then. Hannah had I the mean, one girl on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Unadilla, I yeah. think they were crazy back there. Yeah. yeah. And how about the, the? I sent this going around to our group message. It was Washugal with Matasevich, Larry Ward. And they're up on the stage, and yep. they're like th- doing a wet T-shirt contest, yeah. and they're up judging it. And I was like, "Dude, where are these days? <laughs> yeah. Those are the good old days of racing. <laughs> now, 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 Kiefer, it, it is a business. Oh, I mean, man. it is a strictly, it's a business. There's no fun in the sport. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fun. Don't get me wrong, people. Yeah, but not like the fun. It's we not have. loose like it was. Yeah, like, it's not like Reno. Yeah, Reno. <laughs> good times in Reno. All right. 
from the Wesley. What is KTM's plan in the 250 class? Couldn't find a budget to support one single rider in the West, and their East Coast rider just blew up without a lap finished. Yeah, they're not really. They seem to be like, hey, let the gas gas guys have it, or, or yeah. KTM yeah, Husky. Or Husky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I so. think so. I think that's about it. Yeah. You know, they want they're, they're more focused on the 450 class. They yeah. they want to win those championships. It was a weird signing to get Vax, Max and put him on the factory team. Like, yeah. if you're not gonna, like, they're half pregnant. They're not, they're kind of half in, half out. But I guess I think they were scared they're gonna lose Max to another brand. Right. And they had no room, and they're like, well, we'll put him on the KTM. Yeah, and he's been know. a KTM kid for right, right, yeah, so ever. All right. Uh, from Sean Ireland, Steve, do you really think you're the right person to be giving Jason Wygant style advice on the review pod? Are you right on him right what now? What was I doing? Are you right on him? I, I don't know. What was I doing? I don't know. Talking about his fly bike kit and oh, usually always something. Well, n- listen, it wasn't. I was getting texts from other people like, what's up with Wygant's boots at the at the live show? Oh, really? He was wearing like work boots with dirt and they were just covered in mud probably came straight from the track right? yeah yeah he just doesn't care we yeah. or i mean we uh marks right did you notice that did you notice his boots i did not notice his boots no. like i actually sorry changed and right. got dressed with my 9800 and i had pants because you had you wore clothes, pants I wore which pants. a lot of people were surprised yeah. with yeah. people actually showed up to see you wear shorts and you wore pants and i wore pants because uh, i'm classy and so why can't though he, first thing <laughs> he says first thing he's like i cut my own hair yesterday how's it look <laughs> And we're like, hey, I've, I've never seen the back. How's the back look? This guy's unbelievable. He's, it, he's unbelievable. He's at the live show. His daughter had a sty on her eye. Oh. And he's so cheap that he told her, just put a hot compress on it. Because it was $75 copay. Yeah. So. Just put a hot compress on it. It'll get better. It'll get better. Well, it got worse. She had to have surgery five grand later. Yeah. No. You, you, anything with medical, I found out the hard way when I was racing. My mom and dad's, I was off their, at 18, I was off their medical. I said, yeah. I don't need no insurance, you know. I'm racing a motorcycle, right? Yeah. Next race, I crash, and I have to go get stitches. And I got stitches, and I got the bill. It might have been 300 bucks back then. Right. <laughs> After that, I went right down and got insurance. Yeah. But there's a loophole around that because my insurance broker at the time, he says, we're not going to put down you race motorcycles because your rates are going to be way up here. Right. But we can put you're an R&D rider and that sometimes R&D riders have to race to develop the motorcycle. Ah. So your rates will be a, yeah, I'm an R&D rider. Nice. Nice. All right. From the field tech, is the pony giving off an aroma in Kiefer's house, making things a little spicier in the bedroom? No. Pony's not going in the bedroom. Going on the mantle? It's on the mantle, and it's airtight in there. So it's it's not staging. All right. Not staging. How long was it? Like, I, Dude, I, like it was this so, long, We right? were worried about it fitting. The coffin's this tall, right? Oh, okay. And it was... it. It fills it up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, from Ross263, Steve, is it okay if I use my Manscaped in my crotchal region, then rinse it off and proceed to use it on my face? No. Yeah. No. Rinsing it off? How, how, how rinse? I, no. Crotchal region? No. Okay. No, I don't think that's okay. The Manscaped lawnmower 4.0, 7,000 RPM motor. It's got a light on it as well. You know, you got to mm-hmm. take care of stuff down there, Jim. Yeah. The Manscaped works. It's uh, you yeah. should go to PulpMX20 to save. Manscaped.com. They've got uh, uh, the whole um, uh, line of uh, body wash now as well and shampoo and things like that. Uh, uh, Manscaped.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Do not use it, though. Just keep it to the crotchal regions. Just keep your crotchal And, and do not use it on your face. Right, Marks? Please tell me you don't use yours on your face. Absolutely not. Talon? No, can't do that. Talon? Talon? I use it with the guard <laughs> on my face. Oh, no, you I... don't. And then you take it off and then ball, ball yeah. it? Yeah, and I rinse it before I... 
What? Like hot water? Yeah. Boiling? Like unless you got alcohol <laughs> and you're like rubbing that thing down with alcohol, I'm out. She's never kissing me again. Wow. You're kissing uh, is Did I mention she does that anyway. Did I mention it's waterproof? The lawnmower 4.0? It better be. Oh, it is? It. Yeah. It's waterproof. You bring in the shower. It's got a light. It's, yeah. got, it's got the best trimmer out there. <laughs> Don't groom your face with it, though, but groom all the other regions that yeah. you have to clear up. Crotchal region. Crotchal regions. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save. Please check that out. They also have the Weed Whacker, which is an ear and nose hair trimmer. Um, they have a, a really performance package 4.0 that includes everything you need. And, uh, and I mean, obviously... Talon doesn't need one anymore. His life's going as good as it can be. But if you get the lawnmower 4.0 and you don't have a chick, that'll help you get a chick because it just gets you better. Yeah, well, and also, too, just do the Ryan Villapoto and your chick can actually help you take yeah. care of yourself. You know? She's yeah. a laser technician, so. Oh, she lasers? Yeah. Oh, there's so oh. much. I still can we get to After Dark? Let's step it up. Okay. Hey, man, where right, you shut your fucking nuts at, man? <laughs> last one from Beaks and Talons. Uh, what is the dream outcome from your LCQ race? Ending like the fighting anchorman and someone going... Insert rider just killed a man. Yes. Also, you should have Carson Brown out there on a pit bike, and anyone he beats gets no money. Yes, I like all of that. Um, alligators. Alligators, fire pits, <laughs> yeah. uh, Vince Freeze wandering the infield and just <laughs> randomly <laughs> torpedoing guys. Someone uh, with a trident. A trident. Uh, uh. Yeah, uh, Yamaha money. is The raffle is up. Uh, 20 prizes, the 2022 Yamaha YZ4. What a bunch of guys at Yamaha. God, they're good. Yeah. Keep on. They fucked up Jim Hawley over in 87, but they're making up for it in 2022. Yeah, they still take care of me. Uh, so please, tw- th- 30 bucks, right? Marks, 30 bucks. Yep, 30, 30 bucks. And all the money goes to privateers, and we will give 100% of the proceeds away at the Denver Pulpamex race have Friday after the riders yet? No, we're going to qualify them via the LCQ points. Okay. And then I have five wild cards. So we don't know the wild cards yet. No. But and the so wild you're taking cards- the top two from the points? No, I'm talking the top 17 from the top LCQ. Top 17? Yeah, and then wow. what, and wild cards. And then wow. the so wild, you'll have a full game. I'll have a full game. The wow. wild cards will be someone racing currently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to have a license. You know what I mean? It's an AMA thing. Like got you, you got to have a license. you got to be able to ride. So, uh, you know, like like I might put Logan Carnow in there. Right. On 250. Right. Good dude. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So if you're nice to me, you'll get in. <laughs> Stank's out. Stank is out. Okay. Why? What happened with you and Stank? I thought you guys were buddies. Oh, uh, I thought so too, Jim. It went well, south quick. Jim. Did you? Uh, oh, I thought so too, Jim. Oh, yeah, we'll man. explain it later, but. Oh, okay. Uh, Remember, what, I mean, years ago when yeah. I was in there, I, I gave him 500 bucks to go yep. to the Supercross so I, I gave Vegas. him money too. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Yeah, it's oh, not well. good. Oh, um, well. All right, that's it. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, thank you to uh, uh, Motorsport.com for coming on board. Also, thanks to Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherby's, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleNewsyJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycle, Suspension Direct, Manscaped, CTI, Wisco Piston all on board with us. Remember, DM us at Pulpamex Show for the guts, the get, and the Atlas purchases. Fifty dollar Amazon card is ready, is up for grabs for you for doing that. Uh, Kiefer After Dark coming up right now. Thank you to Marvin Muskan, Chase Sexton, Phil Nicoletti, Alex Martin for uh, calling in tonight. If you have uh, a little ones, if you have uh, uh, people who are easily offended, you're not going to want to listen to this next segment. But nope. uh, so we're going to sign off. We'll be right back with Kiefer After Dark. Thanks for listening. See ya. Thanks to our guests. We'll be right back after this message. Okay! 
I'm here for the gangbang. When do you want to get uh, Yari in here? Oh, let's, let's have her do the whole thing. Oh, yeah, SAP. Oh, oh, yeah. Come on over, Yari. Uh, so this is Talon Taylor uh, told us a little while ago, um, Jim, that um, it had been over a year since he had experienced the touch of another woman. <laughs> we we had to throw that in there, too. Huh? How, how old is he? How old is he, Talon? 27. Okay. Wow. He, listen, he, he broke Jim, his, I broke my back. He like, broke his back December oh. 26 last year. Oh, okay. he, he, I wasn't, you know, wasn't out there. He, he, well, he's yeah. got he's got a pass. But then. but now since pass. then, yeah. Shorty told him he was fast. Yeah, he got a chick. Right. He won a race. Like things are turning around. We have the lovely Yari in studio. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. So, we got a Kiefer After Dark brought to you by GrillYourAssOff.com. Is this on YouTube or is this go off? No, we're still there. Okay. Good. Yeah, we're good. I just want people can see what she looks like. Um, so, grillyourassoff.com. Thank you to those guys. Yeah, uh, thank you. Also, I didn't ask Arthur Draper, but he's going to – this this segment could be such a car crash that you may need to call Arthur Draper. Yes. Uh, he's a friend of the show. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. If you've been in a motorcycle or car accident, did somebody or some idiot take you out? Arthur Draper, uh, he'll take the time to talk to the clients, and he will take the time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call. Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. There's no risk to you. ArthurDraper.com. Uh, he's licensed in a few states, so please check it out. ArthurDraper.com. Uh, also, GrillYourAssOff.com. Jim, I'm going to give you yeah. some seasoning packages. Yeah, it was excellent last time I was Oh, okay. Yeah. So you've had Have it. Okay. Oh, yeah. So GrillYourAssOff.com. I cannot. Uh, Galdi was here. Gave him the, a steak Galdi. with Madus. He loved it. Does he? You're Willie Pete. I'm Willie Pete. Pulp of Mexico to save at grillyourassoff.com. Thank you to those guys. Chicken burritos with Willie Pete's good. Really good? Yeah. All right. So, Yari, uh, we, uh, we, we asked for some sex and relationship advice from our listeners, and we're going to get into you and Talon <laughs> in a little bit. Also, let's, let's zoom through this. Yeah, this, you can help with this. Jim, okay, I'm ready. Feel free to help out with this. Yes, Jim, please. Uh, yeah. All right. This is from Anonymous. Kiefer, I've been with a bike. That's a, people often use euphemisms, and a right. bike means a, a chick. A woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. good to know. Yeah, it's, it might take you a little bit. Uh, I, Weimer still probably hasn't gotten it. No, he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> Weimer was, He's so lost. In this. He's so gone. Okay. Uh, Kiefer, I've been, oh, with a bu- I've been with a bike for almost two years and I have no interest in riding it. Okay. The interest was kind of there when we first got together, but that may have just been the urge to rip motos on anything. I figured the desire to ride would grow as we had more time together, but it has gone the opposite way. It's gotten even to the point where I cringe at the thought to ride it and don't want to look at it when it is race ready. Okay. I've even had times where I've imagined past rides with past bikes while doing motos with the current one. Correct. Oh, wow. I don't like this feeling. I want to get the most out of my remaining riding years. I know my current bike is looking for a lifetime contract, but I'm not sure I can commit if the desire to put the motos is not there. Is yep. there something that can be worked out or improved or try to look into finding a new ride? No. There's nothing to, nothing you can do. New if ride. If you're not uh, attracted to your current woman yeah. and it doesn't get you aroused and you've tried several things, like he said, it's it. That's game. Yeah. There's no way to come There's back. There's nothing to that. come back. No. To. It's something that you're, you're not attracted to. And for us men, we're visual beings. And we need to physically see something that we're attracted to to be able to perform. Well, and, and, the and other or thing, he's not in love with it. Well, and, and the other thing, too, is if, if you did stay with her, right? Yeah. And then you find someone you're attracted to and you look and, and then you have an affair or whatever. Now, now you just screw, And if you got kids. You screwed everything. Yeah. Screwed yeah so it's just it's, so that's it's time to get a new you. bike. Yeah. Time is no get, one going to talk about the girls? Like, no, yeah. Well, that's why you're that? here. Well, we can't because. That's not her writing in. Well, that's fair, but like... Yeah, he could be a piece of crap. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that he's like thinking about other... 
Well, also, like Pookie, and Heather's brought up this. In yeah, the other. poor girl. Yeah, yeah does absolutely. she know? No, she don't There's know. no way she knows. No I, way. She wouldn't say. It, it, exactly. There's no way. No way. She's gone. But you're right. Like, if the attraction yeah. isn't there, what are the chances of right. it? Also, for it's you, gonna, girls, it's not gonna for you girls to get wound up, for you know, for us, yeah. we have to do certain things that maybe are so different than what you girls have mm-hmm. to do, right? So, like, if it's something that um, maybe he has to say, oh, you look beautiful, right. or he has to do something around the house to get her, or maybe she's busy with the kids. She has no time to be horny. Like, right. maybe she's just fucking maxed out, yeah. you know? So there's several yeah, ways. Yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But for the guy's point of view, yeah. If that is what's going on in your head, it's done. Like yeah. that's have, game. If you have to think about like, eh, do I do I want to be with this person forever? Yeah. Like, you know. Do you have to think about talent like that? No. Okay. All right. But it's still new though. This is from anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Kiefer, I need tips on how to loss longer in bed. I've tried distracting myself in every possible way, but it doesn't seem to help. I still last less than a race clutch. Wow. Sometimes I can get it. Sometimes (laughs) I can get it back up for a second round, and naturally I will last longer. But that method isn't always an option. The strange thing is that I used to last longer, but it's becoming an issue now. I can sometimes see the disappointment in my wife, and it bums me out. I can probably pump for about two to three minutes. Any tips or exercises will be appreciated. (laughs) Like literally, if you can pump for two to three minutes, steady sixty-five, seventy, you know, PPMs. You know what PPMs are? No. Pumps per minute. Okay. So that's a pretty good PPM measure. Like, right. That's a compliment to the vagina. Right. The vagina must feel real good, right? If the vagina is like, eh. Not good. Not good. You can last 20, 30 minutes and right. visually go somewhere and make yourself nut, right? Exactly. So you need to somehow figure out a way to put yourself somewhere else to be able to not feel it or yeah. pump for your... If it's two minutes, the checkered flag, go 90 seconds, take it out, lay it on top 90, of her, 90 minutes. Yeah. and fucking make out for a little bit, Yeah, let that thing chill down, mm-hmm. go back in, do your 90, Right. do other shit. There's other shit that can be done that gets you girls sure. going besides just the fucking pounding, right? Right. Go ahead. Maybe her vagina. Yeah, I mean... Go ahead. Yeah, no, let's talk we're about not, that. We're not. Yeah. We're. <laughs> yeah, this is what we want. I hate you all. Um, I didn't say anything. Well, so is he a, is you got me feeling cool, real Jim. bad you're, about you're myself because cool, we're we're lasting longer than whoever's clutch. So he can yeah. go long. Hey, yes. We we could do like three hour bodos desert. We racing. have three hours. And yeah. then we're like who an wants hour to fuck for and three hours? We've gone me. like six times in one day. Well, he can nut that much and go. Yeah, he's young though. Fuck, I'm out. I can't. I was out for a while, Kiefer. We're just trying to catch up. Bro, so you can lit- hold on. Yeah, he was out for a year with a busted back, man. He's got to make up for lost time. But you're We're telling- both hitting checkered flags here, by the way. Yeah. But you're telling me, like, he can nut. What's his reload time? Depends. Well, give me it depends. I mean, it's been five, ten minutes. It's been a couple hours. That's impressive. Yeah. What's this guy got to do? Uh, so he's got to, he's got this, like I said, he's got to do the takeout he's, he's method. Gotta- He's got to pace himself. He's, he's just, he just he's finished off. right now. He's all yeah. fucked up. He just went again. He's already going. Oh, yeah. There's he's, actually, Heather and I used some stuff that's like numbing shit a long time ago when uh, I first started. You can numb the head of your dick. Right. Uh, that helps a little bit. Um, or think about baseball. Think about her Say grandma or something. Anthem. Yeah. But that, honestly, that doesn't work because the feeling's there, right? No matter what you think about, you're still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Turn off the lights. Don't look at it. I know if I look right. at my dick going in and out, that gets me all jacked up. Right, I can't right. do that. So uh, there's several things that you can do, but the the, the biggest but thing But the key is, though, like he had said, or you said, like 
Yeah, just pull it out. Take it out. You got to make sure that he's not at that point where he takes it out and right. all of a sudden he just yeah. goes all over her stomach and go, God damn it. Right. Now I'm screwed. You got to like, and thing. also too, it's up to the woman as far as there's certain things that Heather says or does. I go, you can't do that that much because if you do it, I'm going to not. I'm done. Right. So. So you don't need to blame her. No. <laughs> I'm actually, it's a compliment to her. Yeah. No, I know. All right. Uh, this is from uh, Jake. This one's good. Uh, Dear Kiefer, I wanted to write you about an experience my wife and I had recently. She had the idea to get an extra helmet for me to use for motos around the house when I'm not around and ordered a replica kit for my own helmet. I was super excited to give it a try, but the night but the night we went to build it, I found myself having a difficult time staying focused. We got to the point where we needed to set the mold, and I ended up losing it all together. The result of my replica build took my JS7 Red Bull lid and turned it into something more like what you see Ronnie Mack wearing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I was really disappointed and wanted to try again for a better result. I was curious if you and Mrs. Kiefer have ever attempted a Kiefer replica mold and how I might be able to stay in the power band longer during the molding <laughs> stage. I've included a link below called cloneawilly.com. That's impressive. Have you heard of this? Yeah, oh. I, yeah, I've tried it. Oh, with another uh, guy. I had the same experience, fine. though. It was like, it, it sets like that. So you have to, like, go. So it's like super glue on a grip. Um, I don't know. She has no clue. You know yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what that means. But I know that it just hardens, so all of a sudden you're just like, meh. So, really? So you figure, like, if it would harden that quick, your dick would still be hard because you don't have to set right, that Right, no, long. but, it's, but it's, it's getting it in. So, it like, you mix it up, right? Uh -huh. And then you put it in this, like, mold. Uh -huh. And then you have to just slide it in. So you have to be, like, ready to go and keep it ready to go. Make the mold and then just go for it. So done. it literally Did, what, sets. What, what, what so about fast. what about what you wrap around it so it doesn't stick to you? So when you pull it out. Well, it's just like um, I mean, have you ever you know those like little finger molds that they make of like babies when they're born? Right, right. It's that same oh, okay. concept. It's just oh. different idea. Yeah. Huh. Remind it's me to ask her who she made that mold with later. Uh, that's all. If you want to know, maybe. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to. Maybe you don't want to. Do you want to know who it you was? You don't want to know. You know who it was. Oh, oh, God. Oh, this, so, is, this is it, awkward. I, they, I don't so, know. So I've never done this with Heather. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to tell this guy. Would Heather want to clone the, the... So here's what I was going to say. If I'm going to have Heather use something, I would rather have Heather something use something better than what I'm equipped with. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. No, because half the turn on is that it is you. Yeah. And yeah. I, on a woman's point you know, of view, yeah. I think that is... That's, when you're gone with your... Right. 14 bags. right? Yeah. Check out my cock, dude. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like, you're still there. Uh, that's a her. good idea. I'm going to look into that. That's actually a They're clone of Willie. Clone of Willie. Clone of Willie. I'm going to look into that. Heather, if you're listening to Clone of Willie, look at Heather might want to, uh, she, she had some recommendations for Pookie, and they were terrible recommendations. It didn't work. Yeah. Well, so, every woman's different. Right, right. Right. Very complex. Yeah. Women. Yeah. Pookie. Who the fuck is Olivia? Right. <laughs> right. So Pookie wasn't. It's like a fucking Rubik's Cube. You don't, it's fucking difficult. Unsolvable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, so I, do, I don't see the problem with this guy, but... Like no, it's how, no problem. How, it's just like I don't know what to tell the guy. You just got to yeah. fluff it up. You can fluff mix it. it, fluff it, keep yourself going while she mixes, do whatever, and yeah. then Maybe just she needs go. to get naked and do it's something. It's a team effort. This, is, yeah. this one yeah, is a team yeah. effort. So maybe she needs to do something yeah. to herself while you're doing your clone to keep you getting cloned. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It, right. It's a team effort on this one for sure. All right. All right, we got a call what from Christian. We got That's what I Goes to the whoops pretty good. response to. Uh, Christian, you have a key for after dark question. How's your whoop speed? Yeah, guys, guys, this is a this is a long one. Are you, are we ready to listen? Because like you got to condense it, bro. We can't make it too long. 
All right, all right, all right. All I'll right. make it quick. And I can't talk in like the dirt bike. That's like, fine. We don't need it. Just Thank give you. it straight don't, up. Please don't. Okay, so basically, like, I went to school in SoCal, beautiful Costa Mesa. It was fun. I was, like, single. I was having the time of my life with all these girls. And then I kind of realized there was this one girl who I started to like. Mm-hmm. And my homie ended up tapping her before. And I was like, you tapped her? She's mm-hmm. so sexy. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, yeah, but she's kind of weird. Like, And he wasn't really looking for a relationship. So I was like, oh, like, maybe not. But then I ended up hooking up with her and getting to know her because mm-hmm. we were both out-of-state kids, and we kind of bonded over that. Okay. And so I really started to like her, but now I'm back in Washington. Oh, name, state drop, that's where I live. Um, beautiful P&W, but that's where I live right now, and I'm not going to be seen there. But there's this other girl who I've known a while, and she's like a 10. Like, she's got everything. Like, she's a Christian, and I'm a Christian, and, like, she's just really cool. Um, the only thing is that, like, she might be, like, too good for me, I feel like, and my friends don't really believe that I have a shot. But And she's also friends with my ex-girlfriend, who... I don't really like and so this girl from Cali's like yeah like fuck your ex like she sucks and I'm kind of on that but I know I gotta like let go of that hate towards my ex because some of the stuff that happened was kind of my fault too so how old anyways, are you, how old are you? I'm, uh I'm 19 really? just turned 19 yeah uh but young, looking, young dumb and full of cum still yeah, exactly <laughs> so what's you looking to do bud what, what what's the question what, what do you think uh, like, I just don't know, like, what route to go, because, like, I'm in Washington and all this, and, like, I don't know whether to, like, kind of go in for the long run, because, like, the girl who lives in Washington is probably, like, for the long run, and the girl in Cali's kind of more like an experiment to see, like, how that ends up, but... Well, here's the thing, the like, girl, here, I'll just okay, give you the... Ahead, here's the ahead. deal, like, if you're in Washington, she's in California... You know already how many times you're going to see the California chick. You know how many times you can travel. If you can travel a lot, then maybe that's something fun you need to do for a while because you're 19. You don't want to be locked down at 19 because you're going yeah. to become a different person uh, when you're mid-20s. And then you become a different person in your 30s. And then that's the person you become for the rest of your life. So for me, I feel like you need to have some fun, be safe about it, right, and do the right thing. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you can't go out with the Christian girl in Washington and, and just go out. You don't have to do anything and just see how it is. And maybe there will be a connection that will force you to make, hey, man, I don't want to go to Cali and I want to pursue that. So it's an open book for you. I feel like you can do both at this time and not have a commitment okay. and then yep. and then see where it leads you. And if you feel like you like the Christian girl and you like to be home in Washington and spend more time with her, then you need to clip Cali chick and then do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel a little bad because the girl in Cali, it's like, you know, like, she wants to have her fun, too, but if, if I keep talking to her, like, that just develops some feelings, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of that rule, like, don't hit twice unless you, like, you want to have something. At least well, not me. if you have an open communication line with her. Like, hey, if yeah. we hit it twice. Yeah, Talon. Uh, More than twice, and it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just feel like if you hit it twice and she's like, hey, you live there, I live here, it's fun to be with you and hang out with you, and then just know up, up front that's, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I sure. could tell what you, if you a, fall for her and you, you, you've, you've nailed her two to three times and you're starting to fall for her, it's not going to work, dude, because you're not there. Yeah, and, and whatever you do, 
don't fly her up to Washington because you'll be at dinner and the other girl will exactly. walk in Good and point, you'll be Jim. screwed. Yes. So, yeah, go to California. You, you go to California, buddy. <laughs> don't fly her up to Washington. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I miss those waves, man. I was shredding. It was so fun. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we got we to gotta train for for some swimming right now. So, I know. Yeah, but, All right. Have fun, man. Enjoy, yeah. your, enjoy your teens, dude. It's a good time. Yeah, yeah, anyways, 19. I might be calling in more guys, but I really appreciate y'all talking to me and stuff. It means a lot. All right, Christian. Good luck. Yeah, that's right. Have a good one. All right, thanks, Christian. Uh, Jim, before we uh, talk well, to you. Well, I was oh, just going to say, you know, he's 19. When I was 19 and traveling the world, yeah. I mean, I was banging flight attendants. I'd be going to Europe, yeah. meet her and everything. Back then. You ever bang a flight attendant on a flight? Absolutely. You have? Yeah. You had a mile high? Yeah. Well, back when there were, like, no cameras. Nah, no cameras. They had beds and stuff. You could go. Oh, yeah. like the oh, cross country yeah, flights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like Pan America Airlines. Yeah. Yeah. Pan Am. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Blankets. But anyhow, <laughs> they they weren't full flights or any of that stuff He's, either. But I, the other thing well is, traveled. the other thing is, um, back then I didn't want to have kids because kids would kind of screw up your racing career right. or whatever. So I always carried a condom in my wallet, right? Life. So about. now oh. I I live in I live in uh, California with COVID now. I carry a mask in my wallet. I thought you were going to pull out the same condom <laughs> no, no, from like no, the no. Pan Am Airlines. <laughs> I thought he was pulling out a condom, dude. <laughs> I know, I was no, like, it's, uh, I'm just saying, times yeah. have changed. Yeah. I'm 60, almost 61 now. Yeah. I carry a, a, no condoms anymore. Yeah. I carry a goddamn mask. Yeah. Uh, Jim, before we were before we uh, move this thing along, so you were telling us a story. July 14th, 1984. Buffalo. Super oh, Cross. yeah, yeah. When I got 19th? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is advice for riders who are listening to this. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to do it like I did, you know. But I, I don't think they'd get a blowjob before the main event. <laughs> so after the semi. Yeah, I, I got a blowjob and I was shit in the main event. Yeah, and you got 19. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So riders. Who, like, I didn't do it again. Yeah, like Tomac or Chase. Yeah. Whoever's listening to this. They're not going to do it. <laughs> Just don't do that before the main. Yeah, don't do that. A-Ray. I, I take yeah. it back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heather and I. Before, uh, before the night show, yeah, I was I I ripped. Yeah. I got second That's in my for own. the night show though. Maybe there's a difference before main. And before yeah, night yeah, show. yeah. But yeah, main event takes a lot out of you. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah, a- yeah. A- a- chances A Ray has 100 percent right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. he. Sometimes it doesn't even affect some certain guys. Right, right. Because there's so much build right. up there, right. a little bit coming well, out. It's not gonna do shit. Jimmy got 19th in the main event. Yeah, out of 20. Knees guys, are weak, so. Jim. Knees are weak. Yeah, yeah I didn't. Don't. Don't didn't make no money, but it was a great blowjob. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that might have yeah, been worth it. Yeah, no. Do you remember who she was, or was no. it okay? Yeah. Just a, uh, yeah, a spectator. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I've always wondered that. Like, do y'all remember? Jim, uh, not we, Jim. We used to. I mean, back then. Do you remember then, the flight attendant's we, name? No, uh, we we used to call them tariffs. What? Tariffs. Yeah. That's like for uh, racing. You know, the mud hits your goggles and. It would be a tear off. Right, yeah. So it was just a, it was just, just another a tear, tear off. off. Just rip it just, off and keep going. Just another tear off. Uh, yeah. Talon? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Talon doesn't use tear offs. He's roll offs. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, desert guys don't do yeah, tear offs. Yeah. So. Six time over there. Yeah. Uh, so she, she would be a roll off in yeah. nowadays. The new six time. Roll off. Steve's four time. Talon's so, six time. <laughs> Jim, we, uh, Kiefer and I have had a debate for a while. I think you can help us solve this a little bit yes. because you were a man of the people. Uh, you're, uh, you were a great racer back in the day and. and a lot of fun on and off the track, and you've seen great champions from the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. You know, you've, you've seen these guys. You know what they do. Kiefer and I have been battling for years on this topic. He likes to think that a rider's 
Today. 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 And then today a rider yeah. that is has a steady oh. wife or girlfriend is a better rider than if you don't. And and it, and it will help you on the track and be successful if you are locked in to a relationship that is a good relationship. Yes. You know, I mean not a volatile one, like a good one. And yeah. I say, Jim, I say whether you're whether you're wifed up or whether you're single, like Jeremy McGrath was banging chicks every week and won 72 races, right? Yeah. And, 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 and back in your day, they were a little bit more rambunctious and, and all this. My thing is, is like your home life has to be good, but whether you're single or, or not, as long as you're happy about it, like if you're depressed, if you're single, then it's no good. If you're depressed when you're married, it's no good. Right. My feeling is you, you can be happy doing anything you want, running through chicks every night, but if you're happy, you'll be a good racer. No. And Kiefer's thing is, no, you need a relationship to not chase chicks, to be happy, to be a good racer. You got to have full focus and have some help in this day and age to maximize your potential. Right. Before, that could have worked. But I feel like a happy single guy, even if he's happy, I'm, I'm fine, everything's yeah. great. He's out banging chicks. His focus, his edge, just is a little off because he's looking for pussy and... I was single. I, I understand it. Like, that's what happens, right? Right. You're happy. You're cool. I got some. But, like, it's tough to keep up with that and try to win a championship. It is almost – I mean, it's just fucking difficult to do that. No. I, I, I mean, I, I see it on both sides. You yep. know, I yep. agree yep. with Steve and I agree with you. You know, nowadays, I mean, uh, the diet and everything, you need somebody there cooking your food and, and making all that. That's a helpful item there. I, I see that. On the other side, I see Steve's thing like, you know, like if, if you know, back then, if I wanted to do if whatever I wanted to, I, I would just do it. If I, Cynthia I calls you at 11 p.m., I'm horny, I'm wet, I'm coming over. I'm I, gone. You're I, going. I'm over there or she's coming here. Yeah, I now you're man. losing some sleep. Yeah. Well, now that's something to be said. I mean, about, you know, here's the thing. Like, I, I knew a guy that he, he just liked to go to the whorehouses. Uh-huh. And he said, you know, Jim, you take out a girl, you waste, you know, 7 o'clock, pick her up, take her to dinner, you do all this whining yeah. and dining, and you don't know if you're going to get anything at the end of the night. I'm in and out in an hour, and I'm done. I got what I wanted. I nutted, and I'm back in bed, and I'm back focused on what I'm, I'm going to do. Yep. There are distractions, though. Like, I remember in Gainesville, Florida, for the National, Hannah, he had a girlfriend, uh, not a girlfriend, a, a tear-off, <laughs> and she was whacked. <laughs> she was whacked. Right. I mean, she was crazy. And it was Saturday night. We're all trying to sleep, and I had a room two doors down from Bob's and those old holiday ends mm -hmm. where they're not enclosed yeah. outside. And Bob would actually uh, not register under his name just yeah. so they couldn't find him. Oh, wow. But she found him. She was one of those stalker types oh, wow. that knew what room he went into. 10 or whatever the room was, yeah. right? And it's 1 in the morning. And she is drunk and just fucked up. She's knocking on the door. Bang. I know you're in there, Bob. Open the goddamn fucking door, Bob. Open it up. You know, the cops had to come. And Jeez. next thing they're going, Jesus Christ, Bob, can you get a little control of your chicks, man? I yeah. mean, you know, she's waking yeah. up the whole <laughs> yeah, goddamn yeah. We got to race. Yeah, we got to race, man. Right. You know, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I see both sides of it. Um, I just think the, sport, today, the sport has changed. It's evolved. It, it's evolved and right. it's changed from the 70s and the 80s yeah. when I rode and stuff. I know that, you know, like some guys, 
and I'm not going to name names. Ah, what the hell? Fuck it. Yeah. Jo- Johnny O'Mara. Mm-hmm. He would have a girlfriend. But if he got in a fight with her and shit, he did shit at that race the next that right. Right. next day. Right. Yeah. You know, so that's where I can see Steve's point that the focus with a girlfriend, yep. you know, and if something happens to that and you're in a fight with her, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, gets, I, don't, I don't need that shit. Right. And I'm, I'm sure that it happens in today's absolutely, racing absolutely, thing. Yeah. You get in a fight with your wife and yep. she says, screw you, I'm not going to make your goddamn smoothie and your meal and you go to the races by yourself. Right. So, I, I mean, it, I, the thing that I think is like a guy like Christian Craig, beautiful wife, Paige, I love her. She's a great gal. Yeah. Three kids. I mean, that's a lot to juggle yeah. in that, that yes. semi. I mean, that's just, you know, and you can't be, you know, your kid comes up, you have a bad race or whatever, and they want to be held and cuddled and everything. I mean, but I think Paige, and I haven't seen her, I'm just assuming that Paige has been around the sport a long time. Yeah, she's taking the brunt of all that. She's taking the kids yeah. away and, hey, daddy needs his time and, and right, all yeah. that stuff. Because I've done that when I was racing. I'd come in and people would want autographs, and I'm fucking pissed. I, I am not ready to sign autographs and so i tell the people hey look grab some other autographs come back in 20 minutes give me a little bit of time to decompress and get ready and then i'd come out with a smiley face and hopefully one will right. whip up a titty and i can sign yeah. it an o- <laughs> what's, what's a titty in J- japanese opai an opai whip out an opai whip out an opai yeah i'd like to get pookie some fake opais some fake opais come up here um um but so yeah so you're not going to solve our argument because we're not going to come on he's waffling no, he's waffling yeah, yeah he's waffling. i'm like, waffling I mean, i'm just saying I, i'm on steve's side though i like that's the era that's i came era, from right. that, that's yeah. the era i'm going thank yeah. you jim yeah. thank that's you jim. just the era that's no, the, that's, that's me jim knows me wash your hands yep just like the bike i'm just saying that i feel like a good woman is going to help you get to where you need to be I think because a good woman isn't going Shocking, to fight from with a woman. you. I'm sorry, you're going to know the program, but, right? Absolutely. Um, I just I feel like. Are if, you kidding me? If my if my man is racing the next day, fuck you, you're fired. I'm not. That way going him, out of my way to pick a fight or to but, make it right, harder for right. him because at the end of the day, fuck if he ass. wins, if he's happy, it's also good for me. Yeah, tell him you better hang on to her. I actually made him super nervous the night before his first race. His is that when you won? Back. Yeah. Well, she goes, why don't you race anymore? And I'm over here trying to pump him up. Right. So I decided to list all my injuries. Where's the stop being a bitch? So, okay, we're moving on. Jim, Jim's side with me. I win. Uh, or if back you're a little bitch. To, yeah, back that. to Yari. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to bring this up, but. Just do it. There was a bit of a competition going on. Talon had another girl. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you win? Was it? Was this? Like, Who's what? here? No one's here. Well, you are here. She's here. here. So you won. Yeah. Did you beat down this other girl? Or who the fuck is Olivia? Um, yeah. To be <laughs> right, Talon. You you had another. You I dated don't... another girl. Yes. You, you... I messaged her like last week, and she said, "Don't, don't talk, talk to, to me. me." So so it's just Yari now. But wow. I did have an unfair advantage because she didn't. I knew that she was there. I don't think she knew that I was there. Wow. So you knew about it already. I did. Know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we've always been pretty honest. Well, congratulations like, on winning. And you met on Tinder. Hinged. Uh, no, but we actually met in high school. Hinged? She Hinged. Does, she doesn't remember me in high school. I remember you. Hinged. So, Hinged. Hold it's on. a dating app. Stop. It's just a dating So this is not the tattoo one. The weird tattoo one? No. Then that's 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 the other one. Okay, yeah. got it. You got a lay pipe I, and just hopefully I've been, he's been I've been keeping up on talent through texts. Okay. Sorry. Right. Okay. But, yeah, but you guys are not exclusive. 
Where are we at, Tom? Don't bullshit around. Like, just, just, what is this? He, we he, don't got time for wives and chicks on this show. We're exactly. gnarly. Yeah, exactly. we're gnarly. <laughs> how old are you, Talon? 28. 27. 27. 27. 27. I just turned 28, like, this month. Okay. So, What's yeah, the where are we at? What's like, and how long have you been dating? Presents? No. Nope. She, she said like no. No, she I needs to be single no. for a year is what she said. So I just got out of a really long relationship with my daughter's dad. And I said, I told myself I wanted to be single for a year. I have like two months. How, how, long, how long of a relationship? We're like Four a month years. in. Four uh, years. Okay. And how long have you been broken up? Uh, ten months. Okay. That's, yeah. that's I got two months. Two, two, two months. Two months. Two months. Two months. Two months. Two months. That's what I said. Two months. I didn't say no. I said not yet. Okay. So you guys get, you get the bang. And then he said, well, I just thought that you would want me to ask. So you get all the perks. You just don't have a chick, correct? Oh, I mean, we see each other like what four or five times a week. Like we're we're pretty there, you know. Okay. Talent. I mean, Talon's life is just—it's like Jamie's. How long? I mean, they are just yeah. They're they're, they're glowing. Yeah. yeah. How I how mean, was Marks and I are just losers? How how long did it <laughs> take? For you? I don't know. Losers, These high ceilings. Just married don't say losers. Loser. Yeah. Fuck me, dude. I'm a loser. Yeah. We we, we want to know more up. about Talon. I want to know more about Talon. We pulled up and she's like, they weren't kidding about they the ceilings. They were not kidding about the ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The she can stay. That's true. Yeah. Uh, she can stay for that. Uh, you want to rock Jim, climb after the show? Jim, have you not Honestly, seen? Honestly, we could. Have yeah, you been in a house with taller ceilings than this? No. These twelve footers. Twelve. No. Fourteens. I don't know what they are. The stair is like not this one. <laughs> yeah, Steve Bauer, he texts me, says, I probably banged 700 chicks during my racing days and another 350 cents. <laughs> like Will Chamberlain. He, he says, I, can't I focused on that. racing. I've, I've, I can't yeah. imagine that. I mean, yeah. He said uh, he never got a blowjob in between motos, though. Okay. Well, so that's go. what happens when you're good looking, Jim. You yeah, get yeah. pussy. I got that. Who's I not guess. big on orgies? But uh, uh, how long did it take you getting uh, talent to hook up? Um... What, Less how, than a week. Yeah, a week. Okay. I want to know how you guys met. We met in high school. Oh, no, oh no, so no, you've no, known no. her? No, 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 I knew who she was in high school. She uh, didn't know who I was. She knew no, who you were. I didn't know. Oh, she's, she's the checked. cheerleader she that did. wouldn't give you. The, so you're playing. Uh, she doesn't even. You're playing it so wrong. So he was so my yeah. type in high school. I knew who you were. I just. <clears throat> were you a cheerleader? Like you were up there? Like uh, I gotta take this off. Oh God. <laughs> I was not a cheerleader. No, okay. I was not. Uh, so, we, we, Jim, but you met on Hinge. Hinge. We reconnected on Hinge. On Hinge yeah. And then I, she oh, wrote whoa, me like whoa, wait two minute. or three wait, months ago, wait, and I wait didn't a respond. Yes. What, what is Hinge? Because it's I, just a dating I, app. It's just oh, another app. app? Just, okay, yeah. it's not that other kind that uh, it's a swipe, swipe left or kind swipe of. left. It's or... Same thing, but you you oh. match. And I actually oh. swiped right on him a month a couple months ago, and he didn't say anything. And then wow, power right, move. He totally ignored me. Uh-huh. Power and move. I did that with Heather. That's a good move. Come second time around. I used your advice too me. to not go all in the first time you have sex. Like you can only give her like a six the first time. Yes. You can't set the standards well, that's, too that's high. That's where I was going with this. A six is. How was he the first time? Because you know how the first time's a little awkward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I feel like it, it was. Okay. I feel like it was good. I mean, I can. Is, I can. I can. Is Talon the best dick you've ever had? Oh boy. Top. <laughs> Top, you we'll say top three. Oh, you're on the podium. It's a long list. Go, so, yeah. oh. Jimmy, Jimmy never made the podium in a Supercross or Motocross, so he'll yeah, take it. Yeah, he'll yeah, take yeah. It. yeah. yeah. More power to you, buddy. Yeah. Look, it, I'm going to tell you something. You just got to get that uh, Dick Willie thing. Clona Willie. Oh, Clona Willie. That guy's probably number one. Thank you, Jory, right there. That's probably who number one is. Thank you, Jory. Uh, and you find a, a girl, Talon, that can bullshit with the dudes, talk about dicks, you hang talk on to about her. sex. That's hang rare. on to her. That's a rare fucking breed, dude. Yeah, you hang on. 
Like, you got to understand this. I don't. You're 28. Yeah. Not, 27 not, or not 28. A lot, we don't know. Not a lot. I'll, more. I'll be 28 this year. So, just giving you a heads up. Yeah. Talent Taylor. <sighs> Things are looking up. Good for, him. for you, Talent. Wow. Yep. Slow clap just for Talent. Good, for you, Good job, Talon. Good job. Bless. Really coming, pulling it all together. Yeah. Is he getting red back there? I don't know. I've been red. red. So, Yari, this yeah. came up not too long ago. Like, ask him, how long has it been? And this, uh, two, three months ago, yeah. four months ago. Yeah, and, it was a shock of the show. And before, we're like. Right, right before the show it started. So, we, it, that, that's just, that bomb hung over the air. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, dude, you got to do something. I'm like, it's bad. Like, a year? It's gnarly. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad, she said. We've yeah. caught him up. Yeah, good. He's good. Six times. Can yeah, I, get a I guess so. Hole? Yeah. Uh, I can't believe you. You have that much stamina. Like, uh, maybe even Off in my road, good man, we go. Even in my good days, I don't think I've ever. It was like I've, three. Uh, yeah, I think Max I've ever done is three, two, two or three. Like three, and I feel like anything after that, the girl's vagina is gonna look like a fucking petaluma anyway. It's gonna be in, turned inside out. Like I'm out. Y- you know, when I was racing, I had. Uh, Four, four different girls in one day. My oh. my roommate, he he asked me. He goes, "You think you can get four different chicks in a day?" Yeah. I said, yeah, I think I can pull it. <laughs> I went to breakfast. Yeah, went to breakfast. Yeah, breakfast, brunch, yeah. lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Four yeah. course meal. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. at restaurants, or how would you meet them? Where would you meet, like at the oh, restaurants? Oh, yeah, or? they'd come by the house or whatever. Oh, okay, you know, yeah, he yeah. had to verify yeah, it, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. he had to look through the curtain <laughs> and make sure. And I'd be going like this, you know, and yeah. So oh, so they were like friends of yours. They weren't just total strangers. No, no, yeah, I'd yeah, been yeah. I'd been right, dating them right, and right, stuff. But there was four different ones. You had to time it just right. Yeah. This is cell phone era, or no. No, hell no. So that's even harder. I, I didn't even like. So how does that yeah. even happen? How does that? How Polaroids. Do you, uh, okay. Polaroids. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jim enjoys photography. Look, at, Reno yeah. was a good time. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. It's good times. Those were uh, absolute times. Wow, Yari. So yeah, you, you survived Kiefer after dark. Yeah. I did. Yeah. We. I do know that there was someone who wanted to call in. Oh. One of our friends wanted to call in. I don't no, know I think did. he was joking, and I wasn't answering that anyway. Oh. <laughs> So it's just good to see what Talon's with. What was, we wanted to what like, was that about? What, what, like a, like somebody? He, he fell asleep. If you, yeah, you're, you what, haven't what been did, in the group chat since you've been up there, but he's uh, asleep. I don't know. Yeah. What did he? What did he want? I don't know. He oh. was like, he just said he wanted to call. He just wanted to call in. That he wanted. He had yeah. something he wanted. He was just to talking shit. Do, do your friends like her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're on your way, dude. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Your life. Your life is. You know. I have a clip for you, but you got to mute her first because she's gonna ruin it. Oh. Okay, can I explain myself beforehand? Nope. Mute it. Is this like a good clip that we want to hear? Yeah, what is this? Set the stage here. Oh. Uh, she was lasering one of her friends and they were talking about me. Okay, good. He sent me a text. I pick up my phone. I have like an aftermarket keyboard that I put it in my pocket, my scrubs, not realizing and that I clicked. Scrubs, record. you're a nurse? Laser. laser technician. Oh, laser. Oh, laser. So okay. I, I wear laser, scrubs. Laser, laser, laser. Yeah. yeah. And I put it in my pocket, not realizing that it laser, was laser, laser, laser. recording <laughs> to Talon. Okay. All right, let's play this. So. Very right. This one. I don't know. I haven't really been, like, since this one, I haven't really been, like, swiping at all, honestly. Oh, yeah. I'm just kind of stopped. I'm like, oh, you know. You know when you get that feeling where like, well, maybe the grass isn't greener. Like, this is my green grass. That's kind of where I'm like, <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no. The grass is, is always green. You're like, but yeah, that's kind of how, so I just haven't been swiping. So who knows? We'll see. I'll keep you updated next time. Maybe, maybe I'll just randomly be like, oh, I'm madly in love. Okay, go down. Chill, chill. What the fuck? My little dirt bike babies? Okay, come on. Little dirt bike thingy? I love it. Little dirt bike babies. 
Okay, wow, baby. the grass is green. You're the I green grass. Yeah. She doesn't know if you're green, though. He, she didn't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if this yeah. is green or not, but yeah. it could be. Thank you, right? Especially if he oh. hadn't used the man. So that's where we're at. I take it all back. He's like the grass in the winter where it's kind of dead. <laughs> there's you green don't, spots. Like, yeah, you think it's going to come back like to green in summer? Like, this could be that, you know? That, uh, that, that kind of reminded me of... Uh, uh, buddy of mine dave he used to drive the scott truck i don't know if you remember him but anyhow he uh he had a girl in in the in the back of the rig in between and he clicked it on on yeah. by and it was the last person he had talked uh, to was bob lowry oh yeah scott yeah and bob he answered and he hears dave talking to her and doing everything <laughs> yeah so you like the way i bench to the left yeah look at that <laughs> and he put it on to the speaker no. to go through the whole, uh, no whole warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, At least fun. mine was like sweet. Yeah, well, no, yeah. Yours it could have been so when bad. You realize that? Because I, yeah, it could have been bad. When but did you it, realize that it was on? When he was like green grass, huh? I was like. Where the hell did you get mean? that from? Yeah, yeah, I looked at my phone. No, I wrote you and I said, don't listen to that. Which uh, made me instantly. Of course. Yeah, that's yeah, what can. happened. I was like, oh my God, don't listen to it. And immediately he was like, oh, dirt bike babies, huh? So now my friends Gay! call him. Now we all call him dirt bike boy. <laughs> so is laser the way to go? Is that what oh we should my. be doing? Well, So I guys mean, should need to do that? Well, I love it because, okay. but... Um, I mean, he won't. Is it painful for the girls to get like, no, Manscaped I'm team Manscaped. Like, laser will last a long time, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Like, do you have to get up in the butt and everything? If, like, up in... that's what you... If, if Like, yeah. girls come in and say, I need it all, like Brazilian. Men, women. Men. And you got to see the whole thing. The whole thing. Holy shit. What about anal bleaching? Do they do that? I don't do that. <laughs> I do not. That no, a, I was just curious if is that a thing your still? office it or whatever. It is a thing. No, my no, office. No, yeah, that's a porn do. stars all do that. Yeah, really? we strictly oh, do. Oh, absolutely. But I will say that that's I have weird. said to Talon, like, hey, if you want to do this, like, and he's like, absolutely not. I manscape all the way. I'm not doing it. Do laser. I love my manscape. He's, you better he's try it, man. It. I'm just trying to be a good amb- ambassador here. He won't do it. Hey, Marks. So. Courtney knows about lasering, right? I would assume. Yeah, she she just started doing laser again. Okay. Where? I don't know. Uh, she, she got a job? No, no, no. She oh. she went to get laser done. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. So I'm supposed yeah. to ask Yari where she does hers at. So. Is it expensive? You send me over. Has yeah. sent her over to me. It's not as expensive as you think it would be. Like yeah, I, I want to get. I don't know. Like, and it's like 18 months. You so can't you can't get lasered by someone who knows you. I huh. laser a bunch of my friends. Really? Yeah. I mean, no, 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 I no. would rather be lasered by somebody that I'm comfortable with. Because, I mean, let's be real here. It's Do you laser yourself then since you do yeah. it? Yeah. Some, some parts of me, oh, wow. I laser my own self. So some armpits. Parts I don't. Is it dangerous? I, what? It, what? Laser. Yeah. What kind of? What do you mean dangerous? Well, I, I don't mean, know. I, can, like, burn, I, I don't know nothing about it. I can burn it. a hole through someone's like skin. Well, basically. that's what I mean. That's dangerous. <laughs> sounds dangerous to yeah, me. Yeah, sounds dangerous. But to me. I don't. I mean, that's like if that's that's you not knowing what you're doing. I know what I'm doing. But, right, right. I know what I'm doing. So no, it's not dangerous. That's right. It's amazing. Goddamn. All right, goddamn. That's okay. Goddamn. Is it like restaurants? You get A and B ratings and stuff. Yeah, but, like, but, um, do you have? You know, like Courtney goes like to her. You know what you're she doing. Tells, like, yeah. I don't have Yelp reviews and shit. Yeah, I have like yeah, Google whatever. reviews. Who wants that? My name is nah, all that's over. Like, yeah. Huh. <laughs> I just want to say this is the most interested Jim has been all night. Because Jim's all like the, me. Yeah. I, I, hey, I, I mean, I, 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 I'll be honest. I have a friend of mine, and uh, you know, he, he's uh, he, he doesn't say he's gay, and he doesn't, he's not feminine mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But he says he's open-minded. Right. You know, and he rents a house from me. 
in Woodland Hills, and he's got his little lover there. And this guy's, you know, over 50, and the little lover guy's 20. Man, I ask him all kinds of questions. It's yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah, because I, I don't know. They go, well, what do you, you, you could go. I go, no, nah, I just know hey, nothing never, about it. You never it. know I, until you ask. Yeah, I don't know nothing about it. I don't, I don't know what, like, Shoot because I look Hurt. at you guys, I ain't getting a boner. There's just no, it ain't happening. I, I just cannot get, right. it's not. So, you know, what? where did you, yeah, so, anyhow, I just have. I have good times. You know, well, I'm, I'm thinking about Heather. Like, sh she can get laser done. I was like, you know. It's not. You can, like, you can get um, three parts of your body lasered for Which about. Is? I mean, whatever three parts you okay, want. Okay, three choices. Right. Yeah. Um, for, like, I don't know, 80 bucks a month. For 18 months. So you have to do it for every month then? No, it depends on what part of the body. Like, it's. You can, I it's either four, six, or eight weeks, depending on what part of your body you're I want to laser my crotchal region. Okay. How much is that? Just that? Yeah. 50 bucks a month for 80, 18 months. Crotchal region? I have to go 50 bucks a month for 18 months. Yeah. One time, sign up for one 18 time a month? Yeah. One time? No, every six weeks. And then after that so 18 months? So essentially you're paying it all, right? You're yeah. like, hey, you're, it's this much to get you as hairless as we work. can get you. I'm out. I'm out. It's, it's so much time. less work than no, you it's think. No, it's, it's, it's not. One time every six weeks. But then you're yeah. not shaving. For 18 then, months. Then, yeah, instead of shaving every day, maybe right. then you might have to shave maybe Too once much. every month I'm and out. a half. I haven't shaved yeah. my legs in like but, three months. But, but, when, but after the 18 months, that's it. Then you're done. You don't have to, like it killed the hair or something. Yeah, Nothing's going to grow back. It's 70 to 90% less hair than what you started with, right? So oh, wow. You can yeah. go from shaving once every other day to once every month. I like that. Do it. Because I shave okay, my arms, I shave my legs, I shave everything. But you got to, I'll laser you. That's what I'm saying. I'll laser you, and then we'll record Let's do it. this. Let's experiment this. Yeah, we got this. Well, I'm trying to do Courtney was supposed Courtney to wax. I was going to get a Brazilian yeah, all up in here. Right. That never happened. That never happened. Why didn't that happen? I don't, I don't know. I think Kiefer backed out. No, I never said no. I am an esthetician, so if you want to get waxed, I can also do that for you. That hurts, though. So. Like a bitch. Oh. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Laser hurts just the same. Kelly Clarkson. Like hurts <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Go back to the laser. Laser, laser hurts, hurts too? just as much, but it, like waxing hurts for a while, right? Sting like you get, or yeah. something. Yeah. Laser hurts in the moment, and then it doesn't hurt at all anymore. Oh. It's done. Okay, Talon. And it you, takes like three minutes. Yeah, have you been with a chick that's been lasered? Now that you have, what's it like? Just like they're freshly clean shaven every time. Okay. Like not. It's I like a know. baby's ass. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful, Jim says. Beautiful. All right. Well, beautiful. Is that a wrap? Hey, I just want to tell you, you're so beautiful. That was not as bad as, as Talon was saying that I was going to get some like wild question. That was not no, as bad because as he thinks I'm going to say, hey, I wanna, uh, what's his dick? How big is his dick? Like what's his, like I'm, I don't. It's like no. whatever. Yeah. I know I want to ask those questions, but I didn't ask it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll say there. zero um, complaints. All right. There you go. None. All right, None perfect. complaints. Um, way, to, way to go, six time. <laughs> grillyourassoff.com Papa Mexico to save uh, love those guys I'll give you some more Jim um, but uh, I think we're done here yeah I think we're done yeah, that, was, uh, excellent. that was a good show thanks yeah, for coming time. in thank yeah, you Jim no problem Always anytime, anytime. Yeah. Um, don't say anytime because I'll get you back up here right away So <laughs> right away well, well soon yeah. yeah wait a little while six yeah. weeks 18 months <laughs> uh, always fun to uh, have you around. Well, it's been six months because how long have you been here in the new place? Yes. Seven months? Six or seven months. Yeah. So I was at the old place. You were there so. a while ago, I think. Last time you were here. No, it was, uh, I'll tell you exactly oh, when I was okay. here. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. It, it was uh, during the pandemic because I drove down the strip and nothing, all the oh, casinos okay. were closed. Oh, no one was weird. on the street. Yeah, yeah, it was just eerie. Yeah, you know? yeah. So whenever that was, okay. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. 2020. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, well, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Always, always fun. fun. Always fun to have, talk to Uncle Jim. Yeah. Uh, what a career on and off the tracks. Fantastic. Uh, so thanks for coming in. Kiefer, thank you. Thank you. Uh, as always, uh, we'll get you back in. I think you're in after... Uh, I don't know. I forget. Uh, Yari, thanks for... Thanks for yeah, it's you know, nice to meet you. Thanks for yeah, very nice meeting you. Hopefully you stick around and hopefully he doesn't come in and say yeah we're not together anymore or whatever. Yeah, what then? That would be a bummer. Uh, for then him. the new one comes in and we just talk shit on her. Yeah, okay, good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Idea. Let's do that. Dang. Uh, so qu- <laughs> quick answer. Though, too. Right? Now <laughs> we know what to look answer. forward to. Uh, Marks, thank you. The, yeah, hey, thanks, thanks, Marks. Thank, yeah. uh, thanks you, thanks you, Marks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, whatever. Fuck me, dude. I'm a loser. Uh, Talon, thanks, buddy. Thanks, thanks. for coming in. Yeah, good job, Talon. Guys. Thanks to Marvin Muscan, Chase Sexton, Phil Nicoletti, Alex Martin, uh, Jim Holly, Chris Kiefer, Papa Mech Show. We'll be back next Monday night to uh, break down the Dallas uh, Triple Crown and everything else. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Might have came the earliest he's ever, ever come. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.